welcome to episode five, season two, Inside the Heliosphere. Paul Cohen. Um, so we're back in Australia now. This was this was just after after we returned from our overseas trip. Um, the back in uh, back in the the man cave at home, which which is easier to record in obviously than taking all the stuff to somewhere to someone else's house or to to go into a hotel or something like that and um and I just again I was really looking forward to 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 doing this interview um why well because Paul and I know Paul about 10 years or so and he was somebody that I mean, it doesn't always work out just because you've got things in common, I suppose, that you don't necessarily hit it off with someone, get on with someone. But Paul and I just hit it off immediately. We introduced a, um, a sort of social evening dinner thing uh, from work for work. And uh, I was wearing my West Ham cufflinks, West Ham United Football Club, uh, if any of you follow Premiership football. And... Um, and Paul's a died in the wall West Ham fan as well, um, and and from there we just hit it off. He he grew up in the same part of London as me, and uh, although he's a proper Cockney, and um, as I think we mentioned, I'm not proper Cockney. But anyway, we 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 share a lot of the same references, I guess, and the experiences and things like that. So Paul's Paul's somebody that I've always enjoyed. We've always met up pretty regularly, gone out for a walk or gone out for lunch or. or when I used to drink, we used to go for sort of boozy lunches or even dinners. And but it, we've always had this great friendship, this this relationship where we can talk very easily and we get each other straight away. And um, and Paul loves music and and he's eloquent. And so therefore, I just thought he'd make a great interviewee. And and uh, I remember listening back to this one the day after I did it or we did it, and just thinking, yep. Yeah, that that was that was a good one it felt like the rhythm was there like i i didn't tread on his toes too much um which listening back to summer season one i I just kind of oh my god just shut up you know um this is me saying to myself just shut up you're you're talking too much or you're standing on standing on their toes or interrupting so i sort of felt this one went well from that perspective um and uh and i and i hope we we got some of the lighter side of of um of Paul's story um and he's certainly got a lot of interesting stories to tell um you know he's he's had lots of different lives and he's he's like me he's obviously moved to the other side of the world via New Zealand to Australia um and like anyone I suppose there's elements to his life that that have been challenging and and I think we we managed to speak about some of those um, openly and and honestly, and I felt that Paul handled relating those stories extremely well, and and I just hope I I kept quiet enough to to do those stories justice. So again, so we're back in Australia now. This is halfway through season two. I think this happened in about. This was uh, September, October, two thousand eighteen, and uh, and Paul had some great choices as well. Some some brilliant music, and 
you know, it was just a it was just a nice way to to get back into it once once we got back to Australia from our overseas trip. Um, and I hope I hope Paul and his family get a lot from this as well. I um, I certainly had that experience after season one went out. There were I got some lovely feedback, not just from the people that were interviewed, but but their their partners. Um, and and I think if I can in any way give the the loved ones of of some of my intrepid interviewees, my astronauts, um, if I can give the, my, their loved ones a record of their their voices and their stories, and uh, perhaps even some some new stories that they weren't aware of, then then I think that's just add that to the long list of why Inside the Heliosphere has been a um, a blessing for me. So. Uh, Thanks, Paul, and uh, come on, you irons. <laughs> Are you in okay mood? Are you all right today? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Describe your mood. Describe my mood. I'm chilled. I'm chilled. I've, I've, I've meditated. Have you? I've done an hour's walk with the dogs. Meditated as in during the walk with the no, dogs? No, or? no, separately. You're I, doing... I, I use the um, Headspace app. Oh! Which I really like. I did. I started it when I was um, when I was this acting CEO at Barwon. Have you been doing it that long? I've been doing it that long. And I did, well, at the start, because I was having a terrible time of it. Mm-hmm. And um, my son, and I was sort of waking in the middle of the night, dreaming about interview questions oh my goodness. and all this sort of stuff. You know, really, it was quite a stressful period. And um, my, my son, Morris, my, my oldest son, was doing it. And he told, talked to me about meditating. Yeah. And the fact, he was meditating. And it in, intrigued me that, how old was he at the time? He was about 21 or 22. Yeah. That a 21 or 22-year-old mm-hmm. male would have paid for a nap for mm. meditating. Because mm-hmm. it was about $150 a year, you know. Oh, yeah. And um, so I started it. Mm-hmm. And of course, being me, I then I then racked up something like seven hundred days on the trot. Right. Yeah. And then, and, and the annoying thing is that it gives you a few where you can miss a day, mm-hmm. but if you miss more than two or three, you're not not consecutive. Yeah. You, you zero off again. So oh. so I had so I had about two years worth, and then it zeroed off. And I started again. Oh. So so I, you know, I missed a day basically, or missed a couple of days. Hold on, sorry. So what are you, I just need to, I think I understand before I'm turning my phone off. Sorry, mate. I, I understand, I think, but for the benefit of the billions of people around the world that listen to this. Um, so is that, does that reflect your OCD need to? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, a little bit. But I, re- I resisted the urge to get in touch with the company <laughs> to say. To say, can you reinstate can you please my. please reinstate uh, it? And I, because I thought that's really not the point. I, I thought about yeah, it Yeah, that's, that's like the opposite and, of mindfulness. And then it? I decided that is really not the point of this thing it is not a challenge to see how many consecutive days that but, but, I, but I zeroed off again yesterday so I, so I did it this oh morning oh no and I, so my horror had gone back from a, about 170 Why? odd was that a I missed yesterday Just, but I thought you said you could miss occasion. no you can miss occasion I missed about two or three over the last oh. 30 weeks so is it a punishment started. then are they punishing no, people no no it's not a punishment it's just it, it counts up consecutive days but the fact it gives you two or three is a is a gift so you should have taken that as an opportunity when you when you you should have contacted them 
in a fury and said, I've been doing this for 700. And they, they would have just had this kind of existential, what was, what's the point? We've clearly failed and just shut the whole thing down because <laughs> this angry man has, has done this for two years. I reckon, I reckon there's enough happy people with this stuff that right. <laughs> they wouldn't have bothered with me. So it's, so it's, it's good. But so it's, you, did you say you did it for an hour this morning or just walk no, the dog no, no. for an hour? I do, it for, I do it between 10 and 20 minutes, mm-hmm. depending how much time mm-hmm. I've got. Yep. And, um, and you just set the, thing for the, either the 10 minute the 15 minute the 20 minute program right yeah but that was after i bought the dogs so and, sitting in my kitchen and what do you listen to i got that guy's got a relaxing voice kind of thing telling you to you know no it's no. different programs so there's a um you're gonna laugh at this no there's 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 a so there's 60 days worth of advanced meditation as a, as a set of packages as an example right so, mm-hmm. so imagine sorry start again yeah it's got a website Mm-hmm. There's a series of, they're in sets of 10 generally, mm-hmm. so 10 days. Mm-hmm. There's three basic packages that you do to start with. Mm-hmm. So it just takes you through the basics of meditating. And it's not TCM or transcendental meditation. It's like a mindfulness-based approach. It's mindfulness. Mm-hmm. You just, mm-hmm. you, you, um, mostly, you, mostly you're just focusing on your breathing. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the art. So there's mm-hmm. no 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 noise in your head, nothing else, just mm-hmm. just silence, and you you're trying to focus just on on the breath. Yeah, and that's most of it. Mm. But the but around that, he's got there's lot there's a goodness me, there's probably forty or fifty different packages. Okay. So there's a package for stress. There's packages for anxiety. There's oh. packages for happiness. There's packages for you know whatever. There's sports packages. Oh. There's sleeping packages. Sports there's packages. Sports. So if you're training. Oh, I see. Intensity training. I see. Right, right, right. So, so a lot of them are all they're they're, they're th- you know they're variations on a theme. I think I might. Almost I, think, all of I it. think Eva might have showed me this. Yeah. Um, what's it called? Which which the company again? Or? Headspace. Headspace. Yeah, yeah. I think she's little she's, orange orange dot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's ten. App. She showed me this the other day. Yeah, they, the schools schools like it. All right. Well, how about this? Do, do how do you stand then on the sort of um, commercialization of something like that? I mean, I understand people have got to make a living and all the rest of it, but you know. Shouldn't that just be free? Shouldn't someone be doing that altruistically? Um, I think that uh, for me, as long as the price is at a point where people can afford it, I don't. Okay. I don't see why not. There's, they've gone to a lot of effort to set the thing okay, up. It's a company. Sure. It's a, mm-hmm. you know they've, they've put a lot of energy into it. And you think that's a fair price? What you say, hundred and fifty? Well, I could do it. My son now he keeps doing it. So Morris keeps doing it. Yeah. But he doesn't use anything. Mm. And a lot of people I know that oh. meditate don't use anything. They mm-hmm. just sit quietly. Mm-hmm. You know, and they go through the same basic routine that that they've learned from a package. So, what do you need now, having done well? Well, no, th- nearly three years, is it? Yeah. Ne- oh goodness. Yeah, three years. Because you've been Bowen Health yeah. and you parted ways two and a two and a bit two and a half. Yeah, two and a half years ago. Yeah. So you've been so, doing it since before then. Yeah, since since the January of that year. So clearly, so coming you, up three years. You're you're becoming very well versed in the in the sort of facets of of the technique mindfulness so what why do you still need the sort of package yeah. to... I, I like the discipline mm-hmm. of using the, the app mm-hmm. so i think left to my own devices and without something with the ocd <laughs> counting quietly <laughs> yeah. quietly up in the background I, I like it that i get back to you know every now and then you know i notice that you know i've done 30 weeks yeah yeah you know, so if i was to give you a, a panini football album from 1976 and said look i'm going to give you a sticker yeah, you know, Ray Wilkins this week, Peter Shilton the next. If you do your mindfulness, that would have the same effects on you. Yeah, probably. 
Okay. And I used to collect those things when I was a kid as well. Why do you well. think I mentioned My it? My mum threw them all away. I was so upset. Oh. She chucked them all away. I had all the, um, you remember had the, all of them, didn't you? You remember the moon base ones? The little shell, shell coins that we used to get? You buy your petrol. No, you're, your petrol you're much older than I'm me. I'm a lot older than you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you'll catch up if you're lucky. I'm sorry, I'm not usually rude to my guests. Um, I, I differ. I'd actually been listening yeah, to some of these. <laughs> I, was, uh, yeah, I do get, sometimes I just get a little bit, Yeah, you know, I just can't resist. You know, you've got certain friends that you just... It's, it's not a problem. It's nice between you to yeah. have a little... Anyway, yeah, I'm sure I come across like a, a bit of a bully in some of them. Um, I think well, that's the, I actually think that's the Cockney thing. To, or or yeah. a bit the English thing. And one of the things, we're not even getting into into starting yet, but... No, we are. We've, we've, we've started, we're, by I, the I way. get we've yeah. started, but, we, <laughs> but we're not, you know, we're not covering anything particularly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the, the, I think there's a bit of English culture, There's a and there's a bit of a... Yeah, I, I don't know if it's a boy's culture, but there's mm. an English culture. I can't even speak because I'm male. I don't know if, if I was a girl, probably it'll be... Mm. The, in fact, definitely it'll be the same. We're, we're part of our how we get on mm. is by is by ribbing each other and yeah. taking the mickey mm-hmm. out of each other. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you come out here, and I've I've had I had I, I noticed it and realised it after a while in New Zealand. Mm. So people that I liked, I would upset. Oh. People that I didn't like used to quite like me because I didn't used to bother taking the piss out of them. But the ones that I, the ones that you the ones that you like, you sort of the re, you know part of you expressing the fact that you like them yeah. is is by joking with them and, yeah. and laughing at yeah. them. And of course, because it's a different culture, they don't they don't get that. I, I think there's a skill to it, isn't there? So you know, it's some, you can inadvertently say something that's uh, you know you think is is meant in. You, you mean it in a certain way, but maybe some people are a bit more um, sensitive to certain uh, certain Mickey taking. Yeah, and also I don't. I think they haven't. You know, if it's not part of your culture, mm, mm. you know, if someone's rude to you, they're being rude to you. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. Why, why, why should you think that's a, that's a, that's a way of being endearing? Yeah, when, when some idiot comes <clears throat> along and you know makes some derogatory comment. Yeah, some comment. Yeah, I, I, I think. There's, I think as you, I mean, if you notice the difference as you get older, though, I mean, I mean that, yeah, you're, you're almost saying when you're younger, you know, you've got that in the twenties, you're in, you know, you're in a group, social group, pub, whatever, and it's like a lot of ribbing, a lot of Mickey taking. You're in a football club, which I know was very dear to you in England, um, with the where you played, not West Ham. Um, but as you get older, have you noticed any difference in that? Like people, are, we, as as older men, as middle aged men, or whatever we class ourselves, we're we're more able to show our feelings and say nice things to each other without. You know, yeah. fear of fear of ridicule for being yeah. for being pleasant to each other. I, th- I think there's different levels to it. I think that's part of it. I think part mm-hmm. of it is that you you probably care more mm-hmm. as you get older. So I, I don't want to upset people, right? So I don't, you know, I don't want to upset people that I quite like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. By, you know, so so you adjust because you understand that you're you're in a different culture, you know, yeah. and that's appropriate. Yeah. Well, well, let's 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 get to that one. I, I'll have to get to the good stuff something else I've learned during this not the good stuff I shouldn't say that because I mean I like to you know get to things that I really am keen to not miss yeah. and, and I think for you and I the the obvious thing uh, if it's if it's obvious is that we um, we grew up in very sort of similar environments very like geographically very close to to each other even though yeah. you're as you as you keep telling me you're proper cockney and I'm not uh, <laughs> I never make that point okay I never maybe made, I made that point you only ever make that point yeah, I think I'll it's make... I think it's a really sore thing it's an you. inferiority complex it's an inferiority yeah. I've, I've allowed you the, I've allowed yeah. you the, the, the cockney yeah you've just... I tell everybody you're my cockney mate yeah you've, you've anointed me it's yeah. okay to do that isn't yeah. it um, but we you know we have this I think from our very earliest sort of um, meeting and we became kind of fast friends 
initially, yeah. you know, through a shared love of West Ham and, yeah. and, and I suppose shared experiences growing up. Um, and, and, is, and probably that, that cultural, you know, that cultural, cultural link. Thing. Yeah. You know, that fact that, you know, you talk yes. and immediately you get, oh, this is somebody yes. that yep. is on the same wavelength. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's what I'm talking. That's a bit what I'm talking about with the, with the Mickey it, taking it, the, and it's the, it's the corollary. Yeah. So on yeah. one hand, you, you don't want to upset people uh-huh. that don't, that aren't, don't understand that. But when you mm. come across someone that does mm-hmm. immediately, it's a bonding thing. Yeah. You can skip. Yeah, a whole lot that's of explanation. Right. There's shorthand. Yes, yes. Yeah. So that was what now? That was that was uh, just over ten years ten years ago, wasn't it? Be when like you that. started at Barwon. Yeah, it's kind of two thousand February two thousand eight. Yeah, blimey. And you'd been you'd been uh, uh, in Geelong for how long before like Barwon Health? Before Barwon Health, I joined Barwon in two thousand and let me get it right two thousand and two. 2002 and you you said in your one of the things you said in your pro forma was um which by the way yeah, yeah i was gonna i was gonna rib you gently about uh being the first person to correct your, your music choices so much but then i realized i only actually gave you three days to to do the whole thing so you actually did a brilliant job in oh, okay. getting that filled <laughs> out and sending it back and i'm sorry to put you through that so i would have changed it anyway probably yeah but I mean, seven, seven is seven cruel and unusual i know it's but, tough i'm so yeah. sorry um but you said um, well, I could quote you, but 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 the um, paraphrasing what you said was that they were really good times for you. You look back on working in Barwon Health very very fondly. Oh, of course, you loved yeah, it. Yeah. And you, but you are that. Um, how can I put it? That sort of um, rare bird, uh, you know, a hospital administrator that that, um, that 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 dovetails beautifully with medical staff. You know, I'm not just talking about your your marriage. I'm obviously talking about. Um, I'm talking about the way that you you carried yourself and interacted uh, during your time there. Yeah, I think. Um, what was I going to say? Firstly, I hate the word administrator. I know that's why I said it. I, I, never, I knew it was an inflammatory. I don't administer anything. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a leader. So hospital leaders. And we, should I, we, we should can I come say back to that? Should I say a hospital ex- executive? Executive, or, yeah, or that's, leader, that's or better. manager. But I do hate administ- admi- the word administrator. Just okay. just suggests that you're administering something. Yes, and I think when you're in a period, in, in a position, you know, in a gifted position of being responsible for, for chunks of mm-hmm. a health service mm-hmm. or, <clears throat> or a hospital, then you know it, it, you're there's there's a requirement upon you to mm. to do more than just administer. Mm-hmm. And so I, I sort of use the word leadership, which is a bit wanky, and you know, I get <laughs> I get all of that. But but I but I, that's how I correct yeah. that, that conversation. Yeah. But I think if you in any job, if you're going to do your job properly and you can do do your job well and it's worth doing, mm. you've got to understand your stakeholders, people around you, mm-hmm. you know, people that actually, you know, matter in terms of how the service is delivered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't, you know, the clinicians, not just the doctors, but the nurses, mm-hmm. the allied health staff, you know, if you don't understand, you know, how they operate and respect how they operate. Mm-hmm. Then you're not going to help them do the stuff they need to do. Yes, for your for your community, which is really what what we're all about. And that was that was going to be my next point. That you've got uh, probably, I mean, unlike me, certainly with the the whole AFL thing, which we I think a long time ago agreed to, yeah. to disagree, to disagree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on that one. You assimilate uh, sort of very well. You've you've really taken this area to heart. You know the 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 culture of the hospital. The you know it's, it's an empathy, I suppose. And where does that come from? You know this kind of you've will come to, you know, you've traveled wildly, widely and yeah. wildly probably, but, um, uh, you, you land here and you, you know, you said, no, no I'm not going to be an Englishman abroad. I'm not going to put up the, um, 
you know, the drawbridge, the drop the portcullis. No, yeah. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to assimilate. Where does that come from? Blimey. Um, where's that come from? So I've, I've spent time in two countries. I spent, mm-hmm. I was in New Zealand for 10 years before yeah. I, I mm-hmm. came to Australia. And I saw a lot of people when I first got to New Zealand, and mostly English people, who spent their time going backwards and forwards between England right. and New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And wherever they were, they weren't happy. Right. Because there were yep. things, whatever, you know, whatever it was about the country they were in, the things about the other place were missing for yep. them. Yep. So, they'd, so I saw a few people I'd, I'd watched literally come and go every couple of years, they'd be back. And it was because they'd missed something about New Zealand in that case. Oh, you mean they actually moved their life <laughs> Moved again, their life back, and then yeah. Back yeah that's right. right. They missed right, the family, right. so they go back to England. Then they missed the freedom or the, you know, the, the joy of you know, living in Wellington, which is where I was. Mm-hmm. And so you sort of thought, you know, I, I can't think about living in England. If I'm going to live in, in Wellington as I did or yes. living in Geelong, yep. that's where I live. So mm-hmm. assimilate is, is not a difficult thing. You that's that's where you're from. Now. That's a good answer. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And there's so you know you've applied it. You've applied a a rational thought process to it, really, haven't you? Because uh, you you do risk being one of those expats that forever, you know. Yeah, that's right. There's always about. there are so many fabulous things about London. You know, you mm-hmm. of course, and if you if they were front of mind, you'd be a pretty miserable human being. I think yeah. living in Geelong. Yeah. But however, you know, this morning I, I walked around Buckley Falls. Yeah. I don't know if you know the waterfall up in up on the. Um, on the bar one mm-hmm. but you know it's about a 10 minute walk from my house yeah, yeah. you know there's me and the dogs nothing else yeah. a few rabbits you know the water's still pouring over the yeah. over the falls you, do you, got, you got music on while you're doing that no I, I, don't, I, I don't do that no I, I am and I'm always a bit I think this is like the, the part of the meditating as well yeah I, I like that being close to nature mm-hmm. so why do I want to ruin it with with a pair of earphones on. Yeah, okay. I understand. It separates you from the, the nature yeah, that you're trying to enjoy. And yeah. well, that, I guess that's the next question then, isn't it? Do you, are you consciously applying those sort of mindfulness uh, techniques during the moment that you're looking at a beautiful waterfall? Like, be in the moment, look at this, appreciate it for what it is. Yeah, I'm not consciously applying them, mm-hmm. but I think you're absolutely applying them. You think it's filtered into your like? Are you more are you more able than four years ago to go and look at a you know a beautiful uh, beach, you know waves crashing on the rock, and yeah. and really get that visceral sense of well being from that scene? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so, and I think there's a num- there's lots of stream strands that sort of weave together to get to that. You know, all of mm. us we get to a point because mm. of all sorts of things. Yeah, not just because of the one thing. Yeah, but it certainly helps. It's, it's done the job for you. Yeah, it's that smelling the roses thing. Yeah, which is, well, it's kind of something that comes naturally to you when you're a kid, isn't it? And then somehow we've got to try to get back to it, uh, or yeah. some of us try to get back to it as we're whatever grown up means. Yeah, that's right. We make ourselves too busy. Mm-hmm. Right, we better we better skip to the uh, first song. Um, I, in the end, I made a I made a pull cut pull. C- Playlist, um, Paul C. Playlist uh, with ten songs on it because I just thought, are oh, you going to change your bloody mind again? And I won't have the right songs oh, on the no. list. No, no, no. The, the last seven were the last seven. Oh, they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah. going, going, gone. All right, okay. Well, should we start with? Um, should we start with Leonard Cohen? Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, this is really interesting, and, I, and I'm. I've got to come at some point to the crazy coincidence of the other day. Like I don't know. We can we yeah. can get all. We can get all metaphysical about that. That was the word you were going to say? It wasn't the word yeah. I was going to say, yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, the it's just very interesting because you picked, and spoiler alert, you picked 
two artists who, for whatever reason, I use as shorthand. One of my favourite questions to people that, um, that that strand themselves in space for me is, um, do you listen to... Um, and I use these two artists as the sort of prime examples. Uh, do you listen, when you listen to a song, do you listen to the lyrics or are you more hearing the music and everything yeah. else? And I always use Leonard Cohen and Tom Waits as the example of, in my mind, two artists where it's heavily about their lyrics, yeah. perhaps not so much their music. And I know that a lot of people would really disagree with me about the music side of yeah. things with that, and that's fine. Um, but Leonard Cohen for you is like a master poet, um, or yeah, is it? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And for me, whatever song I'm listening to, I hear the lyrics the first time I hear the song. Right, right, right. So I tune into the lyrics. Okay. And I will write stuff off. Yeah, it might be a fantastic. I, I, I really dislike Coldplay. <laughs> you know, Just seriously, I love uh, Yellow. Yeah. But, okay. You know, but to then sure. make the same song five thousand times is right, right, and it's and it is the lyrics but, are just a banal, right? Okay, all the okay. way, all the way through. So. Okay. Anything like that, I just go, no. Nah, so the not. lyrics will actually put you off. If the lyrics aren't there the first time, you go, no, I can't yeah, listen. It doesn't matter what the, okay. what the music's like. Well, you, you're, um, you know, in that normal curve or, or the bell I'm, curve. I'm at one end. You're at one end. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're, and, and you're actually, uh, of everyone I've spoken to, you know, grand total of, you're number 15, I suppose, but, uh, or 16 if you include John, um, you are, I think, the first who's emphatically been to the sort of lyrical side okay. of the of the of the bell yeah. curve unashamedly. unashamedly unashamedly proud well yeah but you're you know you're a man of strong convictions you're all right i, I you expect know, i expect that from you yeah. hey can i say something about leonard cohen of course you can yeah you know yeah tell me i'll tell me please got a time thing that you there is get no thing and... there is no time restriction all right so no. leonard cohen so one one so numbers of strands of leonard cohen so we'll get into we'll, we'll get into mum and bill and growing up sure, and all that sure. sort of stuff but yeah but basically my mum married Dad left when I was about 10. Mum -hmm. remarried when I was, well, married. She, she They kept getting married and divorced for tax reasons. It's fantastic. <laughs> Her and Bill. Her and Bill, yeah. But that's that's another. We'll, 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 get, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get, we'll get to that. Okay. So they used to get married in the morning, go back to work in the afternoon. Right. I'd, I'd go and, right. and, then, and go out and have a drink afterwards. You know, I didn't enjoy, know that was a thing. I used to enjoy their wedding days more than they did. Yeah. <laughs> How many are we talking about here? It must have been three. Must have been three sets. Yeah, must have been. You have to explain sets. that to we'll me get, with we'll, your accountant brain. You have to tell we'll, me. We'll get to that. But okay. the, but the, but basically, so Bill comes into our life. He's got hair down to his. Mm. I, hey, I'm going to start this by saying I love Bill to bits. Good. All right. So, better, Bill's Bill's um, listening to this, obviously. Well, he might do one day. <laughs> in he's in London. He's in London. Yeah. He's in London. I, lo I love him to bits. He's ten years older than me. He was mm. ten years younger than mm. my mum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's he's joined us. He's he's a hippie with his his hair down to his bum. He's mm. age twenty three. Mm. He's suddenly got you know he's got woman that he loves, and then th and then comes with kids. three it comes yeah. with three kids. Yeah. One one quite angry and you know, me quite ang angry and aggro. Yeah. You know because all the shit that because your dad on, and all, all, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Protecting my mum and you know all that yes. sort of stuff. Yeah. Of course. Anyway, but what he did was he brought a music. Yeah. So my almost all of my music that I right. still that I still like and a lot of what we we're choosing yeah. was was um, I got to know and love because of Bill. Isn't that amazing? So what an amazing gift! You're you know, so to, lucky to, to like start that. with. Yeah, so to start lucky. with. So that's the first thing. My mum, my mum used to cry at Suzanne. 
Uh-huh. You know, Suzanne, the, so- the song Suzanne, which we're not playing, but it's on the album. Sure, no, I don't know. How can you not know that? Suzanne really, takes you down to I'm a place really near a the river. Okay, sure, sorry. You can watch the boats go by. Anyway, yeah, it's not about me, this interview, remember. <laughs> no, how can I be talking to someone who doesn't know? Anyway, no, that, no, that's no, all right. I, mean, I can appreciate passion in other people. You can appreciate sure. it, that's good. So there's that. And then and then my very, very good friend, Tom. Yeah. Who, 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 Tom, Tom Callerly, yeah. who we know. We, any, anyway who's also is a huge Leonard Cohen fan and mm-hmm. much the thing that I had was I only had the albums that Bill knew, that Bill brought with him sure so I didn't go and buy all the other ones around mm-hmm. it except for some like Waits Dylan and others yeah absolutely but not not Leonard Cohen so Tom introduced me to a whole new set of songs yeah. from Leonard Cohen and this was in the period goodness we're going back before he came out of retirement so mm-hmm. I don't know if you know the story that his, um, I do. He went and became a monk on a hillside. Well, his, his accountant stole all his money, basically. Yes, that's right. So left left him penniless. Yep. He, he 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 went into retirement. Yep. you know, broken hearted and you know and, and poor. Went off to India and did all, all sorts of other stuff. Mm. And um, so Tom and I, you know, we we used to get together Friday nights. So Friday nights was our big, you know, social grouping. Mm-hmm big cluster of friends yep. and we'd play lots of you know the, the night would be characterised by music and so you go to someone's house and <laughs> yeah we'd rotate yeah. around each other's house we all yeah. had we all had young kids at the time yeah so it started with you know we'd all you know we'd bring the kids around and they'd you know do what they do and you'd, you know you'd, you'd sit around having a drink and listen to yeah. music having dinner Sounds anyway great. so and Leonard Cohen was always a feature mm-hmm. of these nights and um, so Tom and I decided that where if ever Leonard Cohen came out of retirement right we would go to the first gig anywhere in the world. Oh, okay, right, right. So right, the right. first gig anywhere in Great the world story, was, yeah. was Dublin. Wow. Which, of course, was Tom's home. Yes. So Tom, Pam, his wife, and I, Elizabeth couldn't go because of the kids and other stuff. Mm. Get, on a, get on a plane, go to London, oh, go to Dublin. Gracious. We're sitting, we're sitting out. What's the venue? Oh goodness! It's it's at the it's at the university, but it's it's an open air. So outdoors, outdoors it's be- crowds. What how big? Twenty thousand, maybe fifteen. Yeah, not not yeah. not big. Yeah, not not the arena. Not a hundred thousand. Yeah, it wasn't an arena. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a it it wasn't intimate, but it was it wasn't mm-hmm. a, an mm-hmm. arena. And it, but you're sitting on grass. You know, you're sitting on grass. Fabulous band that he has around him, mm-hmm. and the and and, and so. He, so he plays this. The song we're gonna we're gonna get to in a minute is, yep. the, is the final song from the set at closing time, which okay. I just the lyrics on this are just are just something to okay to sit back and listen to okay, one day yeah. maybe. Chris. Mm. Well, no, I will listen and, to it again and listen <laughs> and, and pay attention. I'll get past and, the anyway, synthesizers. And, uh, but the point was, he, he he played Suzanne part of the evening, mm-hmm. and my mum had died by this point, oh. so my mum's dead. Sitting on the what grass. year are we talking about? What's it? Sorry, what year is this? That and when did your mum die? When are we going? Oh my goodness, mum died about. Maybe eight years ago now. Mm. So we're talking probably six, oh, seven years so ago. So it's that recently that he came out of retirement and came, started yeah, playing again? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, maybe, maybe I've been a couple of years out, but not 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 hugely out. Right, right. Anyway, but the album, this this is from the Live in London mm. album, but mm-hmm. it was is based on that same concert tour. Okay. So they didn't do Live in Dublin, but the next week he went to London. And, they and then the, they recorded they it. recorded it in yep. London. Yeah. So it's the same. Essentially, the, the album is the same gig. Yeah. Um, and I'm sitting on the, the grass on my own because Tom and his mates have got he 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 got tickets with his mates. Yeah. And I got a separate ticket, which wasn't you know wasn't wasn't a problem at all. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't reflect our relationship. Well, no, you just <laughs> you just flown 24 hours together as well, exactly. you? probably. And um, anyway, so but he's playing Suzanne, and there's me. My mum's not long dead. 
It was her favourite song. She oh, always cried. I'm Lord. sitting there crying on the on the yeah. on the on this hill, listening to it. Just, but just happy tears. It's not, not 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 um you know not sad tears. A bit of wist, wistfulness, melancholia. Exactly, exactly. Anyway, I think well, yeah, that was that's that's enough of that story. You can play. Yeah. No, yeah, that's that. I mean, that's well, what brilliant story. I mean, you know, th- there's some songs that get through the gate during those magic magic years right whenever whenever it is and it's usually around about teenage through to early 20s if we're lucky mm. you know um which will which will resonate far more purely and deeply than yeah. you know unless you're very lucky you know anything that comes afterwards for obvious yeah. reasons and uh, you know, Mark Maron always talks about the importance of that, of the of having that bill in your life. The 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 older person, man, woman, um, who introduces you to the good stuff. You yeah. know, who and it might be your dad if you're lucky, or it might be an older brother, or it might be a cousin, or it might be you know whoever. But there's often somebody that will go have a listen to this, yeah. and it'll blow your mind, and you sort of uh, and you're, I mean. In that respect, you know, what a gift yeah. amongst many that Bill's given to you that he's uh, come with this ready prepared playlist in the days before Spotify and everything else. Exactly. And Here just, you go. It's just fantastic. Wow. All right. Well, let's listen to this, you and I, and I Thanks. will, I promise to listen with open ears. Um, but you, you picked, um, closing time as the, as the song. Yeah. And, and, I've, and it's from the live in London album. Yeah. Okay. And the band is really happening And the Johnny Walker wisdom running high And my very sweet companion She's the angel of compassion She's rubbing half the world against her thigh And every drinker, every dancer Lifts a happy face to thank her The fiddler fiddles something so sublime their blouses off, the men they dance in the polka dot. It's partner found and it's partner lost. Hell's a day when the fiddler stops. It's closing time. Yeah, the women tear their blouses off and the men they dance in the polka dot. It's partner found and it's partner lost. It's hell's a day when the fiddler stops. It's closing time. Oh, we're lonely, we're romantic And the cider laced with acid And the Holy Spirit's crying Where's the beef? And the moon is swimming naked And the summer night is fragrant With a mighty expectation of relief So we struggle and we stagger Down the sinks and up the ladder To the tower where the blessed hours chime and I swear it happened just like this A sigh, a cry, a hungry kid The gates of love, they budge an inch Can't say much has happened since we're closing time I swear it happened just like this A sigh, a cry, a hungry kiss The 
gates of love they budged in I can't say much has happened since Can't say much has happened since Can't say much has happened since But closing For your beauty That doesn't make a fool of me You were in it for your beauty too And I loved you for your body There's a voice that sounds like God to me Declaring 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 that your body's really you And I love you when our love was blessed And I love you now There's nothing left but sorrow And a sense of overtime and I missed you since the place got wrecked And I just don't care what happens next Looks like freedom but it feels like death It's something in between I guess it's closing time Closing time, closing time, closing time By the winds of change and the weeds of sex Looks like freedom but it feels like death It's something in between I guess But there's nothing really happening And the place is dead as heaven on a Saturday night And my very close companion gets me fumbling, gets me laughing She's a hundred but she's wearing something tight And I lift my glass to the awful truth Which you can't reveal to the ears of you Except to say it isn't worth a dime and the whole damn place goes crazy twice It's once for the devil and it's once for Christ The boss don't like these dizzy heights We're busted in the blind and lights of closing time Yeah, the whole damn place goes crazy twice And it's once for the devil and it's once for Christ But the boss don't like these dizzy heights We're busted in the blind and lights Busted in the blind and lights of closing time Off and the men they dance and the polka dots It's closing time And his partner found, partner lost Held to pay when the fiddler stops It's closing time And I swear it happened just like this A sigh, a cry, a hungry kiss It's closing time And the gates of love they budge an inch I can't say much has happened since But close And I loved you when our love was blessed And I loved you now there's nothing left but closing time And I miss you since the place got wrecked By the winds of change and the winds of sex is closing
So what else did you want to say about about Lennon? Oh, and just you know that, that that song was right at the end of a long, long set. So mm-hmm. done a, it must have been about two and a half hour yeah. Um, gig. Yeah, and um, you know it's his first set of concerts back from yeah. you know dec- well couple of decades of right of, of being retired yeah essentially yeah he's in his late 70s at this point yeah and so th- that that particular one on that album his yeah. voice is you know he's he's it's, it's the it's the closing song of the night it would so be he fair spent, to- he spent a while getting through but the, the great thing was he um so he's in his late 70s he's, you know he died two years ago yeah now, must be. last year, yeah, two years yeah, ago yeah. and um so we end. He, he then, of course, having flown all the way to Dublin to see him, which I think was I would I would never ever ever <laughs> sure. take back. You know, yeah, I would, but yeah. he then, of course, came That's to Australia. he yeah. came to Melbourne. Yeah, and I saw him twice in Melbourne. Once at the Yarra. Did you in the in the Yarra Ranges somewhere? And once yeah. in um, and he gave he actually gave a load of money to the fire. The fires came through not long afterwards, which which um, he, he got what the uh, the Black Saturday. Yeah. Fire. Oh, yeah. so then that oh no, that's a longer that's longer ago than you said then, because because um, that was two thousand nine. Oh, blimey, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, you're right, two thousand nine. Yeah, that was because uh, that was February two thousand nine. So mum must have died in oh seven. So maybe it's more than goodness. There you me. go. Yeah. There anyway, you go. so so mm. um, but then of course he came to Geelong. Mm-hmm. And he played in Geelong, but I wasn't here then. I was in Vietnam, working yeah. in Vietnam. So well, maybe that wouldn't have. Him. Maybe it was kind of good that you missed him, though. You know, um, I mean, there's something about the, you know, to to uh, bring uh, James Joyce into it. There's there's something about the odyssey of uh, of of making that kind of a, a journey yeah. with with a good friend. You know that that immediately lifts it up into into something else isn't there rather yeah. than oh you know the usual mundane well, you know the usual practicalities of everyday life and and driving you know 20 minutes to a local spot maybe doesn't quite have the same no, no you know, the magic. magic yeah absolutely. plus that you'd made this commitment to each other that yeah you know, that's right it was a friday night yeah you know we had a few a few drinks yeah and we're gone right if he ever come, if he ever plays again first yeah. gig we're going yeah. to so that's that's you know that's such an attractive thing yeah. um in a human where um where where there's this sort of uh commitment to doing things um that are important yeah to seeing things through you know, there's that sort of, um, and you've got it, you know, you're one of those humans that, that will, um, you know, if you say you're going to do something, you do it and you, and you will apply yourself to it and not be flaky. Yeah. Um, and, and that's just, uh, you know, that's, that's not everybody that does that, you know, and it, but it's, uh, it serves you well as well, doesn't it? Because what's, what's life if not flying across the world to of see course. a special concert yeah, yeah. with a, with a friend, you Yeah, know? that's exactly right. The, the other thing I love about, about Leonard is my wife absolutely loves him. Oh, okay. And she, yeah. and so Elizabeth went and, um, yeah. she went to, she went to the Geelong concert. She didn't manage to get to Dublin, oh, but she went she to went. the others. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and I think she, that, that he has a twinkle in his eye. You know, when when you see him, we had when when you, when you see him perform. Oh, you think she's a little bit attracted to him? Oh, absolutely, yeah, mm. absolutely. And it's which is he was supposed to have that kind of effect, wasn't he? he? Did. Just had he that. D- he did have that effect. Yeah. But, he, um, yeah. but it was quite. But it's also something I love about my wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's an, it's an did you introduce Elizabeth to to Leonard Cohen, or did to she already? Oh, no, I think I introduced her to to that music. So it's yeah. also nice when. So it's a thing you've got for your. Yeah. All right. Well. Um, 
that probably ticks the Leonard Cohen box. I think it might. <laughs> <laughs> the kids think he's my um, he's my great uncle. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, they, they don't understand quite the, uh, yeah, they're, the they're commonplace. Not, they're uh, not quite sure. The young, the younger kids, the older kids understand, but the, the younger kids are a bit sort of. Is he? Is he, is he well, you maybe probably, it's possible. You know. Well, don't disabuse them of that. We're going to listen to this one day. They'll, they'll work it out. Uncle, Uncle Leonard. All right. Um, so, okay. Well, let's 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 jump let's jump into um, let's jump into a discussion about um, about about music in greater depth. Then, um, because I'm I'm well aware that it's incredibly difficult and unfair of me to, or it's un- un- difficult for you and unfair of me to ask you to get you know seven. Yeah. seven songs seven albums so just take you know and, and and i think i mentioned it was only was it wednesday i asked you so with today's yeah. sunday it was probably you know not long ago um so how did you approach this was it was it a, was it a burden was it a task was it was it something that you felt tortured by i know you sent me no I, I, I don't so that again I, I think part of my personality is I, I tend not to get tortured by stuff i make up mm. I tend to make my mind up. Mm-hmm. I can change it. Mm-hmm. Happy to change my mind, mm-hmm. but I don't. I don't worry about the. You know, oh my God, I've got those seven. Maybe I could yeah. have been those seven. Yeah. You know, on a on a um, intellectual level, you know, there's, you know, I'd, I'd love to put in South Pacific, or right. I'd love to, you know, there's all right. sorts of other. There's, sure. there's whole worlds of genre that Absolutely. you know, Ella Fitzgerald, or there's yeah. you know, all sorts yeah. of other stuff. But what I did was went stuff it. I've gone. I've gone back to my roots. Mm-hmm. My my in, in terms of what what music was laid down early for me, yeah. So yeah. you know, so it's the it is the it is the Leonard Cohen, the Tom Waits, and all of these are Bill, um, pretty much. Oh, not not Paul. Leonard Cohen, Tom Waits, Bob Dylan. I think we've, mm-hmm. who's dropped out because he we've out gone. Well, no, he's out. He's out. Yeah. But he's, he's out, I've I've been sneaky. I've put in the band. Yes, and of course he's a guest. He's a guest on that album. Yeah, you want the whole album, which is about sixteen days long, I think, isn't it? Oh, so that's a that's fantastic be, album. We'll talk, we'll talk about that one. That's going to be good for you too. So I managed to get him. But of course, you putting putting the band in and that album. Sure. Brings you Joni Mitchell, gets, brings yeah. you Neil Young, mm-hmm. brings yeah. you all sorts of other people. Yeah. So I've snuck them in through the back door. No, that's, that's completely on, on me. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. So that's not subverting what, it too much. But I, do, I love the band anyway. But that's it. Yeah. That's so I've gone. So it's gone to, you know, back to Bowie, of course. Yeah. So that was your and, well, and, and you could pick any album or any. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm really, you know, don't don't you worry. I've got I've got several questions I want to ask you about yeah. that choice in particular. Um, so all right, so you 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 go back to that sort of. Um, that sort of golden glow of of, yeah. uh, of songs that mean a lot to you from yeah. a certain period in life, and you also went to the and the fantastic. I have to. I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt. Yeah, yeah, sure, so, please. So I was having this conversation with Morris, my my, yes. my oldest son, yeah. again. You know, quite a number of years ago, and and I made this stupid comment to him that, and, and you you will laugh at this that you know there's 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 no good music written anymore. <laughs> And, and I just, I'm sorry, I just you did, did laugh. laugh. Yes, you yeah, did I laugh. You know, so I'm, I know I've got, what you mean. I've got this other thing inside me that you know, all the great stuff was was has been done. Yeah, the world's the world's dry. The world is dry, and um, Morris sort of smiled and listened and nodded, and he's you know, he's probably eighteen, nineteen at this point. Mm, mm. He came back three days later with an A4 sheet of paper oh. filled both sides with band names. God love him. Where he said to me, Dad, you might want to have a listen to some of these. Yeah, that's a bit. That's a bit. Um, that's a bit unfocused, though, isn't he? You know, to give you a list of sixty names and go right, fill your boots. Well, he should have said, "Right, listen to this one. This is amazing," or whatever. Yeah, that no, he did. He, he pointed. He, did? he directed okay. me to to a couple, but he um, any stick? Did any of them uh, no, make it really. through? They just listen, <laughs> they just sound like old stuff. <laughs> good, good on him. Who was it? Who good was on him it? for yeah. trying, though. Oh, 
I, I have to remember the band that he it will come back to me it will come back to me but there was a particular band that he absolutely loved that sounded a bit like the you know all the psychedelic stuff that we used to listen to in the 80s sure you know? but, I mean there's, that's another favourite question of mine is is um, oh, it's more just a, a discussion point really than a question but um, you know there's this idea that um, that Foz actually presented to me you know Mike um, about you know, I, he's, he's he's like he's he's my agent, um, and he's always. So, oh, have you heard this? And have you heard that? Yeah. And and it just and, and I, it's a joke. I said, oh, would you stop telling me new bands? I don't have time. Yeah, I've got enough stuff to listen to. And by the way, I like to listen to the same. You know, there's certain albums probably in their hundreds yeah. that I could listen to again and again and again yeah. and get more from it. And he says, yeah, you're more of a, you know, it's um, it's a depth versus breadth thing. And you're very much like talking to me. You're very much into the depth, as in listening to things deeply yeah. and over and over, as opposed to the the the, the whole you know breadth of, or trying to approach that's impossible. But you, you, I know that you must be someone that because we've just heard how Leonard Cohen deeply affects you. Mm-hmm. Who can go back to the same songs and the same albums oh, over and over absolutely. again? Yeah, yeah, and get more from it. And, yeah. and is that does that become about the music though, or is it always about the lyrics? Oh no, the music, the music comes in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's not. Mm-hmm. I don't care about the mm-hmm. music. Absolutely, the music comes in. Yeah, I just kicked the mic. Yeah, you, anyway, like a pro, <laughs> mate. You. So, um, Too well, yeah. you know, I get the uh, that that is that's really important. But I also understand the limitation of my approach, and I, and sometimes I'm a bit sad about it. You know, I sort of think well, right. it would be nice to to put yeah. to put breath. And and I have you know over over the years I have added breath. You know, the pulper in there. Yeah, so yeah, for example, yeah. I did have Radiohead, but yeah, I, I was sad I, I that you to, took that. I away. had to take that one out. Yeah, that was a great choice, shame. Um, all right, so well, let's 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 um, dance into the second one then, because it might be, you know, again, it's a bit of a coincidence because I always uh, mention Tom Waits and Leonard Cohen in the same breath, breath, yeah. sorry, breath. Um, uh, as in, I understand that you know, Tom Waits. Some people love his voice, and and and. And I, absolutely, they they surround themselves with good musicians. I understand that, but I think that people get a lot from the lyrics of Tom Waits. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I've got a big a Tom Waits hole in my my musical knowledge. So why did you why did you pick this one in particular? Yeah. Um, and what uh, is it? Tell us what it is. Sorry. Well, I picked. I've actually gone for the wrong one. Yes, this is where we can change it. Where you've gone. So so this one. You can change it. Yeah, sure. Of course you can. It's your interview, mate. So, um, so I'd go for Small Change, the album Small Change. Okay. I'll just while you're talking, I'm going to find it so I could, so we can actually listen to it. So the the album is Small Change. And yeah, this cool. song. <laughs> I need to look at. Do it. you need to look at it? Um, I need to look at it as well. I, I think it's Tom. No, it's not Tom Trowbert's Blues. It's the one. It might be the one after that, but it's. Just a fantastic piece of poetry again. But the, the, the so the small change album. Yeah. So with, I'm sitting in the lounge. I'm age 13, 14. Bill's mate Jim is round. Jim also has got hair down to his hair down to his bum at this point, as as is Bill. And, this is uh, an important fact. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's anyway. It's part, I've got to say you've got fine head of hair still, so you're part, fine. Part of the upbringing. You're good. Bill's hair is now very short, of course, a bit a bit cropped like mine. Anyway, so um, and and Jim comes in, sort of saying, "You've got to listen to this. You've got to listen to this album." What year is this? Oh, this is We're well, talking, 1976. I'm, I'm this is yeah. So yeah, so I'm for. 1976 I'm 15 mm-hmm. so, they, so, they, so he puts it on mm-hmm. 
and the first response is to laugh at it. Okay, because okay. of his voice. It's to laugh at it because of the voice. Because he the, sounds what, drunk and all what that. What the hell is this yeah. that you, you've put on? You sure. know, and it's just... And then, so let's listen to it. Played played it all the way through. We, you know, we sat and listened to it and yeah. did what we were doing. And, um, you know, then played it a couple of times and a couple of times. And so, then just, so immediately went, drop the needle again? Or, no, 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 no. So, so over, over a period of so time. So you, you kept the album and you kept yeah, listening to it? Okay. Kept playing yep. it. Mm-hmm. And, or Bill kept playing it. And mm-hmm. then just you know, just saw the richness and, 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 right. and one of the things my mum always used to say to me was that music that you like first time is always crap. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah okay. That's a, that's <laughs> which, a, no, no, I, 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 I get that. I understand. Yeah, that was her thought. You know, possibly, uh, it might, that she might've meant as well that, you know, the surface sheen, uh, might, might just be that it might just be a surface yeah. sheen and there's not something deeper to it perhaps. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but, and, and this is absolutely, Tom Waits is absolutely someone that fits, you know, the, the, the opposite there's the, is the opposite. You, you have to listen to him and you have to. And you chose, did you say small change from this album? No, or, no. no. Which, which Can one you did you want? Yeah, yeah, sure. Hang on. Um, also, just so you don't have to, cause you're in such a perfect position. We've got Tom Traubert's blues, step right up, jitterbug boy, I wish I was in New Orleans. The piano has been drinking, not me. Yeah. Invitation to the blues. Pasties or pasties and a G-string at the two o'clock club. Bad liver and a broken heart. Bad liver and a broken heart. Is that the one? That's the one. <laughs> That's the one. Okay. So, okay. So this took you a few listens to get into. Yeah. And and what was it that snared you with this? Because presumably your liver was absolutely fine as a 13-year-old. As a 15-year-old. So it, it was the lyric 15-year-old. So I was getting a bit hammered at that point. Right. Um, it was getting a bit hammered at that point. So this one, I've got a bad limb and a broken heart. I drunk me a river since you tore me apart. Okay. I, I ain't got a drinking problem except when I can't get a drink. Okay. Wish you'd known her. She was quite a, we were quite a pair. She was soft as a razor. Sorry, soft, sharp as a razor and soft as a prayer. Okay. So as a 15-year-old, that spoke to you. Oh, sh- Did you, you just had your heart broken already? Oh, I'd had, from the age of 10, yeah. I was getting my heart broken. Okay. <laughs> That's, that's interesting. So you identified with those lyrics, yeah, which are not traditionally what fifteen-year-old boys would uh, sort of align themselves. Think? Well, maybe listening maybe. to, but maybe not um, quite aligning themselves with the sort of misery of the uh, broken yeah. heart and the and the drunkenness that that, yeah. that some people use as a tool to go yeah. along with it. Interesting man, Paul. Anyway, we won't go there yet. Have okay, do you want to listen to, listen listen to that now? Put it on. Now, now that I've sung it for the, for the we'll anyone, see if you got the, anyone who's still listening, uh, yeah, we've got, let's see if we got the quote right. Anyway, here we go. Continuing saga 
She was my better half And I was just a dog And so here I am slumped I've been chipping, I've been chumped on my stool So buy this fool Some spirits and libations It's these railroad station bars Thanks, mate. That's that's um, you know, as I always say there's there's a very long list of reasons for me doing this, and one of them is to be exposed to uh, great new great music that I wasn't really aware of. And you know, I think I've heard about you know fans of Tom White saying that this is you know one of his most popular albums, and I, I see why. That was I said to you then that I just thought, wow, Frank Sinatra. I don't know if he ever did a version, but he should have done. Mm. You know that that was just one of those. 
yeah, one for my baby, one more for the road. Yeah. He's sitting in a bar telling the barman he's, you know, he's... Yeah. Bit more, a bit more gritty than anything Sinatra would have sung about, I think. Ooh. Quite a lot more gritty. <laughs> okay, all right. Your interview, I'm not going to argue. Yeah, no. Um, no, I, and, I, and redolent of Casablanca as well. Yeah, all, I mean, all of that. very cheeky. The intro to have and the, the uh, outro. Time yeah. goes by. And, yeah. yeah. But, you know, um, being forced in the nicest possible way by you to, to actually listen to the lyrics. I get it. It was very, I mean, so deceptively, um, so, so it's so very hard to write good lyrics in songs, you know? Um, and, and to, uh, just those, those, what's the one I remember? Yeah. Just to call it, um, I can't remember, but a railway bar. Yeah. And immediately you go, okay, bang, that's a certain type of situation, a certain type of drinking, and, yeah. you know, travel, you know, mm. railway, cheap, cheap, rail, cheap yeah. you know, there's always a time thing going on there. Railway, railway bars have got their own kind of uh, universe, haven't yeah. they? Very, very good. Thanks, mate. So, all right. So Tom, Tom and Leonard is the, is the pattern uh, for the teenage, <laughs> the teenage pool. <laughs> it was a happy teenage. Yeah. Uh, I had a, you know, there was a, where, where to start was it well let me let me try and let me try and tiptoe through this stuff so um uh, you can say the words that you you put you put in your pro forma in in terms of a description of your your biological father but yeah. he he takes off when you're 11 yeah so he so i'll i'll start at the start is that is that all right? we've got time Please should i do, do that do it so this is your so i was born in stepney Sorry. born in born in london hospital mm-hmm. in stepney my proper mom, Cockney, we, proper Cockney. We're Jewish. Mum and dad both both Jewish. Mm-hmm. Both, um, you know, the sets of families came from Romania on one hand, on my father's side, and from um, Russia on, on my mum's side. Let me interject. When 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 did your between, ancestors arrive in London? Yeah, between uh, 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 around nineteen hundred. Mm-hmm. So this some, would be your great my great grandparents came to London as young adults. Yes. Or uh, yeah, as young adults or as adults, we'll the distinction being they weren't fleeing Hitler and, no. and those guys. They they came before that. Well, they came. Well, the Russian the Russians are the. the well, there's stuff. a lot of there's a lot of of you know there's pogroms all through Russia. Mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. Romania from 1870 introduced mm-hmm. a lot of anti-Jewish, anti-Semitic. Uh, I'm just writing about this at the moment. Actually, yeah, but I can, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah, you're great. You're later. writing your great grandmother's story. Story. Yeah, mm. I'm writing, writing a, a book about my great grandmother, but that's mm. a that's a different story. Mm. But the so born in born in Stepney. Yep. Lived in a um, mum had a, a little hairdressing salon on on Salmon Lane. If if anyone knows Salmon Lane, but it's half part of Stepney. Lane. Yeah. Um, and we live in the in the little shop above. So mm-hmm. in the you know in the one or two room. Um, in an apartment or flat that's that's above it. Mm-hmm. Dad was um, never worked. Basically, he'd been he was quite ill when he was. He almost died when he was about seventeen. He had colitis quite oh. badly, and um, but he was a lazy fucker, <laughs> and so he didn't right. he didn't work. He, he basically used to womanize rather rather than work. So um, so from by the age of ten, he'd left us a couple of times and come back. Off with women. Off, other, other off, women. off with other women. Mm. Yeah. So um, they, 
the second well the second time he came back i was taken around to the um the the, the flat that he was living in with the other woman oh my god to, to help him pack you know like jesus christ you're you're, you're I'm age ten, nine or ten, nine, nine or ten at this point you know and it's been <clears> my <throat> making a point i think but right. and then oh she sent you around well to she took she was there as well oh my god she, yeah it was just fantastic stuff for, for, and this is in the east end as well this the, is all, all in the east end all. so presumably all, the neighbours all knew about it it was all oh no not sure yeah don't, don't know right don't right. know you know a bit too a bit too too young anyway then wind the clock forward to you know a year or two and one day he we find all of his checkbook stubs and he used to write all his um he was very meticulous on his banking mm. and he wrote all these household goods on the checkbook stubs none of which were in our house so what he'd been doing was any money he had got, he'd been yeah. buying things for his girlfriend's place. Oh. Anyway, so mum then then booted him out for the final time. So you find an, a, a, an empty or almost empty book of checks. Yeah, remember the old checkbook? I, no- I, I do. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm explaining this for people that possibly don't. But on the there was a, there was the main part of the check, and then there was a there was a serrated yeah. uh, thing separating, the, and the stub was what was left behind. And yeah. what we used to what one would do was you wrote you know electricity. 20 quid and if the check went yeah. to that you'd write electricity 20 right. quid to remind you what it was that's right on the left that's all of it so we um you know through this period we'd had we'd had furniture repossessed from our house gosh we, you know we, we were pretty poor we'd had um we used to hide from the milkman so oh, the milkman used to come around and God. we'd you know we'd hide behind the furniture so they wouldn't know you're in <laughs> and um so we, we, we were pretty poor growing grow it wasn't yeah. it wasn't a and your mum's working to bring mum's, the money in. mum's working to bring your the dad's money not in. working he's not you know so he's a black taxi driver so he's going out in the morning yeah not actually going to work and coming yeah. overnight saying it was a terrible day sort of stuff and drunk as well no i didn't drink but it was violent so mm. he, he would but he wouldn't hit he would hit my mum and hit my brother and sister who were both younger right but not me. Right. Anyway, so, um, and we, we think it's probably, you know, because I'd have been the biggest and, you know, would have grown up the first. So even at nine, he was he was, a, he was a total coward in terms of yeah, we just think the... Yeah, so. so. Anyway, so... Um, there's a, uh, I'm not sure where this was, the point of this was, but we'll get. To, it was it was about having well, a, a miserable childhood and, and all that sort of stuff. I think, or, or why you get into well, maybe, Tom Waits later. Maybe we're rolling into the, the you know when the the sunshine part in the clouds with Bill arriving yeah, in yeah. your life potentially. A bit of that, if you want to frame it. So so, so um, and then when 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 she finally threw him out, she she put us on the um, we we'd moved by now to Gents Hill, so mm. out to um. Very posh part of <laughs> part of London, <laughs> with the Gansel Odeon, If you remember the Gansel even Odeon. closer to where I, I was born and brought that's, up. That's right, which yeah. is um, in the Gansel Odeon now apartments, I think. But a long, so, long time gone. So, so around about seventy one or so. You, you... Yeah, seventy one, seventy two. So mm-hmm. we're sitting on the stairs, and she's got all these bags packed at the, at the at, by the front door, and um, you know, she, I remember saying to us kids, you know, I've sat you down here so you can watch him go, okay. to, and you've got to know he's never coming back. So, um, and, then, and how old are your brother and sister at that stage? If I was if I was ten, eleven, if I was eleven, my sister would have been eight, and my brother six. Yeah. So, so, um, so just that, just to just to just to pause on that for a second. Do you ever, um, you know, as, as we've heard, you've got two grown up children, and 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 then two two younger children. Yeah. Um, do you ever think about the? Um, the perception of a young child, the the ability of a young child to understand and to remember and to 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 notice things, traumatic or otherwise, in yeah. their lives. Because you know, there's that, there's that thing. Of, oh, you know, they're, they're five or six; they don't really know what's going on. But I'm I'm going to guess that your brother and sister 
and certainly you yeah. knew exactly what was oh, going on. Oh, my brother on. didn't talk. My brother didn't talk. They, they had him down as educationally subnormal because, right. you know, he was Just completely, yeah, detached at school. Do you remember that? Do you remember that as his older brother? Not, no. No, I don't really remember that. Mm. But we used to, so we, we, we got to that point, he left. We uh, we saw him every, you know, every few Saturdays we'd see him, but yeah. he was... He was an arsehole, basically. They went through the divorce process? They, they, they did the divorce. He tried to get the house off us. You know, it was yeah. all really... He, he cleared out all our bank accounts when we were... So he left. I, I had £27 in a um, oh. little Halifax savings account. And remember seeing the empty... You know, it, the, the balance is all cleared out. <laughs> took, so yeah, took his son's 27 quid. Yeah, I know. So, so stuff you remember wow. your whole life. So when, when you asked me, do you... Um, We'll, we'll, we'll hopefully we'll get to this, but the um, well, I don't know. Maybe I hope we don't get to this. But with, so with Morris and Libby later, yeah. when I got divorced from their mum, your children, your absolutely, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm conscious of the trauma that I've put them through. Mm. You know, and and regret. You know, re- regret in some ways, pleased in others because I think they're better off because of how we've ended up. Sure, but that's a you know, there's a, there's 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 really. Do you remember how that. you? Do you remember at the, and, and we don't have to talk about this at all, but so my mum so my mum used to yeah, sorry, mom, so my mum used to she she was then working in British Telecom in London, so she'd she'd go off early in the morning. I would have to get the brother and sister ready for school, so I'd give them breakfast, mm. get them dressed for school, you know, and walk them down to the local um, primary school mm. where we all went to. So like surrogate dad for a well for a moment. A, and well, the same same at night time, you know, mm. night time I'd be I'd be doing the dinners. Latchkey kids. Before, yeah, mum was, I remember her being, you know, guilty about it, but mm. what else could she do? You know, we yes. we had to, we had to have money because otherwise That's the mortgage right. wasn't get paid. That's and right. Would have been no food. That's right. So it was a, um, it was quite a tough period of time. And there was some, you know, things happened that were, you know, I remember that weren't, you know, weren't great, but, um, but very difficult and very difficult With, with him, you mean, like with, with him coming back sort of no, stuff? Well, or? no, he was... <clears throat> He was more or less gone. Last time I saw him was the, a week before my 13th birthday. You haven't seen him at all since then? No, well, no I, well, I saw him once in a lift in um, when we went to High Court for him. He was, you know, remember, you know the ones in um, on the embankment? Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we, we actually went all the way to the High Court to get the house settled oh. when I was 17. I was in a lift with him and he ignored me. And then I, um, oh, goodness, this is, this is, I phoned, he had three, he had three new daughters later. And when oh. I first got to Australia, my with bloody Friends Reunited and all these mm. bloody websites that mm-hmm. spring up, yeah. it enables people to track each other down. Sure. So my sister tracked down the three sisters yeah. and lots of others. And they, and she also started talking to my dad, as did, as did my younger brother, right. which I was very annoyed about. Mm. And um, But I started talking to the sisters because right. it wasn't nothing to do with them. And I've just, you know, they, they're good. You know, they're, 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 they're all in London? They're all, no, no, they're in Manchester and mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're through they're through northern England. And um, one of the eldest, one of the sisters was living with my dad, which I knew. And I phoned her one day. And of course he answered. Mm. And I and I said to her, you know, would you, I said to him, can you take a message for Shoshana, her name is. And... Um, he said yes and I said it's her brother and he said yes so I said you know who this is and he said yes I'll give him the message and hung up and that was when I was I was I was 40 I was almost 40 mm. and I remember crying mm. afterwards mm. and I rang my mum in England 
who was furious <laughs> with the tears. Not with not with me. With tears of anger, or was it was it was it no. just you couldn't believe the callousness and the no, coldness it's of, still of the that man? Shit that far, you know, the parents yeah. hold inside us. Yeah, that well, place that if you know, I think if you know if there'd have been a, a slightly different conversation, you may have ended up forgiving. You know, I see. Gosh. Moving forward, so you so those 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 are just. They were tears bubbling up from your very deepest place, your brainstem, just like you can't hold back or rationalise or explain, but just that conversation with him. Yeah, and annoyed at yourself. Yeah. That had any, you know, how the hell does this bastard have any impact on you still? Yeah. Anyway, but then, of course, wind the clock forward slightly, you know, mum died, Mm. and then I cut off all links with the sisters. Okay. So I just thought, stuff it. I don't, I don't, I don't want any of them in my life at all. Yeah. So, and also there's a bit of guilt with Bill, which he he certainly doesn't want me to be guilty about. But you but, know, he, his his place is is preeminent in, I, in my life anyway. But get what? Yeah, but how could you be? Well, because Bill's my dad. Yeah. So why 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 would you? I mean, it's it's already to everybody listening. It's come across loud and clear that the esteem you hold him in. So why yeah. what what have you got to feel guilty about? Well, because because he's my, he's my dad. Yeah. And if I'm reconnecting with my old dad and his family, you know, is there a would Bill mind? No, no, he doesn't. No, no, I don't think he minds, and I don't think no. he would mind. <laughs> no, but it's, I'm not. I'm not talking about what's rational. I'm no, it's the guilt. About, yeah, I, I understand. I, yeah. I, I, I very much understand what you're saying yeah. about about that. But it might also have been that I quite wanted to be able to just go stuff this. Mm. I want to clean. You know, I'm mm. going to clean that all out. And that was me cleaning it out. And so, your biological father still alive? As far as I know, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know, know anymore. Yeah. yeah. When you, so, and, and again, like we'll, we'll we'll change tack completely if you don't want to talk about this. But when your when your marriage ended, and um, and you just you you mentioned like negotiating, navigating through those stormy waters, and and giving you thoughts about, um, you know, your own situation, which is obviously completely different. But did you, do you remember what your, like you, you weren't meditating there and what was your sort of approach to it in your mind? Like, how did you, cause there must've been some tough days to, uh, to negotiate. Yeah. And there were levels of levels of tough as well. There's different, different levels. Yeah. I should say, look, I, was, I, I married, I married Leanne in, um, met her in London. Mm when I was working at British Telecom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This was in, goodness me, just after I'd finished university. So I was about 86. Mm-hmm. We're going back to 86, 87. Mm-hmm. We, we travelled for a couple of years. So we travelled through, you know, we did the Europe, Asia, Africa. Yeah. Thing. Before but, backpacking became popular, you did the you did a lot of travelling. Yeah, we did couple, couple, two years, mm-hmm. which is just fantastic. So Living on what, by the way, just to... Well, she was fantastic with money. So she would... Oh, she, <laughs> she had a... She can, but you were, the, you were the accountant, though, right? Yeah, but she controlled the money. <laughs> she was, that's, that's her skill set. That's okay, her skill set. okay. So, yeah, so we, we were together for not quite 10 years. We had two kids, mm-hmm. um, Morris and Libby. They were very young. Uh, I was very unha- I was unhappy with that. We had different different values. Sure. Yeah, so the values that, that made the money stretch while we were travelling uh, weren't the values that I wanted to live with when I was <laughs> when I was settled and working. So you're in Wellington. We're in Wellington. A couple of young kids. A couple of very young kids. So aged, I think they were probably, I think they were five and two mm. when I split up with her. Mm. So, I, so I left. So mm. very, yeah, absolute, you know. But history wasn't repeating because the, no. the thing that I was well, I've always held on to is that you, you know I can, I can stop being the husband of Leanne mm. but I'm not going to stop being the father of, of, of Morris and Libby yeah yeah you know so that's that's something that is you know 
and because of the experience that I went through, mm. that wasn't going to happen. Albeit, the tr- you know the trauma you put them through by yeah. s- by separating. Yeah, and then I wind the clock forward a couple of years. So Morris is seven, Lib is four. Leanne decides to move to Australia. Mm. So she tells me she's moving to Australia. You're still in Wellington. We're, we're all in Wellington. You're all in Wellington. All yeah. in Wellington. And and this was when people could do that. Mm. Now now all the mm. all, my understanding is that the legislation's changed in terms of immigration. In, well, no, in terms of, of separating oh, parents. Sorry. Right. So if you're separated as a oh. couple and you've got kids, yep. you can't you can't just up sticks and take them off gotcha. to another part of the country or right. another country. Mm-hmm. There has to be some mutual agreements and stuff. Sure. Anyway, so she tells me she's coming to. To probably Melbourne was the was the thing. Mm-hmm. So I look for work in Melbourne. Oh. So I find I find a job in Melbourne. I get to the point of you know a couple of weeks out from coming across. She tells me she's not going anymore. Oh, is that oh. What, is that how it happened? That's how it happened. Right, so, right, so I'm right, sitting. Right. So I've got this decision. What do I do? You know, I think she she wants to go. She's always talked about moving to Australia. Yeah. So I think I'm pretty certain she wants to go. Yeah. I'm thinking if I if I go, she's going to come. If I don't right. go, she's going to go anyway. <laughs> so I come across to Australia. Mm. So that week before I went across, so what, what, what I'd organised was I was going to fly back to Wellington every two weeks. I see, yeah. So I flew back on the Friday or the Thursday or the Friday, mm. stayed till the Sunday, mm-hmm. and then got the very, uh, you know, there's a, there's a red eye back into Melbourne that gets in about seven o'clock on a, oh my goodness. On a Monday morning. So where, where are you working in, in Melbourne? This I was at Medibank uh-huh. at this point. Anyway, mm-hmm. I, was, I was only there for a short period. It's mm-hmm. before Barwon. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um, I remember going into Morris's bedroom. So he's age seven. He's in his bed. You know, so I'd, got, I'd taken him home for the night. She'd put him into bed. I'd gone in. And it was reasonably amicable with Leanne. You know, mm-hmm. it, wasn't a, mm-hmm. it wasn't a, um, you know. He kept it civilised. It was civilised. It wasn't friendly, but mm-hmm. it, it, it was it was civilised. And um, <clears throat> and I remember Morris looked at me and he went, Daddy, who's going to look after me? <sighs> and I just, you know, and I, so I showed him the tickets. I'd already bought the tickets from my first flight back mm. to show him that I'm, no, no, I'm coming back. And you can see me, you know, nearly the same as you'd see me anyway. But I just, you know, even today I say that and my, oh, yeah. <laughs> my stomach knots. And and so 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 that's why I say there's levels of, you know, the first trauma separating. Mm. And the second is this in another bloody country. Yeah. But the, the great thing was we had, um, I actually counted, I had 30% of custody from Melbourne with them in New Zealand. So I had 30% of the time 30%. I was with them, which is, is you know, not it's not 50%, but it's it's a, it's not disconnecting from your kids. And um, I think three years later, he asked his mum to come and live with me. Oh, he was 10. He was 10. And she said he couldn't, but he could the year after if he still wanted to. And so when he was 11, he When came. he started like senior school or something. Well, she just or, said, well, in any year's time, you know, I think she just paid it, it off for a year. Yeah. And um, when he was 11, he came across. And so he moved across when he was 11. And um, which is ironically the time when your dad left you yeah, yeah exactly all of that so and and i'll get we'll come on to elizabeth in a moment but so morris morris comes across when he's 11 uh, and the next period i keep going back i take him back to wellington with me so he can see his mum 
and I see Libby mm. and it wasn't, it wasn't quite as much. It was like every three weeks, not every two right. weeks, but it was, it was pretty regular. And then Libby, when she was 10, I got a call from her, um, one Christmas saying that mum wants her to go. Can she come and live with me? Right. So mum wants her to go. Why? She had been fighting, you know, right. girl, girls and mums. A preteen thing. Yeah. So again, when I remember standing in the airport when Morris was coming and my mum had said, there's no way she's going to let him come. You know, no mother lets their, lets their son, you know, do that. And I remember standing there thinking, I'm going to be broken hearted here. He's not going to, he's not going to actually come. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there he was. And there he was. And then a, a couple of years later, li- there was Libby. And so, but the fa- the fabulous story. So, that, so is Elizabeth. One sec. Did you have any, sorry, before, pardon, pardon me. Um, yeah. Did you, and this is perhaps not, again, not a fair question, certainly not one you need to answer, but did you have any sense of um, concern for Leanne's heart, you know, at that stage, farewelling her children at the airport like i know you i know your relationship and, and please plead yeah. the plead the 10th or whatever it's the so, look, so while while um there were the relationship was really somebody civil there were some pretty ugly things inside it okay that she'd gone after me okay for things okay. And, and done stuff so but okay my heart was reasonably hardened enough said yeah, yeah <laughs> okay enough said enough said I, yeah and it was better for the kids and and there were yeah. Yeah, there was there was better for the kids. There was mm. stuff mm. that they needed to be out of. So there was a there was a, a certain and, and there was of... some settled. So they'd move schools a lot. For yeah, example. okay, okay. And what I'd said to both some, kids some is stability. That you come here, there will be no sure. You're not changing. You're not moving schools. You yeah. go to a school. You're staying at a school. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so so poor so Elizabeth. So let's come on to Elizabeth. So okay. I've, so I've, I've met this this so your darling wife, this beautiful woman. So yeah. we're going back 2004. We're at now. 2004. Yeah, 2000. So this beautiful woman and. um you're in Geelong by now? Um, yeah, I'm in Geelong. 2002, I'm, so I was commuting to Geelong from 2002 to 2004. To work in To Barwon? work at Barwon. Yep. I, I didn't want to move to Geelong. Right. Because I thought I'd get stuck here. Understandable. So I thought I'll, I'll commute. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going to move. Anyway, sure. so so I met Elizabeth. I met her at, we, we sort of had this sort of flirty relationship for a few months. Yeah. At, at work. Yeah. And I, I wrote her a poem. I wrote her a poem. I met a cardiologist by the pie warmer. Because she, she, I went, I went and got a pie, and and she and and we'd been sort of flirting a little bit, and she, and she looked at, and she was in the cafe at the same time, yeah. And she gave me that look, you know, Elizabeth, the food. My, my family call her the food police because she's, you know, she's a cardiologist. Cause, yeah, because she doesn't want people to be furring up their arteries with with that's crappy. That's right. She's very, she's very hot on sure. food, as sure. she as is, and is, which is a good thing. No pun intended. So, so she, so she looks at me. I put the pie back and go and get a sandwich. <laughs> so, so I wrote, her, I wrote her a poem accordingly. She's yeah. the first poem I wrote. Her. Yeah. Anyway, so there's, there's, so I start going out with her. We, I am. Um, Eventually, ask her out, and we go out for we go out for a meal on on January the ninth, two thousand and four. So we're coming up for our fifteenth fifteenth anniversary of you 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 mark the anniversary of when you went out on a first date. Yeah, well, no, the first date, and then when we got engaged, and then when we got married, and our birthday. All right, for all those men out there, that's not normal. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but good for you, mate. Well good done. For me. Thank you very much. Husband and, of the month. Anyway, so yeah. um, so so we we go out for. We got for dinner to Growlers in Torquay. Okay, yep, still there. And I've and I've 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 driven all around Geelong looking for the right restaurant. Okay, and found, yeah. and found Growlers and made a yeah made made a um yeah first kiss on the beach on outside it. Sounds yeah. idyllic. On, yeah. You know, moonlight night, beautiful. Okay. The next night I'm in Melbourne. We um you know I give her a ring and say, "Do you want to get the pictures?" 
So we go. Oh, we sick of giving her a ring. I was like, what? No, no, <laughs> okay, you gave her a call. call. You phoned her. her. A call. <laughs> and we, we go to pictures. Yeah. So we, and we go, it's crap. Cold Mountain. What a shit film. Uh, what terrible film. Anyway. Cowboys. That was terrible. Anyway, can't even remember. Yeah, yeah, okay. But on the Sunday, that's when Morris is coming to live with me. Mm. Okay. So there's Elizabeth. She's a consultant. She's There's her and her dog, basically, Emma, the German short-head pointer. So that's it. So she's in Geelong. There's her and her dog. Life's all sorted, elegant. You know, she's an international ice skating judge. She's the that's cardiologist. Right. Yeah, she yeah. does all that, yeah, you know, yeah, all the yeah. conferences, all the events. Yeah. No, yeah. no encumbrances. Yeah. And then, so the Sunday, Morris and Libby... Come, Morris comes over to move in with me mm. and Libby comes across for the start of the, the summer holidays. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she's, she's coming across for three weeks. So the... the Just do that. So the... So the <laughs> See, sorry, buddy. Yep. So the Friday night we go out for our first meal. Saturday night we go to pictures. Sunday the kids come round. The Monday night I take them down to Geelong to meet Elizabeth. Right. And we basically stayed and never moved out. So, oh. so, she, so she goes from being the sort of consultant with her life all sorted yeah. to chaos. Really made family. Okay, absolute chaos. Girl who's, girl who's just been fighting with her biological mum and is about to go into teenage years and, and all, all of that. that stuff. All that yeah. stuff ahead of you. So a lot, isn't it? Have you, actually, well, now let me, let me just ask this one question. Have you got many or any mates that have never got married, never had kids? I do. Yeah, I do. I've got a guy I used to work for in British Telecom. Mm. He's, he has, he has, he's got married once, very late. and No children. No children, yeah. Still with the, still married? Or? No, no, they're, no, they're separated. How, do you ever, just, just, is your close mate, do you speak too much? Um, you know, you know the mates in England where you, so I haven't got many mates left in England that I still catch up with because mm-hmm. I culled them down. You know, I sort mm-hmm. of did the, I want to see... A few people. Every lots. time you go back, you want to just I don't yeah, do quality. Because what happens is mm-hmm. you, you end up going home. Yep, yep. And you Monday night is that group. Tuesday night yep, is that group. Yep, Wednesday yep. night is that you know. And it and it's just silly. And it's always in a pub. And it's not. Well, it's also it's it's not. It's superficial, mm-hmm. or it can be superficial. Mm-hmm. So I've sort of yep. decided I've got a group of friends that I see. Yep. So Martin's one of my mates that I, I see. John's another one who's not never got married. Same. Okay. So you got same two. Group, one in England. One two, in, two of them in England. That's right. Two in England. Two in England. Okay. And so, um, but when we go back, it's like we were there yesterday. Yeah, yeah, they're you good know, friends. They're good. Yeah. Have you have you uh, have you formulated any sort of opinion about that sort of that? Um, what's well, not an approach that just happens to some people, isn't it? That they they do pass through life unencumbered by the by the awful terror of something happening to their children. You know, by the by the day to day. You know, everything financial uh, to sound you know stresses and everything else you yeah. know like the life of a single man or, or a bachelor or whatever you want to call it is different yeah. to the it's just so obvious but i'll yeah. say of, of a married man with children yeah. well, same you, single woman and quite, woman, quite exactly the same yeah so have you have you had that sort of discussion about oh you don't know what you're missing out on mate you no, know no you tend to yeah, no, you tend, you know, everybody's got their reasons mm-hmm. for, you know, for, for not partnering up, if that's the case. Some people partner up, but they can't have kids. You know, there's yes, all sorts of, course. of, you know, permutations on this. Yeah. Um, I mean, my mate, John, is a is a fantastic, you know, psychologist. <laughs> yeah. He was a... He was a um, and John might listen to this, by the way, so wherever yeah, you're about so, to say. So I won't, he, he won't listen to this, I don't think. But anyway, I won't, I won't say it, but... Mm. 
you know, he used to be a, a, a first division footballer. He played oh. for Nottingham Forest. Did he? Yeah, and he got he played a couple of games in the first team when they won the European when, when, when Cluffy Euro- was when in they charge. Won the European Cup. Eighty one, eighty two, and he and he ran into a goalpost, scoring a goal. Uh, it was a prolific goal. You told scorer. me this. Yes, never played again. That was it. Yeah, and he then I met him at British Telecom where we yeah, worked. Yeah, and he but he was basically he'd had he'd had a certain type of experience with women because of his yeah. because of him being a professional footballer yeah, yeah. that really soured him huh. you know so there was a you know so everyone's got different reasons yeah, for yeah. you know decisions anyway well you're but you're you're so you're sorry to bring this up but you're 56 I am 56 that's right now I nearly said 57 I'm 50 yeah, not quite. next month but you know we so moving through the stages of life and and you know there's there's always that thing, isn't there? You know, and about ch- having children and who's going to look after you when you're old. And, well, and nowadays people just get stuck in nursing yeah. homes. Anyway, can I say something else? You can say anything you want. Mate. Hold, hold that thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't swap one moment of my four kids, though. No, of course not. No, no. See, so of the, course not. So the, is that what you thought I was getting at? I'm not. I'm not saying I just wish. What the thing about? No, yeah. No, no, I'm not getting at that. Are you not getting? No, that no, 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 no. To be clear, I wasn't. No, of course. And not. all the worries that come with it, yeah, and are as nothing to all the all the. And it sounds like very trite, but there, there is nothing to all the joy that comes with it. Of course, I suppose you know, what I was more getting at, and, 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 and it's hard to sort of ask or to bring this point up without it being just without trying to lead you into an answer. But yeah. there's a one opinion or one point of view is that to not do. You know, to jump in and to 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 go through, you know, marriage or relationship if you're not into marriage and and children and fatherhood and and all of that is to not complete in some way uh, your development as an yeah. adult. You know, the the concerns that you have as a as a as a single man, whether you're 25 or yeah. or, or 65, are somehow oh, frivolous, but. Um, they just don't matter as much, you know. Like yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. Is that is that a view to what you subscribe? That's a leading question. I'm sorry. I'm, well, I'm bad into you. I'm a barely developed adult anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, so thank God I've got Elizabeth and four kids. Well, let's frame it differently. Let's say that, <laughs> let's say that you retain a, a playful childishness, which is which which enlivens which is, uh, which your life to everyone. I around. think I manage. Yeah. It's important, isn't it? Yeah. All right. Sorry, that was just a terrible leading question, That's but right. I think we agree on that. Right. Let's let's get to another song, shall we? And then you can get a glass of water and do a bathroom break if you need to. And I. Um, Sorry, this is uh, the sound of me opening up Paul's so what, playlist. What, what are we going next? We are well. We can. We we don't have to go to uh, uh, to the order that I've got them. But um, what have we got? What we, well, where were you going? Let's not do. Let's not do the next one because I did want to talk about the just stunning coincidence involved yeah, there. Yeah. Let's go to Rikuda, shall we? Oh, let's go to Rikuda. Let's go to Rikuda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, Bill. Again, Bill. And this one I played last night. This album. Oh, and this album you could again you could almost Did you play it like once a week anyway, or just because you knew that we'd be talking about it today? Um, no, I don't play it once a week. Mm. I play it every now and then, mm. but it just and I don't. I think it might. No, no, me playing it then triggered the email to you to right. say this has sorry this has to I be see. on it. I see. So this is this is Boomer's story. Boomer's story from Fantastic. the album. And again, Raikuda, you know what an incredible and, and he'd appeal to oh, you he's as a, the he's musician, a giant. of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And 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 never had hit singles. Always no. was one. It was his bugbear that he never had a hit single. Yeah, yeah. But supported the Stones. Support you know support. Well, they so wanted many. him to join at some stage, didn't they? they yeah. he, he, I think he even played a couple of tracks on 
I think you might have played a couple of solos for Absolutely. him. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. So Paris, Texas obviously was was yeah enormous for him. Yeah, but but this album, Boomer's Story, yeah, the album, yeah. and and I've chosen Boomer's Story, not I Like Chicken Pie, which is another okay <laughs> fantastic song on the yeah. album. So I'll um, I'll let you. So play. this again, is this is nineteen seventy two. This one. Yeah, and this is Bill again. All right. Well, let's listen to it and um, and uh, so Boomer's Story from the album Boomer's Story. Okay. Oh, 
again, you know, my gratitude for uh, turning me on. He's one of those artists that, um, you know, if you, you just look at the... If you if you go on you know whatever it is rate your music or something and go oh which one which what's a good album to start listening yeah. to Joni Mitchell you go oh Cotton damn. Spark Neil well okay all right old ladies of the Cotton Spark Canyon or whatever or um, Blue sure but oh yeah I mean oh, we can yeah. talk about that but that there is yeah there are those Signal albums you know Highway yeah. sixty one and Revisited Revolve whatever it is but you you know you look at some artists and. It's overwhelming, you know, what yeah. do you, and, and there's phases. There's Bob Dylan had his phases. Neil Young's got different. Yeah. Um, so thank you for turning me on to that because you know, every guitar player knows Ry Cooder or, or should and, and, and just how brilliant he is. What, what struck me listening to that one was that how similar it was um, in tone and vibe. I mentioned Americana, but it was kind of like Exile on Main Street era Rolling Stones, you know? Yeah. And... Um, I don't know who played on one of your songs coming up. So obviously the band and who had leave on helm. Yeah. On drums, you know, Rolling Stones famously Charlie Watts. There's, there's a deceptive, um, well, complexity or simplicity, I suppose, to those sorts of songs like that loose kind of, you know, yeah. it sounds like a bunch of musicians sitting in a room, at, you yeah. know, drinking beer. You just and, chucked it together without right, thinking. But yeah. there is so much going on with that, yeah. you know, and the musicians, you know, I don't know who the rhythm section was do you know who no. Rakuda was? Even? No, no, it wouldn't surprise me if it was somebody you know well known or at least a top session guy because that was just a really airy, natural sounding you know, yeah, it lolloped along at perfect tempo. Yeah, good. The, the other one I was going to go for it was um, was, By is, no, 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 but the same, so not you, you won't say it's the same genre, but the same mm. sort of natural fit, little feet. Oh, another okay. one that's same. Yeah, well, you know. Anyway, there you go. And so, and this is another Bill sort yeah, of album yeah. that he brought into <laughs> the amazing. Really, absolutely. This, what a giant in your life, you know. Apart from the yeah. obvious reasons that he's, you you refer to him, I think now as my real it's dad. My dad, yeah, yeah my your dad, yeah. yeah. And what you know, and what a. And you said he was twenty three. Yeah. Yeah. What a tremendous heart the guy must have, heart and soul, to come into, to, you know, ready made family. Yeah, you know, um, with an errant guy who nonetheless provided half of the uh, DNA. Yeah, uh, you know, and to to have the the sense, I, I'm, I'm going to, well, I'm going to project onto you, but to have the sense of himself, the confidence and the and the stability in his own mind and life yeah. to take that on. Well, I don't, you know, I've I thought about it a bit, you know, obviously over the years. I I actually think. We all grew up at the same time. Mm. So mm. I think my mum, Bill, <laughs> and me, mm. and Karen and Mike, my, my, my siblings, but we, we sort of grew up at the same time. And yeah. we went, you know, we, it was, it wasn't a, an, it wasn't a, a flat ride. I'm sure. Put it like that. We, sure. you know, there were lots of fights and lots of, oh, yeah. you know, stuff. Of course. I drank lots, you know, from the age about yeah. 13. Yeah, you know, right. I was, I was going down the pub with mates at the age 13. Which you, I could never understand. Do, do you remember <laughs> having kids now? Think, no, no, no. It's imagine imagine world. if the kids said to you, Look, sure, Dad, sure. I'm just, just out of the pub. We'll only be doing three rounds. It's like, I'll, yeah, I'll but we can tick off we, we, we can tick off the whole list of, of the way things are different now. For, you know, yeah. Whatever. Some things, you know, there's nothing new under the sun, is there? Let's put it that way. But then a lot of the things around society now are completely yeah. different. But do you remember at the time, do, do, do you remember us being aware that, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, this is clearly my way of, of dealing with. Yeah, you know, this is the drinking I'm talking about. Going down a pub, pub, and all the rest mm. of it. Is this was was there any sense that oh, I'm clearly processing some pretty 
yeah, turbulent stuff here. No, I had no idea. Yeah. Not till, no, I think not till decades later. Yeah. yeah. So I think I've only just started thinking about the fact that. Really? Yeah. Huh. Because you are someone that that reflects deeply and and i know that because whenever we talk we have some pretty yeah. deep conversations so you you didn't do that you didn't join the dots no until, huh. no i don't think i did isn't that interesting <laughs> yeah oh, well maybe it was deliberate maybe sure. you know it's that and you never done that and again tell me just shut me down but you never done any of the formal counseling or therapy thing anything like no. That? no deliberately no. again you don't want to go there um I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think I do my therapy in different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, so I do my therapy in different ways. I, I write, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm, I'm, we'll yeah. talk about that later, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, we'll but, um, and I think that's one way I I get some of it out. Mm-hmm. You know, I sort of mm-hmm. so some of my characters might have elements of some of this stuff. Oh, I'm that, sure. That, come, that comes through. Yeah. And that's part of, that's part of me processing, I think. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think it's, I haven't, you know, every now and then you've thought about that counselling thing, but it's, it feels a bit sort of, um, what's the word, you know, self... Self-indulgent. <laughs> indulgent in yeah. some ways, you know. So for that mm. purpose, you know, to, you know, to understand myself, you know, it sounds I understand. Bit, I you understand. know, I think I understand myself well enough, you know, and I'm, I've, I've got the... Um, yeah. The bits I like and the bits that I I, I, I smile at. <laughs> sure. And yeah, I mean, you're a smart man who's, who has thought, or clearly thought very deeply. And we, yeah, we will absolutely get to what, what you've written and what you're writing. But, um, you know, there's uh, scientifically, uh, you know, there's, there's all sorts of, you know, evidence now. But there's been, by any objective measure, in the last, what, five, ten years, there's been this kind of explosion in you need to get help, you know, you need yeah. to go to counselling, you know, you need yeah. to therapy and all of that. And it, maybe it's not for everyone. Maybe it's maybe it's not the best thing for every person that carries certain uh, traumas yeah. through life with them. I, I, I also think there's a, um, you know, the, the, the nature of living or the fact mm. of living. You're going to get to Sartre now. In itself it has, some, has some... <laughs> You know, if we, if we don't have traumas, sure. it, life's pretty boring, really. So, which and, kind and, of loops back to what I just said about people not. And I, and I think most of us, you know, would have got, you know, I've yeah. had my upbringing. Anyone mm. listening to this will have had their own upbringing. Yes. Everyone's got, you know, there are, there are sharp points and, and scars sure. and, in, all of our, in all of our backgrounds. Yeah. And I think what we're doing now is we're, we're, we're starting to medicalize sometimes. Yes. Uh, you know the, the 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 fact of being human. Yes, and I and I have a and I have a real aversion to that. Yeah. I think one of the problems we have is that we're turning out too many, mm. <laughs> too many clinicians. I know whichever 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 sort we're talking about, we can go through different examples. Mm. And I think the um, you know it, it's forcing more and more people to then go through a sort of a gravy train of mm. of treatment of some mm. sort of diagnosis and treatment mm. whether it be counseling or yes you know testing or you know what cancer mm. testing or whatever screening screening yeah i mean these whatever. are these are tricky things and, and I mean, I, it's, it's 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 like a bit of a runaway train isn't it and you know what you know it, yeah. because, especially when it's commercialized you know which is what, what kind of the point not not to denigrate your um you know the the app that you particularly yeah. find useful yeah, yeah. but 
you know, clearly there's a legion of, um, or there's legions of, of therapists now and, and, yeah. and businesses who exist to uh, take people through their, that's right. You know, their sell services. Their yeah, that's right. Well, it, it's a, um, yeah, I mean, it's a very complex, you know, area. I don't know if you, if you remember Dennis Potter. Of course. You know Dennis Potter? Yeah, so yeah, Pennies um, from Heaven, Seen yeah, Detective. Yeah, yeah, Seen Detective, yeah, yeah. So he, he died a long time ago now. He died probably in nine, eight, late 80s, Yeah, probably. Yeah, terrible psoriasis or eczema. Terrible and, psoriasis and, and eczema. He died of cancer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He did some interviews with Melvin Bragg just yeah. before he died, which oh, were just incredible interviews. Right. So if ever you get a chance to see them, sure. yep. go, go and find them. Yep. But he talks about the fact that that society we, we're no longer citizens mm. okay so we're no longer citizens we're now consumers mm. yeah and he and he break he puts it all back to he actually does put it back to rupert murdoch but just push it away a little bit now you're a bit too close now you're, pop, he, you're popping a bit sorry buddy just microphone a little bit away from me. sorry yeah, put, that he, was he puts absolutely it. terrible technique interrupted he, you there we go what a pro he, put, he puts it back is that is that all right is that too no, far bit, away yeah too far away now. too far away so Dennis he, he Potter, puts, yeah, yeah. So Dennis Potter. So he he ascribes it to the uh, the way the media changed mm-hmm. through the sixties and the seventies, and the media then became a, 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 a means of selling product, sure. which then turned us into consumers, not citizens. Mm-hmm. And that's his, that's the distinction. Yeah. And as we've gone down that path, this sort of explosion of of counselling and explosion of treatment mm. is is all a diff, mm. you know it's all different levels of the same argument in some ways. Yep. Yeah, let's talk about West Ham. I don't want to go. Let's talk about West Ham. I don't want to go get treated. Let's get let's get let's get let's get on to let's get on to West Ham because it it probably covers life, doesn't it? Um, yeah. Um, so, so we so we support a poor club. We support a club that whatever happens, we tend to end up between eighth and fourteenth, uh, mid-table yeah. mediocrity. Um, no, but what I was going to say, and we, I think we've had this discussion uh, among, you know, between the two of us, is what are we supporting really yeah because you know so there's the there's the i understand and subscribe actually to the whistling past the graveyard argument that that basically most humans do things to just take their mind off the inevitable um and and (laughs) and therefore and and therefore you know a a mass uh, gathering at a sporting event is 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 one good way of of you know for 90 minutes forgetting yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, too dark, too yeah. dark. Um, but taking it back a couple of notches from from that despair, um, you know, we've now just left our beloved Upton Park, yeah, which was a shithole. Let's let's face it. But still, we've left there. We're impossible this, to get to. Right. It was impossible. It wasn't. A sh- it no, 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 no. Take the take the take the executive in to. you uh, out of yeah. things. All right. Let's 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 yeah. go back to heart and soul rather than head here. Yeah. You know, um, apart from Mark Noble, um, you know, and he got sent off in the thirty-sixth minute last night for I a say lunging foot-high tackle. Poise, anyway. poise, uh, several notches above me in the fan uh, fan tra- tragedy. Um, you know, the, the, apart from Claret and Blue, we don't even have the same badge anymore. That's been changed. Um, we certainly don't have the same ground. We don't have the same anything since when we when they got into our, you know, molecular yeah. makeup. Yeah. So why bother? 
What's the? Who are we supporting? They're, they're a bunch of. This is this is me. Devil's advocate. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. We're, they're a bunch of mercenaries that switch around based on. Oh, look, they've they've, they've just pumped you know a hundred million in the close season into the club. So yeah, we've attracted some big names who basically would go somewhere else yeah. the moment they get paid. So why why bother? Why are we? Why shouldn't we just turn on and watch the best game every week yeah. and, and be entertained by it? I've no idea. No, I've no idea. I, I look. It's. I'm glad you didn't right. try and defend it. Anyway, thank okay. you. <laughs> the, the only the only things I come up with is it's something I've belonged to since I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Not as little as you. You started being a fan before I did. No. In terms of relative age, I was a bit older when I come to them. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't allowed to do sport or be interested in sport when I was growing up. It oh. wasn't in the DNA. Not 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 with Bill, but before Bill. Right. It wasn't in it wasn't in the DNA. So I didn't know West Ham until I was about twelve, thirteen. Okay. Um but it's it's something that I've had ever since. It's mm. something that I have no idea why I get such joy when they win. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is inside. But you do, me. you really live it. I mean I know I, you do. I get I'm yeah. bouncy in the morning. The the family know when we haven't won. You know how terrible yeah. that you know that I'm I'm inflicting my mood on Elizabeth and the kids. Is there is it partly the um the sense of being part of a congregation? You know, um and and by that, of course, I mean you know we can yeah. we can talk about the secular nature of our of yeah, our existence, no, but we don't we don't we don't have to go, go there. We don't, we, go. we don't want to go yeah. politics, religion, really, do we? It's um, no God, you know, we don't we don't need. Let's just let's just get it off. We there, might talk about is, we might call talk about Judaism a bit though, if that's if that's cool. Yeah, do you want to do that? I'm happy. I'm happy. Gonna, I know yeah, you I'm go happy. wherever I ask. Anyway, so the, so so part of the community, yeah, like the the group text that we that so I love it that we've got other people who. Who also care we, about yep, mm-hmm. about West Ham? We share it, and we share it. Mm-hmm. I love it. I mean, Elizabeth. If we really need a win, Elizabeth yeah, she's will got be on up. the couch yeah. at two o'clock. So there yeah. is a there is a there's some magical thinking that is I've proven by research isn't yeah, it's very thinking. It's very scientific. If Elizabeth is on the couch, <laughs> we we tend to do better than if she's if she's asleep up in, in bed. Although that means by by extension that we should have won the Premier League by now because well, no, we really she can't tried. watch every game. Oh, she can't. Okay. But what we should do and what we should be doing is selling her to the club. I see. <laughs> she's right. worth more than any of the players Got on that basis. If okay. she's that guaranteed for three points, yeah, but we're tough sell though. Isn't when it? we really need three points, yeah, she's, she's, she's there. Yeah. We, it tends to happen. There's okay. a, there's a correlation. Okay. So what what is it? There's a. Um, I mean, I don't even particularly enjoy watching football. You know, so when what? I when I watch and other teams, even oh. us, mm. I, d- I definitely oh, don't like watching other teams. Should be the other way around because we're often horrendous I, I, I to like watch. Watching team, I watching, I like watching teams I support, but I don't like, I don't watch them with much joy. Sure, I watch them more with with trepidation. West Ham now, West Ham, yeah, or okay. England, you know, and, and, and pain. So through the fingers. Oh yeah, God, so there's no. So yeah. I've, I've often thought about what is the joy here. Sure. You know, what is the joy? Sure. It was 1980 when I was there in, it in, is in the, Wembley. And well, then it's an existential thing, isn't it? You are just whistling past the graveyard. You're just trying to take your mind off the inevitable, aren't you? No. <laughs> oh, that's just a little crock of bullshit. <laughs> so well done for slapping me back. Well, I deserve that. Yeah, I deserve that. I think so. I think yeah. so. Well, all right. Well, let's segue then into Geelong because, as you know, I don't yeah. get your passion for the local uh, Australian rules football yeah. or, or footy. Footy. Uh, footy with two Ds. Yeah. They insist on saying around here. Um, I mean, that must be to do with, uh, you know, um, immersing yourself in the in the local population, believing in something that no. a significant number of local people no, do, because no. God knows it's a crappy game, ain't it? No, so I think this is the um, 
this might you know this might be a better answer for the for the West Ham thing that I think okay so not about the in embedding in the community at all okay I, I when I first came here I supported a different team oh in, and then mm. and then when Morris came across he said I said to him look Mo we're going to support X I'm not going to name the team you're not going to name a team no, I'm ashamed of it I'm ashamed of the fact that really yeah I, I, none of it matters though I never change okay. I never change but this is the one time in my you life flipped. I've flipped I've never done it before Ooh. flipped was it Melbourne I'm not going to tell you Morris, so Morris comes across and I have no don't give a rats about them this mm. other team mm. so Morris comes across and um, I say to him Mo we're going to support blah he says he's 10 he says he looks 11 he looks at me and he says dad I live in Geelong I'm going to be a Geelong fan. Okay. So I started taking him to games. I see. Okay. All right. So I started going because I was taking Morris to games. And okay. Doing, doing the father-son bit and, and uh, mostly laughing at him to start with because mm. Geelong weren't, weren't doing that well at the time. Oh, really? Yeah. But I fell in love with him. So I fell in love did with Geelong. Did you though? Know? No, I did. Why? And, and, and I, so I started to see the art and what they did. Mm. So when I first came, it just looked like random... Aerial ping pong. Aerial ping pong. Yeah. What What are they? You know, what is the skill? Mm. You know, I couldn't see the skill. So mm. after I've watched it for a bit, I've started to appreciate the, the skill and the art and okay. what they do and how good some of them are. And they absolutely, they are. Um, and yeah, I fell in love with, with the team. And I think, I think so West Ham, so come back. I think I just fell in love with them. And I've and I've I've, mm. I've said to Elizabeth, and I, and I have no embarrassment sharing this on air. You know, I've been in love with West Ham longer than I've been in love with almost anybody else mm. on the planet. A constant in your life. It's an absolute constant. Yeah, okay. But it was, but it, there is a love. You know, it's not sure. a, and it's not part of being. I stopped going because of all the racism. Right. Well, so I, yeah. So I, mm-hmm. actually, yep. I actually wouldn't. I remember that. I remember and you, that, and you wrote to uh, you wrote you actually wrote and that, to. That's uh, when I started. That's when I started playing instead of going. Sure, I remember. I couldn't stand. I couldn't stand being in the crowd. Yeah, that was going to make know. you know banana jokes and you know I just uh, and you know West Ham has got a long and inglorious history of uh, certain elements yeah, um, like that. S- sort of celebrate and that and, that, and that's and that, you know I was almost going to going to touch on that uh, thankfully that's gone you know the, the, well well, well it's gone as much as there are still human beings that go to every game who are shitheads mm-hmm. and who are dumb and yeah. kind of do things like yeah. that and West Ham have got their share of them the same uh, yeah they they certainly do and that's mm. that's um, well. We, that's and, that's, that's, and that's kind of well. That's and let's, so let's, 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 let's honest. That's where the that's where, I mean, that's our people, right? Yeah. That's our, that's where the ground so, is situated. So, that's so, where for, the, so for your listeners, so mm. you know, go, go into a West Ham game, yeah. pre-moving to the to the new stadium in yeah. Stratford, but it still yeah. still applies. This still applies. You'd get on the district line, and if you get on the district line in the West End, which is mm. yeah, which is the posh part of London. Mm. And you sit on the train until yeah. you get to the game. Yeah. The, the weight of the average punter on the train <laughs> <laughs> probably doubles by the time you get to the, by the time you get to West Ham. So we're 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 Actually, very working I, yeah, class. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I I would. I I thought you were going to make a clever. Uh, oh. connection and I was going to say the weight of the atmosphere gets gets heavier and heavier uh, I think that there's a peculiar um, oh, it doesn't matter what I think no, but no, I, I was talking but, about the type, the type I know of the, you mean literally the, 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 the obesity it's a working the, class I know but it's the, the thing, but the that, that heaviness of that comes from you know we were talking about you know uh, looping back to when we were talking about taking the mickey out of people and having a joke yeah. and this and that there is a, a peculiar vicious humour uh, you know, as as in at the expense of others, mm. and and a, and a sort of an intimidating, violent threat of violent humour 
that um, that I think concentrates around our club. You know, as in, if you're unlucky enough to look in any way different from, you know, white, yeah. um, you know, working class male, like God forbid you should be a person with dark skin or you should be, mm. a, you know, a woman wearing a hijab or, or you know, anything yeah. else, you know, there, there is that, there's that spine of just threat of nastiness that I think surrounds us. You don't agree? No, I want. I want to. I want to disagree with you. Mm. I want to disagree with you strongly. Mm. I'm not. I might be rose-coloured glasses. Mm. I think that. I think. I think a lot of that's changed. I think there are. You know, if you go to games now, and I've been to a few games in the last few years, I go mm. go back mm-hmm. and I do go to games. You know, you, there is there is more of a cosmopolitan crowd mm-hmm. goes to games. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to into a box. There's a group of Indian fans who have a building company that own a box. Mm. You know, so there is a there is a, a more diversity than than we would have had growing up when we used to go. Did you hear about the recent? You know, there was going to be a march on the ground. You heard about that against the owners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You heard about what happened and how that all finished. So two of the I thought Noble mm. Mark Noble stopped it basically well well, because there was a pitch invasion yeah well I don't I shouldn't get too deeply into it but I I know this because I I just actually looked it up recently and tried to understand it a bit and um, in in the broadest possible terms there were factions of West Ham fans that were invited to the table in some way by by Karen Brady and and the owners to, to, to sort of to try and diffuse the situation work out what they could do one of the groups and it's like the People's front of Judea, you know, like yeah. um, there's, yeah, there's, yeah. You know, there's 13 different ones, and one's called this and one's called yeah. that. But one of the 13 groups, or 12 or 10 groups, was essentially ICF, mm. albeit now under a different banner. Yeah. And I'm talking about the, the original so fellas. intercity firm, the yes, ones that used yeah, to go yeah, and yeah. fight. And- Those guys, you know, run by two or three of the, the exact same people that started the whole thing in the yeah. 70s and did that. They allegedly may or may not have, but allegedly took a backhander from the club to say not only the march is off, so spoke on behalf of 12 yeah. other groups, but started to, uh, some of the other leaders of the other groups started to suffer from threats of violence, personal violence yeah. against them and their families if you march this. So yeah. they went from last week, we're all going to march on the club, people funded um, yeah. thing to pay for bibs and this and that, all of a sudden, nope, it's all off. And by the way, if you do, we yeah. know where you live. Yeah. <laughs> Look, that was that was within that was in May, I think, this year. Yeah, I would be. On one hand, it wouldn't surprise me. On another, <laughs> on another hand, I'd be wondering about the sources of the story. Mm. Yeah, I mean, they've they've, so they've a, been they've, they've got videos all over being interviewed. Oh, okay. they've, they've not admitted to the backhanders clearly, but they've. they've yeah. Anyway, let's take it up. Let's take there's it out. A, there's of the, a lot of Tottenham fans that will put out videos like that about us. Well, these guys are being interviewed. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, we, we, we're probably too far down this rabbit hole. We've yeah. not come, many people understand this. Let's get more positive again. Um, now, he said something else um, before about. Um, it'll come back to me. Sorry, I've just I've just gone down too far down that sort of West Ham rabbit hole. Geelong. What it is happening Cats. though? West mm. Ham is getting less and less important. Oh, okay. Which in your a, life. Yeah, yeah, in my yeah, life. Yeah. So, which is... Um, That's an admission. It's it a big admission. I still care, yeah, and I do care. Sure. But I'm, you know, it's you know, it's not quite... My mum used to drive me nuts. She'd get, it's, just, it's a silly game with 22 men yeah, chasing a bit of leather. Sure. And, you know, so I haven't quite got to that end. Yeah. But, well, but, maybe Geelong... Yeah, AFL's 
possibly you moderated know, it becoming more. Oh, well, yeah, that's what that's I was going to say. That's my decade of now. disappointment. <laughs> I was going to actually go back to to UMO in the yeah. in going strong. Was it? Would it be too um, broad a brushstroke then to compare you to the the fever pitch situation? Nick Hornby and his dad going to Arsenal. And yeah, is that was there a bit of that with it? Oh, so I think any dad who takes his kid to you know to to, to the game. Yeah. You know, son, daughter. I think it's exactly the same. Yeah. And you, um, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a definitely an element of bonding. Like, my, for you my, know, you've got like an apologetic tone, but no, this it's a beautiful no, thing. A good, you know, it's, yeah, I think it, it's a good thing. I, I, I think. Yeah, part of it was because I just wanted to go to the game. <laughs> just, yeah, you're right, you're coming. He, he wanted to come along as well. Sure, sure, But sure. no, absolutely. There's there's, yeah. there's a lot of that. The, the one thing I've I've loved with Morris that I missed a bit with with Libby has been the um and hasn't yet in well and, and is there with Sarah a bit but not with not with William mm. is that when we've been fighting, you know, so through the years, mm. you know, as, as he's gone from age eleven to age twenty five, or that doesn't really apply any, anymore. Is that what he is now? Twenty five. He's now twenty five, yeah. he just turned twenty five. He um you know, we could be having that sort of father son you know, not getting on with each other, mm-hmm. great mm-hmm. in every word you say, greats the other one and, mm. and vice versa. Yeah. You know, everything you do is annoying. You know, he, he leaves his bloody cups all over the place, you know, all, all that sort of crap. Mm. And one of us will change the subject to West Ham oh. or the cats. Okay. And all of a sudden we can talk again. Gives you a nice little it's, it's a subject safe, that's it's a safe, safe place. place. Yeah, okay. It's, a, it's been a safe place for us all the way through. And I've, I've absolutely yeah. loved that and I've understood that when it, you know, as it happens, you yeah. understand it, and I'm pretty sure he does as well. So we both, yeah. we were both the times where we've got into in, into sort of rabbit holes on you know being annoyed at each other. Yeah, it's how we get out of them, mm. and it's quite a um, you know, I think it's quite that's quite a lovely isn't it? thing to have. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. that's quite a lovely thing to have. And I've, I've, I can see it growing with Sarah a bit. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're not yet shiny nine, you know, we're not yet in that. <laughs> just just Give that, a couple of weeks. That, that, well, that common ground, you know, yeah. and I suppose when, yeah, when you're, when you're, yeah, things you are do, you, it's, like, it's what everybody needs, isn't it? When there's, when there's conflict of any sort, you know, yeah. nations versus nations yeah. all the way down to individuals, you yeah. finding common ground is uh, right. terribly important. Yeah, and the safe common ground. Yeah. So maybe we found another thing about West Ham that, that yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Let's go to the next song. Oh, I do. Let, let, let's talk about. Can can I just? I mean, you, yeah. you you got my message when you sent me the uh, the when I said about the coincidences. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. In a nutshell, there was two, and uh, we'll come to your virtual reality uh, vista, and you you happen to pick an island where Tina's um, ancestors yeah. are from, which is yeah okay. I suppose there's there's only about you know. I don't know how many thousand Greek islands there are, but uh, you know, and you, this is a particularly small Greek and, island. Yeah, as and well. you just yeah. happened to pick the very yeah. tiny one that Tina's family's yeah. from, uh, which was a, a big enough coincidence. But the other, and I don't know, we can get all metaphysical here if you like, you know, and we can stray into Sartre if yeah. you want. Uh, it's Although, existential, not metaphysical. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no oh, sorry, a new paragraph, or yeah, we can, or we can yeah. go into to Sartre, but. Um, uh, and that makes me sound like I know a lot about Sartre, but I really don't. I'm just uh, riding on your coattails. But I woke um, on whenever that was, Thursday morning, Wednesday morning, and having said to you the night before yeah. or whatever. Send us your music. Yeah, send us your music. And I woke up having not dreamed about it 
and and whatever, but woke up with a sudden need to listen to going underground. Yeah, opened up your uh, playlist. email yeah. playlist, and you chose going underground as yeah. a as a song, which. All right, okay, we, we could say that they, it reminds us both of probably of a certain time in late 70s, early 80s London and, and Paul yeah. Weller speaks to a generation of us and, and all the rest of it. But still, that was a pretty, yeah. that was a mental coincidence, I think, to, yeah. for that to happen. I just wanted to record that for posterity because nice. that, that was... That's nice, yeah. You know, so, you, well, talk, talk to me about why you chose going anyway. Talk to me about the coincidence and, and what how you approach coincidences yeah. in your life when they happen, whatever you want to talk about. Really. So, so coming out of... You know, so I've got all of Bill's influence mm-hmm. on my music, mm-hmm. and then the next big set of influences, age probably with well, you know around fifteen now, the the punk explosion happened in mm-hmm. London. Yeah, and I've got a few very good friends, Charlie Brown, his name is actually Charlie Brown, Graham Silver and, and and Mick Barry, mm-hmm. and who got heavily into punk, and so you're not calling the jam punk though, are you? No, I'm not calling the jam oh, punk. Okay, good. So, so we had. We had a few years where, and, and Mick, one of our mates, was Jet Black's son. Oh, as well. So explain we, who Jet Black is. Jet Black's the lead singer of the Stranglers, or is still the lead singer of the Stranglers. So we would go to gigs. Sort of, they would go two or three times a week. I'd only go a couple of times a week, but down the Hope and Anchor, down. Even, oh, yeah, remember I remember all those Anchor. little yeah, pubs. Yeah. So where's that? Where's the Hope and Anchor? Oh, it's in um, it's in the West End, isn't it? Oh, Tottenham. I is think it's on, West End. Is but, it the one that used to be on the corner of Tottenham Court Road and Oxford Street? No, 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 not there. But it's not. It's round the back. Yeah. Anyway, but we would we would go okay. to all those little pubs where you'd go downstairs in the basement. Yeah. And you'd see live music, live music. Yeah. And we would see dozens and dozens of bands, and you know you'd you'd follow a few. We used to follow the Piranhas of all of all bands, which you never would have heard of. No. Did it, did it had a big hit called Zambezi. Oh, I know that one, Zambezi, Zambezi. But, the, but their better song was, is I Don't Like My Body. Okay. <laughs> and, and it finishes with the line, girls don't like it either. <laughs> <laughs> that, and that resonated to you, did it? That resonated to me, with me. Yeah. But, but yeah. So, so we used to go to see dozens. But in London, there was an explosion of music. Sure. Is where I'm going. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so we got into, an, a, a, and I got into a whole new set of music. So some really eclectic odd stuff that I don't listen to anymore. You know, some, some that I still do listen to every, every now and then, but, but then the jam sort of came out the end of, you know, you got the cure, the jam. Yeah. 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 Echo and the funny men as we, we used to see lots and lots. And were you the full, uh, were you in the second the wave full. of mods with the full? I love yeah, yeah, yeah. the, the second wave of mods where you Fred Perry'd up, stay pressed trousers, no, the whole thing. You no. didn't go the jam, look, the, the no, park. I was and... always a skin. So I was, a, I, was a, I was a left wing skinhead. Oh, were you? Yeah, always a little. So you were Doc Martens and... Uh, I was, I was docs, jeans, white T-shirts. Jeans rolled up a bit to show no, you Docs? No, didn't no. go the full... No, did I you go braces? I, I didn't go lace-up Doc. I didn't go big Docs. You didn't go braces? No, I didn't go braces. But we were we were left wing skins, yeah, so we used to. Well, it was it was they, they sorry to interject again, but they, just to be clear, I mean the, the skinhead thing was like scar, and it was there it yeah. was very inclusive, and it was kind of hijacked by a certain yeah, right wing elements, wasn't it? Exactly. Fascist sort of. So uh, we would go and pogo, and it was it was fighting essentially, but it was yeah, controlled yeah, fighting yeah, where you yeah, but you yeah. had the right wing skins the and the left wing yeah. skins all pogoing yeah, on top yeah, of each yeah, other. Yeah. It was and it would kick off. It was yeah. We never got never got into fights 
Okay. Further than that, you know, we didn't mm. fight. We weren't violent, but we would. We were definitely happy to pogo on each other in the in the gigs. In the gigs, yeah. yeah just in the in the gigs, yeah. Anyway, and then the and then the jam really came, you know, towards the end of that that period. Sure. And I had a um, just bring the yeah, sorry. yeah. So I had a girlfriend who was absolutely in love with um, with Weller, of course, and actually Bruce Foxton. If you remember Bruce Foxton. Yeah. So, um, so I went to see him a couple of times, but absolutely love love their music. And again, the lyrics and the poetry just oh, you know, just so the you, yeah, again, okay. okay. So the lyrics spoke to you, and yeah, what spoke and, to you of that of that? Uh, I mean, by now, suburban sort of yeah, and, and going underground, you know, it's, it's real life, you know. So, I, well, okay, well, I know, but from my perspective, obviously, but you're where this is about you. So, so the again, you mentioned the lyrics and famously Paul Weller used to shoehorn loads of lyrics into his songs, you know, because yeah. he had lots to say and they were mm. beautiful lyrics, but the, but you chose going underground more because lyrics, because it's a wicked song as well. Yeah. I mean, it just barrels along, doesn't it? It's yeah. most incredible. Was there any others that, I mean, Town Called Malice is probably the other most famous one. I'll start. Which, are, which, are, do you come close to choosing any others? Start was start was you know so this hang on what what are the other two this start they they're two huge hits didn't they yeah it was down doesn't in, matter if we never meet again down the tube station at midnight um that's entertainment that's, was was but that was a it's, it's the, that's entertainment album wasn't it that's the I, that's the other I'd one. have to check I'd have to yeah. check but yeah okay so but anyway you chose going underground and it reminds you of a time and a place yeah. you were I guess teenager I was late teens late teens yeah. which is a which is a so very magical into 19 time. 19 now. 18, yeah. 19. So. You've got your little crew of mates and, yeah. you, and you go to all these great sort of gigs, sticky carpet, yeah. kind of pub gigs. Mark, yeah. and, and you saw the jam in those yeah, days? Yeah, I saw them a couple of times. Wow. Did. Hammy, Hamm, Hammersmith Palais was the... That was the classic? Always, yeah. Wow. So they were too big to, you know, to Just, not... They were taken off then. Yeah. And where, where else? Name drop another couple of, another venue that you might have seen them or... Oh, God. Did you see any of the, you see any the um, little, really little ones? Like, no, no, no. Didn't see any not pumps or anything. No, no, no. Mm. They were bigger, but you know, mm. too big. Yeah, they exploded, didn't they? Yeah. Amazing time. Um, all right, well, let's listen to this. And this is song number four. I forgot to write down Raikuda's time, but this is song number four. And we are at two hours. Okay. Blimey. You feel all right? Feeling good. <laughs> Guns and the public wants what the public gets, but I don't. 
quite possibly the greatest bass ending to any song ever. That, that little... And, 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 and Paul and I both... When it, when it got to the pound, pound, pound bit, both of us involuntarily went, to, you know, we both played a snare drum with our hand involuntarily. Mm. You're left-handed, right? I'm left-handed. Yeah, yeah I, right. you, you did your left hand, right? Um, so, yeah, so that was, it's, it's just that... I'm so glad you picked that, mate. I'm so age, glad you picked that. That age and that, the, the, the hopelessness that you felt. Let's write down what time it was. <laughs> the hopelessness that you felt when... Um, Sorry, Chris is just doing his. Yeah, I'm a very professional. Yeah. It's, it's I'm more I'm more it's Russell Harty than uh, it's, it's, Parkinson. It's eye opening. It really is. <laughs> yeah. How the how the professionals that was work. A bad choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but the right. um, but the song itself, you know, it was just that we we would literally all sort of scream yeah. you know, as a group. Yeah. You know, we'd be mm-hmm. listening, we'd be screaming those words. Yeah. And and the other bit that we all thought was so clever was the the transposing of the lyrics. So it was the. The public gets what the public yes, wants. Yes, and it at the reverses. Start. Yeah, the public, and, and, and the public end, wants what the public, public gets. wants. What the public gets, yeah. and it was at a time when we were all starting to know how manip- you know how manipulated we really were. Thatcher yeah. was in. You know, it was it was yeah. Quite you, a, had, you had a red flag was, flying by this. It time. was a hopeless. It was mm-hmm. quite a hopeless place in some ways, London, and yeah. in, in this time, you know, yeah. it was quite depressed. It was dirty. Oh it was, yeah. You know, there was there wasn't a sense of optimism. Not not like now, which I, I'm no. We've we've spoken about, about this when when it was playing and. and, and and as I said, I don't think people understand just quite how bleak, yeah. um, you know, 70s going into Thatcher's early 80s years were, yeah. um, you know, and obviously... And carried on till the till 89. Yeah, but you, I mean, you obviously, you saw it through the prism of, um, you know, of a, a more mature, yeah. you know, what did you say, like you were nine, I was 18, 19 So in 1980, I was yeah, 19. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I can only imagine. I mean, because it, you know, this the the music side of it was one thing, but clearly, uh, Paul Weller was. Yeah, he spoke to people it, not just because of. But it was the, all very linked to my all my mates. Yeah, we were all quite left wing. Mm-hmm. We were we were mm-hmm. members of little left wing groups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a time when the National Front, which was a which yeah. was a very yeah. racist. Yeah, uh, organisation was starting to get some traction. Yeah, yeah. You had <clears throat> you had the whole rock against racism movement. Yeah, it was Billy Bragg and so and, Billy Bragg um, and others. I've got Billy Bragg, haven't I? No, Later. no, you didn't. No, yes, I no, did. No. Yes, I did. Definitely, definitely got Billy Bragg. Well, that's number eleven then. No, no, Billy you Bragg's definitely. Yeah, Billy Bragg's there. No, you must have Saturday Saturday boy. Definitely. You Look, You've written my bloody selections down. We've well, got ten songs. Look, <laughs> Bowie. Down, hold on, listen. Count them on your fingers. On, we'll, we'll, count, we'll, we'll fix it in the next break. We'll fix it in the next break. We won't, we won't you, this may be now. your interview, but I'm in charge, Sunshine. <laughs> As you've seen, I'm a professional. Anyway, but the point I'm making is that the, the yeah. whole the music scene for us mm. was all absolutely linked into a big yeah. part of our life, which was around being, you know, confronting all this growing. Um, nationalism, mm-hmm. right wing. We lived in areas that were, you know, big Indian communities where people were getting, let, you know, firebombs put in the fire, letterbox mm-hmm. at night and families yep. burning to death, you know, just mm-hmm. where, you know, you, you had that undercurrent. And as, as, as me being Jewish, you know, you, mm. you'd, you'd grown up, you know, you knew, you know, obviously <laughs> you knew about the Second World War mm. and you knew about the, the, the ability for these right wing groups to get ground and, sure. know, yep. and, and get mm-hmm. t- traction from mm-hmm. that you know, from the sort of, um, you know, I talk about that, that sort of sense of hopelessness that a lot of people had and just yeah. tuning into that. So a lot of our lives were sort of wrapped around, you know, the social life was wrapped around going to rock against racism meetings and yeah. our little left-wing group meetings and yeah. all our mates were in the same things. Yeah, it can go two ways, can't it? You know, the disaffected 
downtrodden yeah. people can can listen to one voice or listen to another voice. You know, you got Oswald Mosley on on one behalf, and then and you know, and then you've then you've got um, you know who was the anti, who was against Franco? It was the whatever the you know the Spanish uh, revolutionaries yeah. that everyone I'm in joined. Um, all right, so I'm guessing you weren't a huge White Snake fan going into the eighties. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we um, so we used to it, everything else was crap American rock. I should just say I'm not saying that White Snake were fascists more that they were you know yeah, the, yeah. The, you, 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 what, well, yeah. the point I was making is that you're by this stage at least and probably generally it was important that the message around the artist that you're into was also consistent with um, yeah. with what you believed That's in right. as well. So we didn't, we disliked the Eagles. We disliked, sure. you know, all these other really? main... Yeah, at that point... Yeah, because they were too... A too, long, long time. They were, they were too flippant or... But not just crap American rock. You know, it was just, yeah. it wasn't guttural okay. and visceral. Okay. You know, we were, you know, we wanted music. Yeah. I wanted music and my, my group of mates wanted music that sort of... You know, well, I'm I'm sorry to do this to you then, but my next question is, how did you deal with, with the Style Council when that happened? That's right, I stopped listening to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think he had one good song with the Style Council, but I can't remember. Shout what it was. to the top. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, so that was unfair. But I, you know, I just unfair. but you, you you understand. You like to point out inconsistencies. Yeah, but the same. You'd, you'd same, hold me to. But you can, hold, me to you can ask me the same thing about me. You know, where, where's my where's my activism now? It's it's it's, it's gone. You know, it's oh, in well, the, let's, instead of that, let's say, do you think um, this is kind of a favourite? thing for me to to discuss and, there, and and let's try and avoid the in my day which is almost impossible but you know by any objective measure our children are growing up in a safe fair society with that that's that's well serviced um yeah. by by you know what's available to them you know you, i mean i know you can make arguments about the way that you know education's costing more and more and and etc yeah. etc et but we are in a bubble within a global bubble as right, well i cannot course. go with you yeah. on that one because i don't understand you you know as soon as it gets to money and economics um i'm in trouble um, no 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 but we we live in a very we we live in a very um protected protected wealthy sure right okay that point is what i'm saying however do we lose something because our children are, gl- are growing up in this yeah. slightly cosseted environment I and mean, we, we did have something to rail against you know we did have yeah. the experience of you well we you as we've heard had the experience of growing up incredibly poor you know knife edge kind of finances um, mm. for whatever reason and then clearly it mobilized you and your friends to to become um you know through your disenchantment to become active and to become engaged yeah. Um, and now you get resi- I think I think this whole crap about resilience that drives me nuts. But uh, like you can learn it from a textbook like, or something. But I think mm-hmm. I think there is something in that to having to live it to come. You know, to come through from an environment that wasn't that. Yeah, thank easy you. That's the yes. Yeah, meant that you, it gives it gives you a competitiveness. I think yeah. that later in life has been quite useful. Yeah. and it is something that I've talked about with other friends about the fact that now kids are coming out without that mm-hmm. they haven't had to fight for anything you know? so you're grateful for for, for, <laughs> for some of the uh, hardships i think so i, I think yeah, absolutely i wouldn't do you navel gaze about that you don't you know, have a choice, do, you? do you do you just sort of oh we'd be giving them too much or absolutely them, yeah. yeah absolutely <laughs> driver nuts what do we, on, on some yeah, of that but what the, do we do what do we do how can you you can't okay you're sleeping in a, a sackcloth yeah. tonight I'm going to spray your bed to make it damp like it was when I was a kid <laughs> we lived know? in shoebox in the middle of all yeah turn up the air conditioning to make it as cold as it yeah so so I think you know some of that isn't so I haven't talked much about Libby alright so mm-hmm. Libby's my is my do you want to talk about that now yeah I'll talk a little about Libby so she's she's 20 
22 now, so she's she's 22. Mm-hmm. She had a really tough time, I think. So I think the um, growing up, going through teenage I, years, I think maybe this stuff. So you know, now I'm just being, you know, I'm giving myself kudos for something that I inflicted on on my children. But you know, so so Libby going through that trauma of having a father you know, disappear to another country when she was very young, sure. um, then move countries, you know, have the, uh, you know, the whole disruption around, you know, mothers in New Zealand, you know, I didn't care mothers in New Zealand, but of course she cared. Yes. Um, and then, you know, she's got Elizabeth who's, who was incredible with her and she yeah. was with Elizabeth, yeah. but had a, you know, had quite a tough time, you know, towards the end of school yeah. through, through that period. Yeah. Um, but now is, I don't know, tough is, tough is probably the wrong word, but, you know, has a strength mm-hmm. that's come through from other things that she's... So she hasn't had the... You know, she's, it hasn't been an economic failing okay. that she's had experience, but there's some other stuff. So I think for most people, maybe there's other things. So that, she's got some armour to, 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 yeah, to, to take the through life. So she's now, you know, she's built a house in, in Werribee. That really? She, they're moving in oh, next month. Oh, they've, my goodness. Yeah, you she's, said she's getting married. She's getting married in, oh in February to Tristan, who's just fabulous and a wow. big engineer. He, he asked me to, I have to tell you this story. So he asked me to, 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 he said to me, getting on for a year ago now, he needed to go for dinner with me. <laughs> so I felt, yeah, exactly. Did you know immediately what that was so about? I knew, did you? I, of course uh, I did. I, I, I was joking with people, and I said, "Look, he's either going to ask me to get married, Libby, or he's crashed the car." You know, but <laughs> it's probably the former. He asked you to and go he, to dinner with him. Asked oh, him to dinner. so he take me to the um, yeah. the sofa tell in in Melbourne. So really nice, right. you know, very nice place. Yeah. And he's a big guy. You know, he's yeah. an engineer. He can, you know. You, you, you can me- bend metal bars. You know, oh, he's, yeah, he's physically, he's, he's physically a very big guy strong. He's well. six foot three, you know, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. six foot two. He's a big, big, strong guy. Mm. I could have pushed him over with my little finger. He was shaking. Yeah, like yeah, it was yeah, so yeah. lovely. Anyway, so he asked me what, um, <clears throat> you know, for Libby's hand, mm. which I thought was just beautiful. And I, yeah. I did the, you know, I did that. I could either make this really difficult mm. or I could do what I should actually do. <laughs> did you have a sense, did you have a sense of, um, did you have a sense of that being one of those life moments? Did you have that out of body experience where you were aware that this is one of those this is one of those times that might stay with you? You might yeah. have dreamed of that when you were younger, and and when she was a baby, you might have imagined yeah. her getting married one day. Or... Well, it made me feel very old uh, being asked for my daughter to get married. Sure. But what? But I absolutely did have that sense of responsibility mm-hmm. for making this nice for them. Yeah, because you could have, you know, I've had a few people say to me, "Oh God, they're so young," you know, you know, and they, you know, you've got to tell them they're too young. You say, of course not. No. And 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 and, but well, this is my like point. they're going like to go. Oh, actually, now we thought about it, we might. <laughs> and you're yeah. right. And you're Sorry, right. no, we, that's we right. right. So, yeah. you're right. You're right. So you've got a sense of responsibility yeah. for not to make this a bad experience. Sure, sure. But by the other token, this is what I'm talking about with Libby. That strength, you know, she knows it's the right thing for her to do. Right. So, because she knows it's the right thing, yeah, and you know, I know that this is the right thing for you know. So, yeah. It's, yeah. So, I think that although we haven't we haven't got the economic problems that we had, you know, so you haven't got that strength from growing up tough, you know, poor, yeah. but you've got you've got she's had certainly that stuff that yes. I think's given her strength. So, yeah. yeah. So maybe there's maybe people draw you know the conversations I have with other mates about you know our kids will grow up less competitive and less you know mm-hmm. less resilient mm-hmm. maybe there's other things that happen that others that we draw on yeah you know as human beings yeah different types of armor maybe mm. yeah well that's beautiful I mean what you just described I guess was 
you know, I don't want to start you weeping, but, um, or you can if you want, but, um, you know, what, what unconditional love is, you know, you, you just, you just, you, you support, um, the people you truly love, um, yeah. you know, and try and do everything you can to make them happy because if they're happy, you're happy. Yeah. Is that fair to say? I think that's fair to say. I think it's, there's, I have a litany of mistakes that I have made with Morris and Libby, you know, bringing them up. Okay. So although you love them unconditionally and all the rest of it, you know, I have fucked up so many times along the journey and, sure. and things that you'd wish that you could pull back that you can't pull back. Yeah. And, um, you know, thankfully they, they don't seem to hold it against me. <laughs> so they, and, and, you know, we've, we've all come out the end of, a, of, of tunnels, I think on, on some of this. The good thing is having, yeah. and they, they laugh about this and they, they laugh seriously is, I'm a, I'm probably a better parent second time round, okay. Because the experience of the first time, so the some of the mistakes that I've made with, you know, with Lib- Morris and Libby, I don't think I'm making over again. Yeah. And they've certainly they they've, they sometimes sit and, and and mark my parenting skills, you know. So, <laughs> so they've, and they've given me a sort of you know yeah, I might have yeah. had a you know C minus first time. Right, right, right. right. And now I'm, I'm now I'm, I've crept up to a B. You know? So you're trying harder. I'm trying yes, harder. They, all the school reports would could that, try harder. That's you, right. You're, so you're I am actually harder. trying harder. And 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 they credit to them too. You know yeah. they don't they don't seem to have any jealousy about that. They just yeah. seem to have love that you know either. William and Sarah are benefiting from yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. What sort of relationship do they have? So, so William and Sarah are now what, like eight, eight and no. So Sarah's nine. Nine. We, William is about twelve. Thirteen. Thirteen. There you go. Okay, I, I almost got it right too. <laughs> William is yeah. William is a teenager. So, so William's thirteen. So what uh, what sort of a relationship, nine. if any, do um, fabulous? Do they have amongst the four of them? Yeah. So they have a really good relationship. Like a, like a aunt, uncle to or no. brother, sister, no, like brother and sister. Yeah, okay. yeah like brother okay. and sister. They they all. Th- I think there's a sense that each other are cool hmm. in their okay. own ways. So okay. and they go they go. So Sarah stayed with Libby and Tristan last night. Oh. They went to they went with with Elizabeth and so Elizabeth Morris, Libby, yeah. and Sarah mm-hmm. plus some other people go to Taylor Swift on Friday night. All right, so they went to Taylor Swift. Unfortunately, I I was offered a ticket, I didn't go. Um, Paul is grinning at the stage, <laughs> and Elizabeth rightly told me I would I would I. You would if loved I'd it. Gone, I would have loved it. Of course, I'm, you would. I'm sure I would have loved it. I'm sure I'd you gone. found something in those lyrics that you could have enjoyed. <laughs> Talk about things we do for our kids. You know, I did learn a lot of Taylor Swift songs for Libby. So you learned to sing them. Um, I could. There were a few that I could have sung. At, did you ever play an point. instrument? Did you ever try playing them? I played a sax for a little while. Yeah, you still play. Yeah, it? I played no. No, I got A Meb. level four. I passed. Okay. Was that so, like grade four? Yeah, grade four. Ah, so, okay. so I was getting yeah, something I, I, I learned I, about you. Yeah. Didn't know that doing all the doing all the slides. But I, I did it when I was um, before I was CEO at Barwon for the first time. So, oh, you did it. So oh, 2007, okay. 2008. Yeah, and then I gave up when I was CEO at Barwon because I just didn't have time. Sure. Was the problem? And really, you played it up until then? Okay. Yeah. So, huh. but not from when I was a kid. Only no, for no. About two, it was two or three years I played it. Yeah. Anyway, so they all got so they go off to Taylor Swift together, and Sarah stays with Libby overnight. You know, so they. They hang out and they do things together. That's great. I can see that happening more and more as they as they get older. How does that make you feel? Oh, it's it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it's just beautiful. Of course, just, it is. Yeah, yeah, I had to ask the obvious question. Yeah, because I'm such an expert interviewer. So rolling into song number five, 
And this might be the time to just no. this this fallacy that you've invented that you had a Billy Bragg. I can go through and There's show definitely you. Definitely a Billy Bragg song on there. Look, there just isn't, mate. But Sadie Boy, Sadie Boy, first one. You there. just didn't oh look. Do you want me to show you your? <laughs> your you might have been in a fugue state and not realised. Like, okay, these these are the list. I, I'm, I'm, this is spoiler alert. So we've we've had. Oh. So I've got ten here. All right, we've got Bowie. We don't have to say which. We've got Pulp. That's two. Yeah. <clears throat> we've got Dido. No, no, that's which gone. is gone. All right, yeah, all that's right. nine. That's no, no. But this is the whole. This is the this yeah, is the entirety. The yeah, yeah. This is what you vomited so into that's, various that's down, electronic so devices. Nine, in my... she's gone. No, no, no. Let's just go through the whole list. Yeah. What you said that was three, right? Then you've got the band. That's yeah. four. You have got Radiohead. That's five. So that's you've got gone. Dylan. That's six. That's Rykuda. Seven. Tom Tom Waits. Eight. Jam. Nine. Leonard Cohen. Ten. So yeah. So there's three that have gone from that. I understand But you're right. That. But Billy Bragg ain't on that list. No. So you just said I'm right. So I that's an admission right. of. I think you're right. Thank yeah, you. I think you're right. I must have. I must have stuck that. Told you, mate. I'm seriously. I'm sure the Saturday Boy was on the list. Hey, Charlie Rose has got nothing on me. <laughs> uh, right. Anyway, so let's. Well, let's go then to. What did we say? So you said you, you jettisoned Bob Dylan in the end, or did we? I did. did he, I jettisoned Bob's Dylan. gone. Bob's gone because he's on. He's on the album, The Last Waltz. That's true. Oh well, let's do that then. Let's go to the band. Yeah. Um, what song's this? What number? You picked. Oh, um, number five. Number five, all right. You picked very, very cleverly. Um, I know you thought so. Do you so. know the last words? Do you know the album? Of course album? I do. yeah, yeah. Of course, um, well, and the, and the concert, it was France. Um, no, it was... Um, 76? Yeah, but it was New directed... York. Yeah, but it's directed Scorsese. by Scorsese. So, um, yes, okay. I do. And the band, we mentioned Levon Hel- Helm. Levon Helm. Levon Helm. Rick Danko, Robbie Robertson. And I, know a bit, I know a bit about this, but very cleverly you picked... This concert because it goes on for like sixteen weeks and uh, everyone <laughs> who was anyone, including Joni Mitchell and, and Neil That's Young, right. although Neil Young was off his nut and yeah, uh, he was there though. He, he was there. He, he was wasn't there. great. But you've picked because you're on a space station. We haven't even really referenced how you would. I'll, I'll come to that. How you deal with the with life alone? Um, but you you picked um, this one the, the, from the last waltz up on Cripple Creek, uh, the live version from from the last waltz. Um, and the band, yeah, and, and and I draw I draw a parallel with with Ry Cooder a little bit, yeah. and and certainly that sort of early seventies Stones, yeah, um, Flying Burrito Brothers, if you like, yeah, yeah. kind of stuff. Um, so why this is is this a lyrics thing as well for you, or is it, or is this no, more? This is the song. Mm-hmm. This is the song. This is the music. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. the music. The band because I love the fact that they, you know, nineteen seventy six, they're at their height. And they've watched any number of their mates die of the lifestyle of being on the road. So, you know, lots of, lots of, of um, you know, drug, alcohol-related deaths. Absolutely. You know, Lowell George has a heart attack. You know, all, all sorts of lifestyle. And, and lifestyle Grand Parsons. Uh, are, 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 and because of the lifestyle. And they just decide to call it a day. Mm. That they, you know, they're, they're loving what they're doing, but... It's too dangerous. Go out on a high. And they go out on a high. No and pun they, intended. And they go out on a high with with a party, with a yeah. huge, huge party. Yeah. And you can't listen to the last waltz, even the the, the, the instrument, instrumental bits in the intro and the outro, mm. without hearing the party and hearing how much fun they have on that in that on this in this occasion. Now I'm just going to call you on one thing you said then, um, 
you, so you, you, and I understand why you said it, but you, you went to, uh, as emblematic of, of the music that you dismissed as part of your group, you went to the Eagles. Um, yeah. I've seen the Eagles twice recently. Thank you. But, but you pick a, you know, a, a, you know, I'm not arguing with your choice at all. Of yeah. course not. But you pick a band that, that at the time, whatever they thought about people dying from drug and alcohol problems. I mean, this was famously there that the whole of this concert was suffused with drugs and alcohol. And, yeah. and so do you not see that there's some, some sort of a contradiction that you've raised there? Defend yourself, Paul. Well, I don't know. I don't think it's a, a contradiction. Well, what, what was it about? Let me put it this way. What was it about the Eagles that's so different from the band? Oh, the music. Jeez, it's much more real music here. The Eagles is much softer. And, okay. You know, so okay. Juiced. And, anyway, so. Okay. But I came to the Eagles a bit later. I, I do like the Eagles now. And I have, for the record. And I've, and I've gone to two concerts. For the record. I really again. enjoyed the concerts. And not, I, please don't defend yourself. And I do I'm have not. some Eagles music on my, on my whatever I like playlist. I'm not asking you to defend yourself. I'm asking you to defend your difference in opinion between this band and the Eagles. So you just see them as more like a, a middle of the road, so this soft, band, so soft this, rock kind so of So this band I got to know because they're backing Bob Dylan. So, mm -hmm. you know, we had the yep. Basement Tapes, if you know the Basement Tapes yep. album. You know, so... They were there when he played just, uh, in England and, and, and he was booed off the... Well, booed on stage for in, playing um, electric. In um, Isle of Wight. Well, yeah, the Isle of Wight Festival as well, but uh, there was another gig up yeah. in... Anyway, so yep. I've just, you know, I grew up loving their music and, okay. and loving them. So it's probably one the, another one of the introductions that Bill made. Bill didn't have Eagles albums. He had the band. Right. <laughs> I call that's probably so, so more maybe, of an honest answer, maybe that's right? The real okay, answer. so okay, okay. But, oh, sorry, that's just just yeah. so completely my opinion. But it but, is a good but the reason you know, this album yeah. is because it's got so many you know, so if I can only have seven albums, this but, this yes, just you, I didn't have to bring Joni Mitchell with me. I didn't have to bring Neil Young with me. Mm. You know, so I can. You've got all of them on I've here. Got, I've got them anyway. I can remember Old Man when I'm listening to Neil Young on the. Yeah, and this and 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 you know, as a as a live a live album, are you a fan generally of of uh, live albums? I'm neither. Mm. If they're good live albums, they're mm. good live albums. Any others that normally spring I like? to mind? Who live at Leeds or you know? No. Motorhead, no sleep till Hammersmith. No, no don't know. <laughs> don't like Motorhead. Um, no. Not not mm. not huge on live music, mm. particular. Not a huge on live music, but not on albums. But not album recorded. Not recorded mm -hmm. albums. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the production quality is crap normally. That you know, there's all sorts of other problems with them. Okay. I think this is a bit because it's Scorsese had a bit more, probably a bit more money put into it. And do, have you have you got the DVD of the whole thing? I have got the DVD yeah. of the whole thing. So it's, it's a pretty kind of magical time. It seems, doesn't it? You look yeah. at it and it's just kind of a. It's a, it's a, didn't Clapton play? Clapton yeah, was on Clapton as well, was wasn't there. he? And Muddy Waters. Yeah. 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 I'm a pretty amazing lineup. Yeah. Um, and why, and so sorry, I might, I might have sort of asked you this before. You said the sound, but why particularly this song? Is it, does this song have particular meaning or resonance for you? I do like the lyrics again. Mm -hmm. I like the, um, he's got a girlfriend in it who gives him crap all the time all the way through mm -hmm. if you remember she tears up the winning race ticket and throws mm -hmm. it in his face mm -hmm. at the end of the of the end of the horse race I, I like the so there's some personal resonance there's with some that. personal resonance with that I think maybe that's the okay part Sp of it. Sp so you, yeah I mean a certain amount of music is, is perhaps you know one projects oneself situation uh, one's own situation onto uh, onto the lyrics that they're hearing and the, the yeah band. all right should we press play 
place. Ouais. So, just to be sure um, that your your voice and your shoulders and your soul and everything is okay with uh, with where we are, you're okay with everything. Oh no, right? no, That's no, cool. Yep, yeah, pretty pleased, pretty happy. Uh, I, I I think it's um, it's fascinating. You know, we've had lots of chats over the years, talks, you know, yeah. conversations over the years, but there is something different about being given the freedom. I think to 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 express whatever's yeah. on your mind, tell your own story, whatever you want to call it. Um, 
we was there something else that you wanted to say about the band? Did you say that there was something else you just wanted to mention? No, no, no I don't think I did. Right, no, I was just pleased I chose that one. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm pleased you are too. I, I could take issue with your um, the the sound quality thing. I think I think it's a, a different like live music. I'm 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 often blown away by by how uh, well a band has been recorded knowing how difficult it is to get a good yeah a good sound live you know and you know yourself you got some venues it's like oh no this is yeah. terrible or whatever but um it's just, it's just some clever clever engineers that managed to get you know yeah. the sound of some of these people and thank goodness um okay so that's that's uh up on Cripple Crown. that's number five so okay look, well look we 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 agreed. I think to, well that that was what I was thinking of. While we while that started to play, I said, "Look, yeah. you sure?" No, well, I sort of, I feel like I bullied you into keeping uh, pulp no. on your list. But let's just let's just let's just touch on Billy Bragg because um, I I like the man. I like what he's got to say. I yeah. like his and it's here you go. This is all about me now, isn't it? But I got to say, I, I'm not a fan of his of his music. Oh, I love I, his music. I'm not I'm not a fan of his so, voice. Okay, of so, his voice. So the um. Well, I'm a Bob Dylan fan and a Tom Waits fan, and you know, so not Bob voice, Dylan. And, no, and but Bob. you know, you talk voice. So Billy Bragg also in, in that in, in that same in that same oeuvre. It's not a now, singer. I worked with Billy Bragg, ah. so I worked with Billy Bragg. Guy, Guy, Guy Norris Records. Guy, Guy Norris Records. Guy in, Norris. Guy Norris was one in. He had about yeah. three outlets. One was in Gansill. One was in Barking. Yeah. I think it might be one in Romford. I thought there was Guy one in Romford. Norris. Anyway, Guy Norris Records. And I used to work so in the one in in okay. um in Barking. So mm-hmm. Bill got me the job with his mate Mick, who used to be the um the manager of the store. Okay. And Billy Bragg what a was, great job. Billy Bragg was working there at the same he time. He was working there. He was working there. So ah, yeah, What year get, is this now? Oh my god, how old would I be? Seventies, obviously. We got yeah, we're talking seventies. We're talking oh Probably seventy six. I'd probably yeah. been about fifteen. Yeah. So working in a record shop, and like, I didn't know, you know. But he fancied me, mum, and he wrote. He really? gave her a little book of of, of poems. He wrote for. So her. Bill got you the job, but Bill but got me there's the job. this teenage Billy that, Bragg trying to yeah. hit on his partner. And, and the other thing was, Ooh. he was he was too young to hit on mum, but he he sort of fancied her. Was oh, the, how old's Billy now? He's about your age, is he? He's a bit older than me, about three years, probably sixty right. now. Right. So he, um, but he also, yeah. and the other thing I love about him, he's, yeah. he's a, he's a, he, I listened to a rate, a rate, wait for it, wait for it. <laughs> sorry, sorry, you, sorry. You did talk, you do jump in a oh, bit, I'm don't sorry, you? I'm anyway, sorry. so um, yeah. I heard him on a, talking about the fact that he'd, he'd been up Mount, um, I think it might have been in Kenya. So I think, I think he climbed up Mount um, Kilimanjaro. Kilimanjaro, yeah. I didn't want to jump in, and, sorry. Um, <laughs> and so he climbs up Kilimanjaro. Yeah. And he said the first thing he wanted to know when he got down was how West Ham had done the <laughs> right, night before. Right, right, and then right, and then right. they and then I heard him on this quiz thing when they were talking about <laughs> Hold on, least, what did he oh, okay, least, least favourite phrases and his, his, his and his least favourite phrase was Ipswich one, West Ham nil. <laughs> That's a bit effective. If anyone though, remembers that, don't you? No, it's fantastic. I love don't it. you? Love it. However, the, so the yeah, music, I so the song I was going to play, I was a, I was a failed. So I played football for my old, old boys team, yeah, old yeah. Parkonians. Yep. And I could never get into any of the top teams. I was always in the crap in the bottom, t- um, bottom teams. You were clubman of the year, I weren't was you? Clubman of the year. I used to run lots. I, I was 
secretary and I yeah, did yeah. other things. And every club needs lots Lo- of good lots people of things, like that. But she definitely, was a crap footballer, you know, crap footballer. But took it passionately. Sure, took it passionately. But there's there's a, there's a series of lines in um, the Saturday Boy. It's basically the, the premise is, you know, the girl he's in love with who doesn't notice him, but she's giving herself. Oh, this is a song. A song. She's giving right. giving herself to everybody else, all his mm, all his mates. Mm. And and there was there, there's one line. I, I never made the first team. I just made the first team laugh. You'd never come to the phone. You were always in the bar. In the oh, end, it took yeah. me a dictionary to find out the meaning of unrequited. While oh, you were giving yourself yeah. for free at a party to which I was never invited. Oh, so he rhymed unrequited with invited. But what a fantastic sonnet. That's a good line. You know, what a set of lines. True. I was just going to say to you. I never made the first team. I just made the first team laugh. That spoke loud to you, didn't it? I was, gonna, I was actually, as you were relating the story, I was going to say to you, is unrequited love better than the, the other kind? Yeah. <laughs> you know? No. <laughs> <laughs> so someone who's got experience uh, of both. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. But the one drives on, not. the one drives you on to achieve things. Let's be, let's be yeah. honest. Oh. You no, know? the one the one just drives you to misery, and there's, there's a road yeah. that that ends very sadly. Well, okay, misery. There's yeah, okay, misery. But going back to being the 15 year old kid again, anyway, just for, just for a moment. Yeah, but mis- but but you know, it's hard to argue with uh, you know that thing about you know certainly great music tends to stop once people get fat and comfortable. You know, not fat in a literal sense, but you know, yeah. once people make it and they're not striving against things anymore. Yeah. Um, and that kind of uh, longing for that girl at school that just you know makes you feel oh. awful and you know ugly and she's gorgeous and and all. that's a, that, that 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 sort of sweet sorrow. It's a wonderful thing, isn't it? You know, it's, yeah. isn't it? Isn't it a great thing that drives you on and you know yeah. makes you write poetry? I think you get you know, to a I'm point. pointing at Paul as yeah, I say, yeah, write great yeah. poetry. I think it's a, it gets to a point where you give, leave it behind. What, what's the other? So we've, we've talked fever pitch. High fidelity. Yeah, high fidelity, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that yeah. was your experience. Were you rude to people when they came in and asked for... Uh, That's or, right. Or be ABBA, I suppose, in those days. Yeah, or, no, you threw them out of that Saturday point. Night Fever or yeah. oh whatever. God, I hated it. Bloody disco. I used, to, I, yeah. used to, I used to go... Talk about unrequited love. You'd go to all the discos mm-hmm. in the hope of meeting girls. Yeah. And every now and then... It, 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 Miley's favourite phrase, do you want to dance? No. <laughs> You remember yeah, that? I do remember that. Yeah, you'd put your belt up, all that courage, and you'd go well, across yeah, the dance floor. Yeah, yeah, and... yeah. Well, that's another reason to drink. I, I didn't drink, so uh, it was just, yeah. it was the double whammy. It was, it was. You that... were sober and yeah, <laughs> rejected. It was so, it was sober and rejected. And, <laughs> no, at least uh, I was only rejected. <laughs> that's right, yeah. I didn't even have the consolation of of the bottle or whatever, oh, the glass. Fantastic. Yeah. Anyway, uh, again, not about me. Good. Um, so. Okay, so we've got you know there's I don't want to I don't want to labour the point too much, but um, I guess you know Billy Bragg, I think even not even but yeah even in Australia is is um, well known for his the consistency yeah. of his of his political viewpoint yeah. and and you know whatever your I'd like to think whatever your political beliefs you could you could respect a man who's you know just stuck to his. Uh, his beliefs, his strongly held sort of, you know, born of the yeah. working class experience in, in Barking and Dagnan where he grew up all the way through. Um, and I guess this loops back a little bit to what I was saying about that. And you answered the question beautifully about, um, you know, about Libby and, and, and the armour that she's uh, yeah. taken on. What's that? That's my phone. Oh, is that you? Um, I thought it was me. Uh, we don't have a yeah. Libby in the armor. So, so she had that, and um, but uh, you know, you 
the 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 movement that you talk about, or the the you know, rock against racism, that sort of thing, yeah. that 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 revolution, the, it, you know, people people don't have in our where we are, I think, the same thing to push up against. Or if they do, it's being diluted somewhat by the by yeah. the tyranny of the mobile phone and the you know the social media and the me generation and everything else. But although we're we're the same human beings, you know, our children are the same. So, do you ever try and um? And it's going to sound ridiculous, but you know your son's thirteen now. Do you ever try and impart any of that? You know, that dad was into this thing called rock against racism, and it was important, and we got together, and we, you know, yeah. we, it, we were fighting against the tyranny of Thatcher, and yeah, do you I ever do. do that? So I've done it in different ways, probably. You know, I sort of, I have a very strong, you know, there's a very strong agenda that plays through my the parenting. Hmm. So with William, let's call it a philosophy a rather than an agenda. A, a, yeah, philosophy is better. So, you know, with William and Sarah, and it's playing out. With William, particularly, you know what you're seeing coming back. But he's, you know, he's four years older than than Sarah. She's only nine. Uh, you know, I've, I've taught them since they were born that there is no Father Christmas. There is no. There is no God. There is no Tooth Fairy. There's no White Rabbit. And, you know, I've I've done it in quite a brutalist mm -hmm. sense. Mm -hmm. And the reason I've done it is because it's, the philosophy is that, you know, you, you have to be nice to people around you because you should be nice to people around you. Mm -hmm. It's a better way to live. You don't worry about all these mystical things that don't actually exist. You worry about things that are... Uh, <laughs> that needs to go on silent, by the way. More <laughs> important. Yeah. You never told me that at the start of the interview. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> wasn't on the rules. Wasn't well, you, the were rules. Just, you were just, you were just, anyway, delivering so, this lovely. So the point is that you know, I'm sort of, I'm trying to ground them in a real world, mm -hmm. not in a world that has you know mythical, mystical things that is, are escapist. You know, so it's absolutely with religion. Just did you do that the first time around as well? Not as uh, I did, but not as much, mm. not as deliberately. Mm. With these two, it's been much more deliberate. Mm -hmm. um, my funny story, Sarah. She's we're in the. She must have been about two, and we're in the supermarket. You know, she's in the in the baby seat. Yeah, on the trolley. Know, the, the, I'm trying to unpack the stuff into the yeah onto, uh, onto the conveyor. Yeah, belt, you know, yeah. the woman behind the thing, yeah. middle aged woman doing yeah. the, you know packing the bags, doing the taking everything through, and Sarah's going, Dad, Dad, there's you know something for Father Christmas, and I've sort of she want you know she wanted me to get a CD or something you know and I've and I've, I've sort of looked up from pulling things off and, and really irritated and gone I've told you so many times there is no Santa and then carried on doing what I'm doing and this woman behind the the thing is looking at me like I'm a monster yeah, you're like a monster. I'm an absolute oh, monster how dare you it was one of my that. funniest I just thought it was hilarious yeah, you know it was just so good yeah and there's Sarah in tears like she's literally you know, she's sobbing but she's sobbing not because there's no Santa but because she can't have the CD or yeah whatever she wants it was. the CD yeah, <laughs> of course yeah. the woman just looks at me like I'm a monster. But it's been a deliberate, you know, yeah, it's yeah, a deliberate yeah. thing. And and it's not yet about, like, you know, obviously there's a, you know, there's an, there's an anti-racist theme that comes through mm -hmm. when I talk with them. There is yeah. a deliberately, but I don't need to push that much anyway. Their world is much more open and sure. much, you know, much bit nicer in that sense. Music definitely with William couldn't believe I wasn't bringing the Beatles here today. Oh, he 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 he's listening to every single Beatles song at the moment. Right, Actually, every he's, single oh, song. What a great time of his so, life! So he oh. so he's his playlist is Beatles, Dylan, 
and Cohen uh, <laughs> and and sorry and Abba he loves he loves Abba he's got a mom. great musical education there that's uh, it, it's wow. good isn't it but it, but it, but again he's he's a, <clears> he's a nice young you know he's a very humanist in his yeah. philosophy and his yeah. approach you yeah. know his, his best friend's a Chinese guy and you know that there's no there's not an ounce of any no, we've hopefully any moved on a, we've, we've hopefully moved on a little bit from our experience yeah. as, as growing up or whatever I think so yeah. I think so but, yeah. you, but you do try and inculcate them do you, do you well. talk specifically um, to, to Sarah or William about your you know London 70s experiences and try and impart yeah, the way so, that was so what, I, what I've, just, I've done with all three of you know three of them that are old enough to wander around when we go back to London mm. this so I went back to London in January with, with Will mm. And I walk him around the East End. Yep. So I show him where my grandparents used to mm-hmm. live. I show him where the old synagogue was. Sh- mm-hmm. You know, obviously you take him down Brick Lane. Yeah. You talk about the... Which, which synagogue? Just off Brick Lane, you mean? Just off Valance, yeah. Valance Road sort of? There, yeah. Yeah, down, yeah, down yeah, Valance yeah, yeah. Road. So, so I take him and I take him on the canals. Yeah. To show him the canals. So, yeah. I, so I, t- I show him where his grand, you know, he didn't, didn't really know my mum. She was, you know, she died when yeah. he was quite young. Yeah. So I sort of show, I'm trying to give them some of that appreciation of, yeah. of the heritage yes yeah and he, he he's he's just drinking it up as did, yeah. as did Morris and as did as did Livy he, right okay so he's obviously old enough now to really appreciate it probably wants yeah. to know some of this stuff probably wants to ask some questions about absolutely. it absolutely yeah absolutely and and with Sarah not and, quite not quite old enough she, to yeah she's not um, she's not old enough she's she's just I mean she's naughty Sarah is she's got I, I think she um She's got achondroplasia, mm-hmm. so she's got dwarfism. Yeah. So she's so she's little. Yeah. And she's on a clinical trial with the children's. Yes. Um, so every day she has to have an injection. And what's what's happening is that the uh, so it's the first time ever they've had any treatment for mm-hmm. achondroplasia. Yeah. Guy at the children's who's a who's a pioneer in this field. It's a genetic treatment, and what it does is it stops the growth plates being bombarded with signals, yeah. which confuse <clears throat> sorry confuse the signals and cut down growth. Yeah. So this thing regulates the signals, this this peptide that we inject into her. Yeah. So she hates being bloody injected every day. Like she's been doing it for two years. She's now. gone up for two years. Yeah. So she's nine. Been she's been getting it since she was seven, and <clears throat> she doesn't like being, you know, having achondroplasia. Why? No. Why? Why have I got it? Why can't someone else have it? Sure. But she is. Um, She's just naughty as, you know, like the, <laughs> I've taught her to pour my wine. Yeah. So she, she's now the official wine pourer right. in the house. Yeah. And, um, but she, you know, you can see yourself growing up again, you know, yeah. it's quite, it's yeah. quite a lovely sort of element, I think, yeah. which I'm good, which I will nurture and I will, because yeah. she needs to be, you know, she's going to have enough crap without, um, yeah. you know, and so there's needs a bit of fire and yeah. not, not to be sort of, you know, all the, all the crap cut out of her. Was there ever a discussion between you, know, you and Elizabeth or just in your own mind that, and I, you know, I understand, I know you're not changing your beliefs, but, you know, as a, as a confirmed sort of atheist, um, you know, who doesn't believe in the tooth fairy, um, I mean, that one's obviously up for debate, but, um, <laughs> hope there's no kids listening. To yes. Us. Yeah. I know. I thought spoiler alert. Um, uh, but you know, some of these very, very difficult, um, some of these very difficult subjects and discussions that you have to have with your children about, you know, everything from why the, you know, where the gerbil's gone when it died to, you know, to yeah. why has, why has, why have I got this illness or, or whatever else, yeah. you know, religion specifically gave parents an 
out gave gave them a way to frame things why what happens after we die you know what yeah. why why is why should this happen so you know? it, come, it comes back to that existentialism doesn't it you know yeah. so what i want my kids to grow up understanding is this is their chance mm-hmm. there's not a magic afterlife that mm-hmm. you that you go mm-hmm. to that you know this doesn't matter anymore yeah this is the you know when we have no purpose we're here for you know, relatively short time. We're here to burn yeah. energy, really, if you get into some of the, the physics sure, of it and, sure. and the rest of it. So I'd rather that they, they live understanding that what they do at that time is important mm. as opposed to worrying about later. So mm. I, I do, we do, um, you know, I hate the, the way our society is trying to remove death as a thing. Yeah. You know, and it comes, for, you know, right from working in a hospital where you see, you know, keeping people alive forever that probably don't want to be you know but people that, are scared though you know people are scared aren't they i mean they, they, yeah, of course they get scared but there's also people that you know that don't want any of the treatment that gets, oh no sorry gets i don't mean i mean delivered. people not yeah. patients in a hospital necessarily yeah. but, but what people. i teach my kids is that you, you live on in the people that knew you afterwards okay you know so yeah you finish and you're gone yeah but you you know you i live on hopefully in their memory you know, you know. look you ever been disappointed by how long gravestones take to lose their their words you know have you ever noticed that you got you got a max you got a max you got a max in a non sort of you know seaside seaside environment barely barely 5200 so i i want to be cremated i want my ashes scattered on the bar one or or on up to park and and then and then a but, little plaque somewhere. No, I don't care about that. No plaque. I want just, my head mounted on the on the living room. On a spike. Oh, on the, in the living room. So I want it above the fireplace. Just just a mummified. Just, just my mummified. No, yeah. no, not mummified. Oh. You know, um, taxidermy. Oh, proper proper stuff. Oh, I want okay. it stuffed on the on the. So this on, is an official metal, will and testament yeah, thing so happening I'm, right I'm now. Sa- I'm saying it now officially. Okay, so Elizabeth, you are listening. I know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Elizabeth's just refused point blank. Right, she, she won't have it. She, she won't have it. She doesn't want to watch the telly with you anymore. Yeah, she doesn't. She thinks that's unreasonable. I've got the remote control now. Now that you've gone, yeah. I mind you, that would be an object in frustration when it yeah. being stuck on the wall without being you, able to oh, touch the remote no, control. I can't watch this again. Yeah, no, serious. No more Love Island or or the Voice. Elizabeth doesn't watch Love Island, but the um, yeah. So I don't think it's going to happen. But that's my um. That's what you'd like to have. I'd like to. I wouldn't really. Yeah, I yeah. I I think. Um, and you know what I'm getting at, you know, like it's, uh, it's no. been a place of, well, no, what I'm saying is that the religion traditionally, yeah. tradition has been a place of Plus. refuge, um, in, in a, in an often hopeless situation. It's given people something yeah. to, to comfort them. Don't worry. It'll be okay later. Sure. Or, or now, or, you know, yeah. or, you know, or, or now. Yeah. It's just nonsense. Anyway. So am I, my, um. Yeah, you know, we don't need to get into organised religion and all the evils and crimes no, we don't, that we really are committed don't. and all mm. the rest of it. And um, we can, but, you know, I just can't believe that so many people still believe in anything. Mm. You know, we live in 2018. Mm. But, you know, science is a form of, uh, is a belief system. You know, oh. people people have, um, people have limited, most people have limited understanding of very complex um, systems and, and, yeah. and concepts. I mean, I don't know if you've ever tried to uh, get into quantum physics at all and, and try to read any of that no. stuff, and it very quickly becomes almost unintelligible for me anyway. Yeah. Um, and you're probably ahead of the average punter on this stuff. Possibly. I would suspect. Probably not. I'm not I, I wouldn't ascribe too much to me, yeah. mate. But, um, you know... Well, at least you come from a, a scientific 
Yeah, there's, there's some Discipline, science. Yeah. There's some science in my in my education, I suppose. You'd have had to have done some maths. Probably. I, I, I did get forced to do <laughs> no, so. We don't, yeah. You don't, might not want to talk too much about it. <laughs> yeah, it brings out the, um, the imposter syndrome pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you, you have to make a choice about what to believe yeah. sooner or later, don't you? Or, you know, you don't have to, but most people do. Yeah. So uh, I've believed since I was very young. Yeah, and that's, that's so, your truth. You're not living a lie. You're, yeah, you're, you're, no. um, so I'm worried about how I live, how if I'm a decent human being, yeah, you've which got, I try to be most of the time. Yeah, yeah. you don't need uh, the church to tell you how to, no. belie- to behave because you think no. you, have, you adhere to your own yeah. set of moral but principles. But if ever we're in doubt, we have wives. <laughs> to, to to give us that moral compass, to give us that compass, right on. That sounds like a good time to <laughs> to dive out of uh, existentialism and religion into. What did we say? Oh, should we go to pulp? Yeah, go on. And I did. I I I feel like I've I've bullied you out of Billy Bragg, but I think I think I've sung half of it on the on the. I don't, yeah, we've I've got, given you half. You've of given us Billy Bragg. Okay. Um, yeah, you're uh, choosing my words carefully slightly too old to have had this have no no bear with me bear with me to have this hit to have this hit you at that time when you were pogoing uh, you know around uh, clubs in the west end until the 2000s did it well 95 actually 95 but um i was brought to this but what what i mean is you weren't a student you weren't a you weren't a teenager because he was talking about the the student experience i didn't come across this till i was in australia yeah yeah 95 no no i wasn't in australia until 2000. Yep. So you were living in Wellington when this came out, 95? Yeah, but I didn't know it then. Oh, okay. I knew, I didn't listen to any of this music. So knowing your, uh, your predisposition for lyrics, lyrics. there we go. Yeah. This, this spoke yeah. to your experience somehow. Of course it did. In, in many, many different ways. It didn't yeah. it just speak to millions and millions of, yeah. of English people yeah. who, you know the, cl- the, cl- the if there's a better if there's a better set of lyrics about the class system, yeah. You know, in a, in a funny way as well, done in a, with the lightest of touch, but just with this yeah. brutal. Have, have you heard the William Shatner version? Yes, I have. In it fact, fabulous, Jason. If you're listening, isn't that crazy? Paul just came up with this. My mate Jason, who I interviewed in uh, LA a few weeks ago, yeah. picked the William Shatner oh, version of this yeah. of this as as one of his seven songs. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't take William Shatner to space necessarily. He was but. well there's there was kind of a reason as well that he that yeah. Jason picked it, but isn't that interesting? Yeah. Um but so why did you and pick the, why did, And the yeah. William Shatner Sorry. one is mm. produced by Joe Jackson, of course. Well Joe Jackson sang the live version on stage with him and uh as did um there's the piano Ben Folds yeah. they appeared on that. Yeah. So, so yes. But so why did you pick why'd I pick Common People yes Um, I picked all of them because of the albums to start with because you've only got seven albums so uh, unlike your mate who didn't listen to the instructions well he did and then he just completely subverted it didn't bring any albums that I didn't like so I had to like the album thank you for adhering to the (laughs) well also if you're going to be stuck in space you want a bloody album you don't want just well you do have Nitrous Rock Side I know actually I thought of that as a short so you're you're detective you're, sorry, in, not your detective. The book you're, I'm writing. Your hit, hitman doctor. I remembered, yeah, yeah. So your hitman doctor, yeah. he's got to kill the guy that invents nitrous oxide to stop oh. it spreading. And it's actually, a, it has other properties, not just yeah. not just for getting songs. I wonder if I could, I hadn't thought about working it into my book. Yeah, so okay. there's, there's an angle there for you. You don't want to send my mind racing off on that. This is about you, I've given mate. You, I've given you an angle
this the so I used to do lots of driving with my, so on the weekends I'd go back to New Zealand mm. with with the you know to see the kids yeah we'd be, we'd go driving places because Wellington quickly got very boring for yeah, for pretty, a weekend pretty small so we'd drive up to Palmerston or mm. we'd drive up into the Himataka Rimataka's or you know wherever and so this was one of the songs that I taught them to sing. So we'd be driving wherever, <laughs> you know, 110k an hour. That's great. With common people sure. blaring really loud. And, and Morris and Libby both both singing, all three of us singing top of our voices wow. alongside yeah. it. Yeah. And it's just one of those songs that you can... So it reminds you of that particularly reminds as me well. of that. Yeah. And it also, but it just, you want to get up and dance. Mm. When this is on, you, oh, yeah. you want to get up and this isn't a sitting down, Stunning, sitting still yes. song. This yeah. is this is a yeah. jumping around song. Yeah, and I love the, um, you know, the, the cynicism in it. Yes, it's just, it's just all the realism in it. it. All the realism. Like, yeah, you know that line. That line that slays me every time is um, watching righteous cry on the wall. Yeah. You could call your dad and he can stop it all. That's no, yeah, right. Just. Doesn't he just skewer the whole sense of the establishment? Yeah. And how in the many UK? people did we know in university oh, like that? Totally, you know, totally. Anyway. Although, 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 I, I don't know about your experience, but um, you know, going to university. Where did you go to uni again? City of London Poly. Yeah, yeah. So going there, no City of London Poly. Yeah, it's been rebadged as uh, it's now Guildhall University, Guildhall London University, university yeah, now. Yeah, and it's, yeah, yeah. It was un, it's Allgate. Yeah, I know. Break Lane, just yeah. down the road from where from London Hospital. Mm. Um, uh, you know, for two blokes... There's I'm, an irony there, isn't there? You know, it everything is. of mine was around a certain spot. Yeah. So I never moved far from the East End for anything. Yeah. All my soccer was there, all yeah, my, yeah, my yeah. sports teams, my... Home. Home. You know, but, but I stayed at university there. I didn't move away. But I'm then I met I'm a Kiwi... You. Yeah, and and I never I never been on holiday. You know, I never yeah, I never yeah, used to go away because yeah. I played soccer in the football in the winter. You loved it. You're happy there. And cricket in the summer. Yep. And so I couldn't. I never went on holidays. No. So I used to stay in London. Very content in 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 your Quite, milieu. I had, the, I had the same bar stool. You yeah. know, in the, in the, in the <laughs> now we're getting a bit. The, now that's a bit weird. No, no. But you, you more but or less. I know, you know, I you, have, you get, get the it. you get the picture. And then I meet a Kiwi, and we do two years travel and Bosh. and gone from London for thirty odd years now. So it's quite. You know that that resonates, um, yeah, and that's just life, isn't it? That's the way that life turns Amazing. out. But the, um, you know, what I, what I hope you share with me is that, you know, going from an environment where you didn't know a single person that went to private school, yeah. public school as, as it was called, and so therefore, they're, you My know, cousins. It's well, oh, okay. Well, there's a slightly there's a so for our poverty within within working class or lower middle yeah. class or whatever. There's there there was always a slight uh, you know there was a disdain certainly towards people that came from privilege yeah. as we saw it. But then you go to university and hey ho, they're nice people. They're lovely, just like you know. No, I didn't get on with them. Any of them? I didn't get on with oh, them. So I, Paul, I um, really? Yeah, no, I was such an. Inst- you you know, were just class in, war inverted snob. I really was. Yeah. So oh, really, that's yeah. very close-minded of you. Yeah, well, I haven't got any mates from uni. I got mates from uh, British Telecom. Got mates from you know well, everywhere, then, everywhere I've been, but not uh, not uni. Okay. So I hate all the little kids and the, anyway, yeah, it's, it's not their fault though. Sorry, no, it's not their fault. Of course, it's not. You know, they weren't, they didn't get a choice of the... No, but that's the stuff you never analyse that we talked about before, you know. And yet you've always been a deep thinker and... Yeah, for other people. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's listen. Sorry, were you going to say something else about Pulp before I press play? No, press play. Okay. (laughs) 
lecture at St. Martin's College, that's where I go to I. She told me that the damp was loaded. I said, my case on the room, Coca Cola. She said, fine. And then in 30 seconds' time, she said, I wanna live like common people. Do whatever common people do. Wanna sleep with common people. I wanna sleep with common people like you. What else could I do? I said, oh, I'll see what I can do. I took her to a supermarket. I don't know why, but I just started somewhere. So it started. There. I said, pretend you got no money. And she just laughed and said, Are you so funny? I said, Yeah. I can't see anyone else smiling. Are you sure? You wanna live like common people? You wanna see whatever common people see? Wanna sleep with common people? You wanna sleep with common people like me but she didn't understand and she just smiled and held my I don't 
I, I don't know. Um, I suppose maybe it was a tiny bit long for general yeah. release, but they they lost that whole verse, yeah. you know, which is kind of a shame, isn't it? Everybody hates a tourist, yeah. especially one who thinks it's all such a laugh. And the tube station grease will come off in the bathtub. You know what a talk about yeah. Paul Weller and his yeah. and 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 his um, you know mastery. Of, of poetry and, and words, but that, I yeah. mean, gee whiz. No, it's amazing. Very have you seen, have you seen the film about them breaking up, their last, their final no, gig? No, no, So I they've made a film and it's, it really, you know, it's released. Like a, a documentary about, it was, yeah, it was a, do, it a was backstage a documentary. documentary kind of thing. Yeah, and it was, it was fantastic, huh. about their last gig. And, no, um, yes, when did that, is that? Oh, goodness, maybe four years ago. Did not know that. Worth, worth, worth getting. So Absolutely there was enmity, there was enmity in the breakup. It wasn't all happy campers. That's no, mostly happy campers. Okay. It was planned. It was all. It was all planned. I know that. But it was like they did the last gig back home. So where where are they from? They're, they're uh, Hudders? No, not Huddersfield. Where's he from? Jarvis anyway, is from. It was from where Rochdale? No, no. It's where wherever their home is. Hull. It's not Hull, Hull but it's somewhere oh, like that. Yeah. Anyway, and they and and it, it was and they they follow a group of fans as well. Oh. And it's really well. Really I'd love to see that. And well done. It's yes. Just well, a good do- good documentary. A good documentary. Yeah. And. And uh, what were your feelings when he uh, the famous stage invasion when Michael Jackson was? Uh, Do you hear about that one? No. Oh, didn't oh, it's um he I, it was like when Michael was in his full on I am the Messiah yeah you know, and he had all these kids on stage which makes your skin crawl but you know was it We Are the World or something one of those it was po- you know way yeah, past yeah. Thriller and all that and he was at some award show <clears throat> you know and, and I, I haven't even. God, I can't. I've seen I've seen what Jarvis did, but I think he was like in a messianic. Yeah, and Jarvis pose. gets up on stage. Jarvis gets up. Jarvis invades the stage oh, and starts fabulous. and he starts dancing around and waving his arms oh, around until good. he's until so he's, he's completely off. pissed. Just yeah, I think so, and just skewers the the yeah, absurdity yeah. of, yeah, of yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael good. Jackson. I like him. Yeah, what a legend. And I think he's he's gone on. I want to say he's like a he's got a career now as a sort of a journalist and and writer. I think as okay. well, hasn't he? Yeah. Impressive guy, very impressive guy. I'm so glad you picked that one. Um, just a very, very uh, specific time. It was part of that. I mean, because well, let's let's just before we get to the other bits and pieces that we've got to talk about. Uh, where were you geographically and and psychologically with Britpop? That sort of ninety four to ninety seven. So I, right. So I was in New Zealand. I'd, right. I'd sort of cut off when I travelled for two years, uh, the 89, 90, 91, mm-hmm. through that period. We, we spent two years <coughs> travelling and then sort of just chopped off, you know, back in New Zealand, didn't listen to to radio particularly. Mm-hmm. So it missed me completely. So I got back to, you know, I later came across Pulp, Blur, mm. you know, Oasis, mm-hmm. if you want to mm-hmm. put the other one in there. Yeah. And... um you know, later, absolutely, you know, just got blown away. Love the music. Love the music. Yeah. Hate, you know, hate that the gallows are a bunch of tools, aren't they? But the, the music is, yeah. and that particular album, you know, what's the story? Morning Glory is just. So song. you missed, uh, I guess, I making my professional home. connection. You, you, you know, as my skill as an interviewer here, but, uh, the part of Britpop, if you lived, if you were lucky enough to be in London, and I choose my words carefully, if yeah. you were lucky enough to be in London at that point, or in England probably at that point, was this kind of end to 
um, the, the the politics and the politicians that came before Tony Blair yeah. and the sense in 97 that there was a, you know, it was the closest we came to our sort of Kennedy moment, I think. Yeah. And you were, you know, someone who's got your political beliefs and your systems yeah. growing up, you know, whatever Blair turned out to be, yeah. and whatever actually he was at the time, you were unlucky to miss out on on yeah. that that sense of change and optimism that that came yeah. along with it. You know, of course, he got hijacked to you know magazine articles and the rest of it. So you weren't even aware of that. You know, that that shift in the political system in the UK. I knew, you know, of course, of course, you knew that the Tories were were gone. We're gone you knew yeah. that Blair was in. I've very good friends who really dislike, you know, left wing friends who yeah. dislike Blair. Yeah, mm-hmm. think the Tories are better, which is just mm. I argue is complete nonsense. So that. You know, you go back to you went back to London to visit during that period. I used to go back every year, um, or at least eighteen months. And you'd and you'd, you know, there's there's less people sleeping on the streets. Yeah. When Labour are in, there's you know there's investment <coughs> in the NHS. You got all that big building that started. You know, I think University College got rebuilt. Um, the London got rebuilt a bit later than that. You know, so there's a whole investment in the NHS that Thatcher had just completely. You know, taken out trillions and trillions of pounds of of cumulative money. Um, so you got all of that, but you didn't hear the the, the cultural, you know, the music, mm. the television, mm-hmm. the, all that stuff didn't fit alongside it. Didn't mm. come alongside it. Mm. Missed that. So, um, so you got some friends that are Corbynites still, keeping that whole thing going. Yeah, a bit. Yeah, a little bit. Mm. A little bit. I just despair. I, you know, with Brexit, you sort of. I, a very horrible part of me hopes that England gets, you know, completely ostracised by the world now, becomes little England, you know, some yeah. forgotten windswept corner. Although that, although that punishes what, loads yeah. and loads of people that didn't, well, it pun- didn't want it. punishes it. the people that didn't bother to turn out and vote. Okay, you know? sure. Well, anyway. that's, that's every election though, isn't it? Every system of election yeah, everywhere. Yeah, but this is a, a, you know, this is a one-off change. This isn't an election that you get five years and then you can mm. go and change it again. This is the... This is a gone. <laughs> like, what about well? Okay, what about the? Uh, where, where do you? Where do you? What, what's your understanding of this whole uh, anti-Semitism row that surrounds Corbyn and his, his supporters? Is that being drummed up by Murdoch and, and the rest of them, or is I think it, that's is, drummed up? Yeah, you don't. You don't. That doesn't put you off. Sorry, that's a very tough question. So just don't, and you can you can uh, the, bat that one away. Uh, look, I've, I don't know all, enough details. Okay, about yeah, it, that's fair. Yeah, but there'll also be with the bits that I have seen. There's a lot of nuance in it, and there a lot is. of it's complex. Beat up. It's yeah. complex. Yeah. Well, well okay. Well, it's I, I am I am keen to because you know you're writing and you're you know you you said that your right great grandmother's story. Great, yeah, great grandmother. So and you know I, having said what you said about being an atheist. Yeah. Where does where does um, being Jewish fit into your life yeah. in term, I mean history obviously but we're, we're, so so I used to make the distinction when I was a kid between the religion and the culture mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I would my, my grand my Zayda so my, my, my mum's parents had a, a big effect on me as well so my mum mm-hmm. once my dad left we cut off all of their family yeah alright so he was one of seven brothers he had, oh, he had parents Wow. Um, they had kids. <clears throat> so I never saw any of them again. Wow. Either. So a big, big chunk of family. Not Didn't live too far away from they, I was going to say they're in the East End. All in the East End. Wow. Yeah. So I just ch- ch- cut them off, right? Didn't didn't want them anymore. Um, but, you know, we, we used to have an electric meter at home. So mm. we'd have to put 50 With the coin. With yeah. Because yeah, yeah. we couldn't afford an electric bill. Yeah, so we had a, yeah. we had a bloody a, a, a coin meter on the phone as well. Yes. Same oh, reason. Oh, yeah, yeah. So... 
So we'd have a there'd be a pile of fifty p's on top of yeah. it because when the lights went out, in, yeah. you know, at night it was pitch black. Yeah. So you'd be scrambling around to try and find the cupboard under mm. the stairs where the meter box was in, and you'd find the fifty p on top, and you'd stick it in the slot, and hey, presto, the, the yeah. lights come on yeah. again. Yeah, get another hour off. Another, another hour. hour <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and um, uh, but my bo- my my dad's mum, if she would babysit, would nick the fifty p's. Oh. You know, and that's that's the family. So the apple never fell far from the tree. No, the no, apples never fell far, from, fell far, which make, makes them really good writing materials. Sure. So I've got a lot sure. more stuff on this. So. Sure. Anyway, but my so I grew up my my, my Bubba and Zader, but so Bubba and Zader is Jewish. And they're, they're catch-all terms for grandfather and grandmother. Grandmother and grandfather. Yeah. Zader is Zader grandfather. Is, yep. Bubba's grandmother, mm-hmm. and there's variants mm-hmm. depending on the country. And yep. Anyway, they're Bubba and Zader. So Zader was blind. So he went blind age seven. He, they'd, mm. they'd what, was the, what was the underlying trachoma? I don't know. Don't know. Yeah. But it was, an, it was reversible. But because they didn't speak English, yeah. they didn't get access to... Didn't get the treatment. The treatment. Mm. Anyway, so, so he went blind. So I used to take him to synagogue. So okay. up, until, up until I left England, yeah. I would take my, my Zayda to, to synagogue, to all the festivals to, right. on Saturdays. Right. So I used to take him and I'd go, go around his house and I'd walk him down. Was he observant? Was it? Was oh, did, he was. Yeah, yeah he, he was, was probably. He, he, absolutely. Mm. And um, he, he also was a basket maker. So because so, yeah. they were given a craft when they were yeah. kids with, you know, something they could do with their hands. Yeah. And so, um, so part of his livelihood was, was, had been making baskets so I used to go and varnish them for him right because my bubba used to do it but then her, she got bad arthritis so he could still do it even though he couldn't see yeah well that was he the point still... they gave him a craft so because he, he still... was because he was blind they yeah. trained him as a basket maker because you he could just have my sense of touch it's something you could do with touch absolutely huh. so, he, so he taught me how to make baskets wow. but I used to go and varnish them for him mm. so I'd sit in his in his garage varnishing baskets yeah. while he would be weaving you know, so that would, you know, once a week I'd go around, you know, like Tuesday after school. Yeah. Go and do the lawns and go and do the... Yeah. Anyway. And um, so I was, you know, I had a very p- profound sense of the culture because I used to go to synagogue, yeah. and, you know. Yeah. But I didn't believe in anything. Sure. So I used to, so I'd go and, we'd, you know, the fast, Yom Kippur. Yeah. We'd, we'd go on the fri- on the night, whatever the night, Friday night usually. You'd go on the, well, actually it could be any day of the week, I think. Anyway, you'd go, you'd go on the night and I'd go home and, and break the fast symbolically. So I'd go and eat a beef burger or something just to just to show I don't believe in this. Right. I'm but not, not with him. Not, not in front of him. No, not in front no, of him. No, no, let him know. No, that would offend him. That would offend him. So um so I didn't believe in anything, but I but I was proud of the culture. And mm. I used to be proud of the numbers of writers and you know, musicians, oh, not all the yeah. other sort of stuff. Anyway. And um and also back in the East End, you know, so this was after he'd moved out, but in, back in the East End, so now we're going back to, you know, age eight, nine, ten, mm. Paul. He, um, he, they had a cafe. So I remember he, my bubba would, would make all these cups of tea. Mm-hmm. And so big, you know, the big wooden tray and you'd stick the sort of, yeah, of course, the 20, yeah, yeah. 24 little yeah, Usually like the green teas. sort of. Yeah, exactly. uh, and, and they would stack four of them on top of each I other. I know what you mean. He'd stick them on his head. Ha. Huh. He'd take them out of the shop wow. and he'd deliver them in the factories around. So all the sweatshops oh around. So he'd, he'd know five steps that way, then six or ten steps up to the first D- floor. Did he have any sense of light no, dark? None. Nothing. Nothing. Completely blind. Nothing. All, all completely wow. blind. Wow. And he would take all, and he would deliver them, you know, all, so I used to watch him. Do, it's phenomenal. You can see it now. You can I just can, see him delivering the, stuff. Um, God. The, um, he, was a, he was an Arsenal fan. 
I don't know if you remember when um, Arsenal went to Liverpool to ha- and they had to win to win the league. Yeah, of course. Last yeah, Michael Thomas. Season. Michael Thomas scored. So I, f- I phoned him up at half time, and they were one. You know, and I think everybody in England watched the game. So for anyone who's listening, <laughs> Arsenal. It was the last game of the season. Arsenal hadn't won the league for years and years and years. Liverpool and I'm not Liverpool had the most incredible Liverpool, team. Liverpool, the most incredible team. European Cup winners. They they were league champions the year before. Um, Arsenal had to win by two goals. To, to overtake them on goal difference. So they joined them on points and they'd win the league on goal difference. And so they scored a goal in the first half and I phoned up with Zader at half time and, you know, it's going well and blah, 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 blah. And then um, the end of the game, if, if you, everyone's in tears. Like, well, I was in tears. Everyone's in tears. <laughs> Mickey Thomas. And I still don't know how he went round Grobelar and put the ball in the net. Because I think... You know, for anyone listening to this, and, just YouTube uh, yeah. doesn't give you the, the emotion but, that Paul's talking but it's about. One of these, but it's, the goal is incredible. But, but it's one of these things that if you wrote it in a book, you would go, that's just complete yeah. bullshit. You know, they're one of these things that sport throws up. Anyway, I phoned up Zader at the end of the game. Actually, I didn't phone him at half time. Sorry, I phoned him at the end of the game. Fast forward to his deathbed. As, as he's dying, I'm in New Zealand. As he's dying, he said to my mum, I knew it was Paul who rang me when the phone rang mm-hmm. talking about the end of that game anyway yeah. so we were very close me and Zayda were, were, were very beautiful, close man. anyway so um, I can't remember where that was where that's going with that so being Jewish so so subsequently I'm because in my politics and how I've grown up and, and also because of you know I, 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 I'm very ashamed of how Israel treats Palestinians okay okay and I think what's happened is the Israelis often act as bad as the Nazis did. You know, you kill one of us, we'll kill a hundred of you. It's that okay. sort of disproportionate return. So if ever you see the sort of, you know, the rocket attacks that go over in the Golan Heights and the other places, you know, and the Palestinians shouldn't send rockets over, but then they get completely disproportionate yeah. um, force back at them. And it's exactly what the Nazis did. And I think, you know, because of all that, you've, I felt, st- you felt stripped of your culture. Okay. So I'm no longer that made you feel less close to your culture. That the... well, I, I, I stripped it away. Explain so, to me. Explain to everybody. Then maybe this is unfair, but you know, just what the nation of Israel means then, because it's not just a country, correct? It's it's because you 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 associate the acts of Israel with with um, with Judaism. Absolutely. Yeah. Of Which course. is not the same as um, English hooligans, you know. That doesn't that doesn't that shames England, but but the whole nation. Well, it's not of official is, government policy. So no. official government policy in Israel is to go and put homes, Jewish settler homes, into the middle of Palestinian um, territory. And but it's to, very to much about take... the religion side of it. It's not, you know. But you're talking about the culture. You know, you 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 identify strongly with the traditions and the culture and the good things, the amazing. Yeah, things I'm saying I can't pick and choose. You can't separate the two. I'm not allowed to pick and choose. I if I, you know, what do you mean you're not being, allowed to? What do you mean? Well, I won't allow myself to. Right. You know, so I won't allow myself to. The, the, the hope, you know, for me, the hope is that the same as Ireland, same as everywhere else. You know, the way where. where 
the only way to get peace is by mm. being peaceful. But all you need is love, right? And and so, you know, the way what happened in Northern Ireland was mm. eventually mothers got so sick and tired of their kids being killed mm. that they banded together and mm. shamed. <laughs> essentially, they shamed the terrorists into you know on both sides. Gosh, we just need into, the women in, to take in, over, into, really, don't we? Into into coming, you know, to, <sighs> yeah. to putting their arms down. And but you might you might as happened. well say you might as well say I, I've given up on 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 men. Because you know uh, what we're talking about yeah. is always perpetrated by men, isn't it? Yeah, of course. You know? And of course, uh, you know, of course, you, you there's a sense <sighs> of that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, okay. So, so, so I gave up. So in terms of my Jewish culture, yeah. I sort of have gone through many, many years. So I fight with every Jew I meet because uh, I insist on letting them know right. that I don't agree with them about right. Israel. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. I so I can't. I see. It's like a, you know, I see, I see one, and I'll beeline over there, and, and oh, you actually actively seek act, those actively, conversations. Yeah, I actually go and uh, seek them out and and fight with them. What do you mean you see one over there? It's like not you mean you like can, Orthodox? You, you can spot them. No, you can. You know, you, Jewish well, as a Jewish person, you, no, you, you, you can, can spot. You can generally see other people. So it's like a gaydar, but not it's for a, gay people. You've got a, a judar. I've got a judar. We've just invented a new. That's good. A judar. I have a judar. Anyway, the Judah. Um, but the, um, uh, that's funny. But it's it's you know it's 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 you know it's part of who you are is is that sort of combativeness probably and that you know tilting yeah. at windmills trying to knock stuff over maybe anyway. I mean, but, I've, but, 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 so uh, yeah, go on. Can yeah. I? I was going to go to the writing. So at the same time, I'm very concerned that my kids don't know. So we've got family photos at home where um, in you know in, in England where. You know, big big groups of people, all of whom disappeared during during the the forties during the yeah. war. So you know, presumably they all got shipped off to camps and and got killed almost from from Eastern Europe. From all in Eastern Europe, yeah. 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 So, these, these, so are, these are the extended family from Romania. Yeah, so these, and these are the ones that didn't sure that didn't come out. So, so the ones that didn't at the turn of the twentieth century, the ones that didn't come to England with your yeah. great grandparents, the ones would have, that would have stayed, been yeah. wiped out in, yeah. in yeah. Eastern Europe. So we're yeah. talking mostly probably Romania, like Russia. Would have died for other reasons. Did anyone probably. manage to escape from the camps? Any well, of not that we family? know, but so many people lost all contact with each other. Yeah, you know, so lives were just completely. You know, the the, the often the ones that survived, not you know, they did, they didn't have much left of what you know of their no, no. Anyway. But, but you you remember like I do, um, and, and it's a bit like Second World War veterans now, which you know you just think when you're younger they're just everywhere because every yeah. everyone over 60 or whatever was you know yeah. and um but we we all rem- we we remember the tattoos on the forearms yeah. and what that meant you know and in australia as well i have to say you know um uh certainly around in, when i worked in sydney you know in st vincent's yeah. in sydney lots of some and, people would come in and you'd see them right, right. And, and i just wonder now whether that would it, whether, whether someone of a certain younger age would even understand what that yeah. is anymore, which is kind of amazing, isn't it? Yeah. So there's a, there's definitely a, um, you know, there's a concern that people that, you know, by the time, I mean, there are enough wars around that, you know, that we start or yeah, we're I part mean, of, that yeah. there's enough people with, with knowledge of war and how terrible pick war your, is. Pick your genocide or whatever. Yeah, that's mm. right. But the, um, one of the things I was worried about, though, was that my, my kids in particular didn't, would have no understanding. Yes. They don't know that they would, you know, they don't, they're not Jewish because their mums weren't Jewish. So, okay. So that's like that lineage doesn't, doesn't, no. tra- so mm. the religion follows the, follows the maternal didn't, line. Didn't Elizabeth do some study 
into Judaism, though, didn't no. she? She never looked into it at no. all. No, 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 no. no. I don't know what I was thinking of there. No. So you don't. So do you even? Did did you um did you do your? Um, I did. Yeah, I did my bar mitzvah. Bar mitzvah. Yes, I did a bar mitzvah. But but you you actively decided that that wouldn't be the case with uh, with William and Mo. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so, and so. Do they ever talk about it? Would you ever speak about it with them, Davis? Oh, Dad, what about you know? No, I've never taken them to synagogue, uh, even see what it was like. Okay. No interest. Anyway, so yes, but what I've done. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've got to say, I'm fascinated uh, with Judaism. I, I've, 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 you know, one of my very closest mates is like he's non-observant and everything, yeah. you know. But I, I just ask questions, ask questions. Yeah. I'm, I'm so I used to go. You know, I, I take Zader every week. I could read it fluently. Oh, you know, so I, I can read the script. <laughs> What's the difference between Yiddish and um, Hebrew? Hebrew. He, well, Yiddish is an East European language. Yes, and Hebrew is an ancient. That is ancient Jewish language. So, so what's the harder one East. to understand, that to, to write and to read, or which one do you do? You, do you know both? No, can Hebrew. You Hebrew. I'm talking Hebrew, not Yiddish. Right. So you can't read and write he- Yiddish. Yiddish. No, but no, you, no, no. But right. I, I can. I can. I wouldn't. Couldn't understand it. But I can write it and oh. read it. So oh. I know what it, I know what it's saying. I know the sounds. Still the letters. Yeah. Yeah. I could, yeah. I could, I could get to it quite quickly. Good lord. If I wanted to. So do you the, think it's a shame that your boys don't have that, or your girls as well? Well, I think it's a shame they don't have Chinese or Japanese. Okay. Or, you know. Except that you're not Chinese or Japanese. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying, well, to, I'm not, I'm not trying to be argumentative, but I, yeah, yeah. it comes from a place well, of, but, of, of almost envy, if that's, yeah. which sounds ridiculous. Well, ridiculous. Yeah. You know, but, it, but, you know, in terms of the, you know, the strong, uh, you know, the identity you know the uh, that the incredible history, and I know that a lot of it was awful. You know, persecution yeah. and being stateless and all the rest of it. But but you know, I just I've just I think that's why I'm fascinated. You know, the history of of culture and art and and banding together and yeah. being strong. And but I'd I'd argue that you know, as a Jewish person, I can sort of say this. It won't, <laughs> but yeah, you know, Jewish people have, because of the Holocaust. Mm. Jew, there was there was a um, there was a moral high ground that followed because of the whole Holocaust, yeah. And the Jew, and Jewish culture was seen as something to be preserved and to be cherished and sure. to be looked after, not just by Jewish people. Sure. And I think there are there are many many other cultures around the world that have had similar traumas. Mm. If you, I mean, goodness me, we live in Australia, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. and and which I, I, it's, it's a really interesting. Indigenous people often often. Um, Warm to you is the wrong word, but you know, accept you much more quickly when they know that you're Jewish, right? Because they sense the same sort of the trauma stuff. But I think that the Jews have lost that mm. high ground mm. because of what's happened okay. in the last fifty years. Okay, okay. So that's the that's my that's my that's my I understand. point. I understand. And and there are still many many other cultures, Eastern European, and you know, African Americans in, in in whatever in, yeah. you know. Middle Native Eastern, Ameri- Native Americans. Well, the rest of the Middle East. That's Mi- yeah, you know, yeah, burning. yeah, sure. So they also deserve just as much cultural mm. <laughs> recognition. Mm. But so what? But what I did was was you know despite that, it's, it's, and it's a bit sort of um, contradictory. So I've written two books. Mm. Or I've written a book. One one book on that was sort of um, on the fringe of the Holocaust. Yeah, which so I've not which I've the camps, which, which I've partly read, as you know, partly read. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's all right. Open on list. Bored. No, 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 I wasn't. No, I wasn't. I've explained to you what, I mean, you yeah. know, some of it's prosaic, but, um, you know, 
I, I how to put it you know when I uh, go to read something a novel you know a book yeah. it, there's an element of escapism for me and and retreating into a a nurturing place a, a sort of a place that makes me feel less set upon yeah and uh, you know it, to be honest it it's heavy heavy going you know yeah. that the, the the topic that you picked which is essentially the holocaust you know yeah. a story set in the holocaust um i just I, you know with my the way my mind works yeah. and everything else i just found but, but it that's hard the point. to deal so the, with so the point of of writing it is to make sure my kids understand right, right. how heavy and how terrible yeah everything there how was unfair and, it and, is. and also how connected they are yeah yeah. By their by their lineage, they yeah. they're connected to it. Yeah. So, so that was that was that one. But mm. it's a contradiction to my other thing about turning my back on culture. And then the one I'm currently writing is about my great grandmother's journey. She was a, basically her and her elder sister were abandoned when she was twelve. Her sister was fourteen by first her father, which has got as I get into the story. There's so many similarities with my father. But where are you getting this information from? Just there's a little bit of of um people doing the genealogy genealogy thing yeah yeah with a bit of um y you know memory that have been written down okay so you have some there's, kind there's of written. Some, yeah <clears throat> not much not very much i'm having to make up lots but there's yeah. enough to know this so this you're starting with a, a kernel of, of information so, so they were definitely abandoned first by their dad mm. who ran off mm. with another woman but then their mum left them as well age 12 and 14 the mum left them so the mum went off to vienna and they left them in a city called Yashi or a town called Yashi, which was had a big Jewish population. And the two girls made their own way across Europe to Vienna. Oh, and then God. and then the th met up with their mother, and I've got no idea who who was looking after them. Or they well, she left them. Aunt no, no, she left them with a. So she remarried a um, a butcher who was a who was a drunk who beat her up and beat them up. Austrian? No, no, Romanian. No, no. Why did she go to no, no, Vienna? No, then? no. no the father leaves. Oh, I see. So he was sorry. Romania. He was yes. Pardon the me. mother yep, hooks yep. up with the butcher, Jewish butcher, who's also in the village in Romania on mm. town, mm. who's who's abusive and drinks, and she leaves him. But she leaves him with the daughters. Wow. <clears throat> Age twelve and fourteen. So then the daughters. What, what's in Vienna for? What? I haven't got to that part of the bottom. Oh, sorry. Pardon. Me. So that's a, spoiler alert. Is it? So oh. she's not going to Vienna. She's trying to get to the states. Oh, okay. So, so it's like a story. So the story is. Hold on, sorry, but we're, we're, we're are we in reality? Are we in what you know now? Or you I'm know, not telling you what I know. I'm, this, not, I'm this only is telling the, you what. This I know. is what happened. I'm this telling you what I know. Okay, okay, sorry. Pardon so me. the mother, the mother leaves the daughters, abandons yeah. the daughters. Yes. After the father abandons the daughters, yeah, goes to Vienna. They leave Yash, the butcher, the butcher. They run away. They make their way across Europe. Yeah. to Vienna where yeah. they meet up with the mother I've got yeah. no idea how they meet up with her but they did huh. they then the three of them go to London the three of them then get on the boat to to um, New York right the mother gets in so my great grandmother here yeah. a woman called Minna Donna gets in the elder daughter gets in but the younger daughter who's my great grandmother mm. doesn't get in and they send her back on her own age 14 by this point to London <laughs> Unbeknown to her, there's a boy that's come from the village in Yash to London who's found out that she's gone off to New York, got on the boat to New York, gets in at New York, goes and finds the mother and the daughter, finds out she's not there, goes back to London, marries her, they have a kid, they then get back on the boat to go back to New York. She doesn't get in again and the, mm. and the 
husband and the son, they've had a son by now, get in. They live with the mother in New York for a year. Then they go back to find her again. The son gets run over by a brewer's dray and killed. They have a couple more kids. They get back on the boat to go again. And she doesn't get in again. Anyway, so that's the... That's what the, was it about her that kept getting turned away? Well, it's, oh, it, was, it was some sort of health thing. that I've, I thought it was, it was something to do with her eyes. I thought it was glaucoma. But it'll be... I don't know that's a reason for not getting in. No. So I've, I've got to research why you wouldn't have got in. But <laughs> to the, make it believable in your... In yeah, your of course. But, the, but the, 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 the truth was she tried three times, yeah. failed three times. <sighs> I mean, and that's and so I want to. That's the that's the that's the spine of the that's story the spine of the that story, you've got to write. Because I just want around. to write. Mm-hmm. I think it's an interesting. I've, I've written so now I've written um, fifty pages. I've done twenty one thousand words. Yeah. Some and they're not out of Yashi yet. So <laughs> yeah. I, well, yeah. That's an old. We probably after the this interview finishes, we can talk about pacing and uh, you know how much exposition and and then dialogue. Yeah. But you know, just immediately. I mean, yeah. Wow, what a story! But just you know. You get told, you know, there's a shorthand for telling stories, especially family histories, yeah. you know, and this happened and that happened and that's a, that's a mind blower. But as a father and a, and a husband, and don't you just, you go, well, how did that conversation go? You know, yeah. At, at yeah. 20 different points in that story. That's right. There was a mind blowingly unusual. How do you, you watch your 14 year old go back to London what? on their own? It'd be See four. you later. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, or, we're, we're or, going in. We're or the going conversation in. <laughs> in Vienna. All right, yeah. mum. Oh, all right, been? all right, you, girls. It's, well, it took them a year to get to her, and 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 then they all yeah. All right, let's all go to London yeah. now. And they wouldn't talk. The two girls would never talk about what happened in that <sighs> year. So my my great grandmother lived until she was sixty three, sixty four. Mm. And died in East End of London. Mm. So, but she died in '56. So she died five years before I was born. Yeah. But there's a lot of there's people who have documented knowing her, and so I've got some. I've got some, some stuff. I've got some stuff from from that that I, that I know about her. But Ooh. what you know, if you, like you say that that mum, what were you thinking? <laughs> that, that abusive guy you just left us with. Like. You know, <clears throat> there's there's always two sides or, or eighty sides to a story, isn't there? And who knows? But you, you sometimes. You know, as a parent, when when you know that you would lay down your own life yeah. for your children, you yeah. probably would, and that's probably something that before, you know, going right back to what we were talking about at the start. You know, I don't think that somebody's that never had children, um, and and some people don't make that choice. Yeah. It's it's yeah. something, but I, you know, there's there's a different kind of love and self sacrifice. I think that many of us feel. And and then therefore, when you hear these stories, that you know, yeah, uh, How, what were you thinking? See you later. That's you know? right. Um, Could you imagine? No. Well, yes, yeah. I can imagine. No, you couldn't. But no, you couldn't imagine. Yeah. Anyway, um, we better do song number seven. Um, and in the interest of your vocal cords, um, we might. This is Bowie. This is this Bowie. Is Bowie. Yeah. Now. Um, I am mystified as to why, you know, in the okay. canon of David Bowie, why you would pick a cover of yeah. a song by the e- Easy Beats, was it? The Australians? Easy Beats. Yeah, yeah. I, I, which I didn't know he'd ever recorded. You didn't know the song? I know the song. I know the Easy I, Beats. You don't know his version? No. You don't know pinups? Uh, this album I do not have. Oh, fantastic. You, there's a treat ahead for you. Well. So, so, this, so this album, so the album's pinups. So the first song on on this album, and we haven't touched any of this sort of stuff, was Diane Swinton. 
So Diane Swinton, aged 11, uh, Ilford, uh, no, uh, Geary's Primary School was beautiful. Long blonde hair, eyes of blue. So the, the song Sorrow, and of course that was the unrequited, my first, <laughs> one of my first un- unrequited loves. Yeah. So um, she, you know, completely unrequited love. Um, and I and I retreated. And I heard I heard sorrow on pinups mm. with your long blonde hair and your eyes are blue. I never knew, mm. you know. It's a beautiful, beautiful song. Yeah. And just t- you know, and just spoke to you yeah. at, at that moment. Yeah. And but the whole album is fabulous covers. It really is fabulous covers. And Friday on my mind is 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 my, and we haven't got into the sort of, you know, the social stuff at all. But my. My Friday nights are really, really important. Yeah. And I've had, you know, particularly since I got to Geelong more than anywhere else, but we formed a group of friends in Geelong mm-hmm. who we, you know, we meet we meet up every Friday. Yeah. And there's a sort of probably an extended group of about 15 to 20 people. Yeah, I know the group you mean. And, yeah. and, we, and we come together in different, you know, sets, have too much to drink, normally have something nice to eat. You know, stay up, stay up too late, and that continues and, to this day. And it's yes, yeah, so it's, it's fading away a bit now because some of the core members have have, have flown the coop, unfortunately. Yeah. But um, so Friday on my mind has always been a you know big song for me. For you know, I'm always looking forward to Friday night. Sure, and it was my funeral song. Okay, <sighs> Monday I have Friday on my mind. Anyway, so you want this one played at your funeral? Well, I've, I have the same problem with these seven songs. You know, I've got about 50, 60 different songs I'm waiting through. Yeah, Tom, Tom's, and, Tom's and told me to look on, to look where to look when he dies so that he's, he's, he's made a playlist for his own funeral. That's right. And, yeah. and, and as Dave Ashbridge said to me, Dave Ashbridge is the most beautiful guy I've ever worked for. Yeah. He's our CEO at Bowen Health for five years. Yeah. And um, when, I, when I explained to him that I wanted this as, as my funeral song, he looked at me and went, why do you care what's at your funeral? You're dead. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Which is kind of your approach in a way. It is my approach. Because yeah. Yeah, I want people to be entertained. Sure. You know. All right, well, let's listen to this because someone's trying to get in upstairs as well. Monday morning feels so bad Everybody seems to lie Me Coming Tuesday, I feel better Even my old man looks good um, Wednesday, just don't go um, Thursday, goes to show Tomorrow I'll be glad 
Anyway, but I was going to say, you can, you know, you could perm any Bowie song out, probably a hundred, you know, just throw a, dart, a dartboard. Just which one, one, one could, but I would, I would hazard a guess that there's not going to be many of my, my spacemen and women that would pick that one yeah. from, from Bowie. I mean, I'm, I'm, it's refreshing in a way because it's, it's a, an unusual yeah. choice for, for Bowie. Yeah. Especially, where, well, also I get the, like, you know, your Friday's a sacrosanct, your Friday night's mm. sacrosanct and, and, um, that is, that's a great song, you know, I'll throw it in my mind. Yeah. But to pick, I suppose you wanted the other Bowies as well. You probably like the original as well, right? You probably mm. like the Easy Beats version, but you wanted to have that album of, of uh, Bowie, what's, what's it called? Pinups. Um, Pinups yeah. as your choice. It's a good album. Some with Twiggy on the front. Is it really? Yeah, it's one with Twiggy. Mm. Him and Twiggy on the front. I've seen him about, how many times I see him? About four or five times. Did you? So I saw him all the way through to the... Um, the spider what was the glass the glass spider tour with um in Milton Keynes of all places he still have Reeves Gabriel's playing on guitar the the old Timothy don't know Um, but just loved him just loved him yeah but you know Bowie uh, obviously has already cropped up in in this sort of forum here he's um, I I, I get that you know that he he, the music was enough you know what I mean there, there, there wasn't you know there's that Remember, actually, before we start recording, we sort of touched on this, that this, you know, like the the social media sad face when people die kind of yeah. thing. There was so much that went around the death of Bowie, wasn't there? You know, people mm. wailing and carrying on. It's like, well, yeah. Yeah, he did what he, he did what he was supposed to do. Yeah. You know, he, he, he gave us all of that and the music's kind of enough, isn't it? You know, with him. Or were you uh, were you were you into the whole image thing with him as well? Did you think that was? Oh a- no, I, I, I did. You know, a lot of him. You know, look, his music stands alone, yeah. and is enough. Thank you. That's exactly, what I was trying to say. Thank saying. you for succinctly. His 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 <clears throat> production skills probably would stand alone. You know, he produced image, tra- image wise. You mean? Or, no, 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 no. You mean the sound? No, he of produced his- Transformer. You know, he he was a producer on Transformers. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Lurie. You know? Yeah. So, so the sort of stuff that he... Oh, Velvet Underground was another one that I've struggled to leave mm, behind. Okay, anyway. Okay. But the... Um, so, he, you know, he had he had lots of different skills, I think. But his, but his acting and pantomime mm. 
mm-hmm. was fabulous. Mm-hmm. And it really was fabulous. You mean mime, uh, not pantomime? I, I mean, mean, like his mime stuff that he... No, I mean pantomime, as in... Oh, you mean that I see, the, the, the great the pantomime. The dramatic, yes, the drama, yes, the, yeah. you know, the, yeah. the Ziggy Stardust, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, whatever whatever the, you know, um, Uncle Tom, you know, whatever yeah, the, whatever yeah, the yeah, particular yeah. period in his It's in like polymath, wasn't he? I'm and, just... and so I think that was, that was... So I think they they blend together... As, you know, it's all part of the same thing. Yeah. The, the outpourings of grief and stuff is a different thing again. Yeah. I, and I, and I don't. I think the little that I think anybody knows about his death, it, it was a very private matter that he planned and that he knew. Yeah, I've got happening. a theory about. I told you about my euthanasia theory. No, but oh. but I don't think he. But I, from my sense of it, I don't. I don't think he really gave a fuck what anyone no. else thought. <laughs> he pretty, I he, think he pretty he gave a fuck was, about his about his wife and, and that's right. you know, his, and as he should, child, and that's yeah, the point. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. the tragedy is it's is a local tragedy. Yeah. I was I, he was one of the, I mean that's what we talked about earlier. We, and you know you can be sad about people dying, but it's not necessarily a personal tragedy in no. the same way as it is for them and theirs. That's right. Um, Bowie was one of the few people that you you know you. You were, you know, I particular. I was, I was sad <laughs> that he died, of course, mm. you know, but um, but it didn't get to the point of grieving or no. And I think that gets unhealthy. That's where there's that sort of hysteria that kicks in, isn't well, it's it? That where group. We, we're being, you know, I, I really think we're trying to um, exclude death in our society, and I think it's a very unhealthy thing. Should we then? This might be a good time to touch on your choice of of book. <laughs> I, I know look. Sartre. I, I, no, I know uh, the road to so the road to freedom trilogy. Again, I've snuck I've snuck three books in. Yeah, no, no, that's <laughs> fine. But yeah, that's that's complete. But I guess so. My my my. I've got almost no knowledge of Sartre, but apart from that brilliant quote, is was it hell is other people or whatever? But um, the he, he this 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 is very much about the Second World War. This this trilogy yeah. of books, as opposed to his kind of more philosophical publications yeah. and his and that, and that stuff that although the, his his philosophy runs all the way through the books. okay, so it does so the character of Mathieu, who's the main yes protagonist, yeah, yeah, who is yeah. him, um, runs all the way through, and it absolutely is a you know is an existentialist book, but just an amazing piece of literature yeah. it's an incredible okay. piece of literature so. and that's gonna well I mean on this space station you know and I read it when I was quite young so I was probably oh goodness early 20s so it got through it that. got through the gate still in that magical time got, when you yeah when it got, you were... got through the gate but I'd love to reread it yeah so that's why I'd like to take it with me it's one of those books that it's gonna keep you going for a while know, I want to reread yeah yeah, you think it would bear, you know, root, oh, of re- course. Re- yeah, absolutely. You've got nitrous rockside anyway, but yeah. you um. So how are you going to go with the, uh, you know, the solitary life up there? Because yeah. you're a, you're a, you're a sociable kind of boy, aren't you? Yeah, I'm. I, well, I'm both. You know, I've got my own, I, I've got my own bubble that I retreat into. Lots. Sure, I think as probably most of us do. But I've also got so that you know it would be, you know, this thing about being excluded from your family and from your friends is mm. it, would be incredibly difficult. Mm. Um, so that's one thing. How many how many years am I on loan for? Well, you know, I, you don't ever get rescued. I, well, no, I've softened the concept because I realised early on that you know the whole um, you know marooned on a desert island that is is an entirely different existential kettle of fish to marooned in the inky blackness of infinity yeah. beyond Pluto. Um, so I, I thought, oh God, I need to soften the blow a little bit so there is some yeah. what I'm saying is there is there is a, a reasonable chance you'll be rescued in a few years in a let's few say years. in a few years yeah. and, and I've got somewhere to um, run and walk around in space oh yeah I mean you've got that so like you've it, probably got a you've probably got a, a howl situation with a with a rotating thing that you can run around or something you've got some sort of gravitational thing to okay, work against there's no against. sort of forest in there or anything well that's like your that. virtual reality vista <clears throat> ah 
that was uh, so, so for me so my um um one of the things i love at the moment so i've been i've been working in melbourne the last two years so since yes. i left uh, Barwon. Mm. I've been dry, doing the drive up and down the road to to Melbourne. Lots of time to think. Not, not well, except so that so I have a I have a routine. So the morning, I get up at four forty. I get on the road about four forty five, four fifty. I get in straight out the door. Wake up more or less straight out the door, and then you got. So I get into work about six o'clock, mm. just before six o'clock, right. maybe ten to. I, I'm, I'm doing meditation. So do that for me ten minutes. Do that in your in the office. Car. Oh, in the car. Sorry, in yeah. the car. So, sorry, I put me I put me running gear on. Mm. So I put my running gear on. I've got the car packed with my suit, my other clothes, you know, yeah. towel, whatever. Yeah. Jump in the car, drive to Melbourne, do the meditation, and then what I do is I go for a um, probably do about an hour to an hour and a half every day, oh. and I go. I I'm what I'm trying to do. And I've and I've had reasons why I've been able to do it on and off a bit. Is on a Monday I do a, do a run, so I go for about thirty minute run. Yeah, and I try and get up to the the, river, the Yarra, along, okay. along the from Yarra from Melbourne University. From Melbourne Uni, yeah. Mm-hmm. So just yep. through, through town, yep. And yep. straight, straight to the river. Um, Wednesday I try and do sprints, so I do the six, you know, thirty second mm-hmm. sprints, which mm-hmm. is harder than it sounds. Um, and then on Friday I do stairs. Okay, and then Tuesday Thursday I walk. I do. I'd go for a walk. Mm. So in the morning, I'd have the car pitch quiet. I don't put anything on. I like the I like the silence yeah. and I like the dark. Yeah, because it's mostly dark at that time. In the morning. Yeah, and then I do the meditation. And then I do my walking, which is very or running, which is also very meditative. Yeah, of course. Um, and then I go and get breakfast and get into the day. You know, yeah, and, yeah. and do my work. Yeah. So it's quite a nice. That's my my bubble of being on my own. Sure. And I sometimes also stay up once a week. Stay over on a Wednesday night. Yeah. And it, and I really, again, you know, that sort of being like go and sit in a pub on your own, mm. you know, I go and do my emails, I go and do whatever. Mm. And just, you know, you're completely anonymous. Yeah. No one knows you. Yeah. You know, you just sit and have a few drinks and, you know. Oh, that's I, wonderful. If I'm sensible, I go to bed early. You know, if, I'm, if I'm not, I stay up a little bit late. But people watch and whatever. Yeah. There's something to go to comedy bars and, it's different oh, though. You're still amongst humans. You may not be talking to them, but you're still amongst yeah, humans. Yeah, but the other stuff. Uh, so on the on on the on the uh, to answer your question, I think I would have a routine where I did the similar thing in the mornings. I'd be writing. So I'm, I assume my, I took my typewriter, didn't I? I said I'm taking the typewriter. Let me just check that because you did change certain things. <laughs> if I didn't, I'm changing it now. You're going to go back to typewriter. Well, you know, laptop, or laptop. Whatever. Yeah, but you've not got any. You've not got emails though. You've not. You can't have no, no. internet. No, you. What was my other thing? No, you've got a machine that turns water into grange. Oh yeah, of course. Sorry, of course. I'm not going to lose that. <laughs> but the the the, 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 the ship's going to have a computer. Yeah, yeah. Sure. There's there's there's. I'm going to have a work. Yeah, there's a facility to. Uh, so I'm going to be yeah, writing. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And then in the in the uh, at seven o'clock not yeah, earlier, I'm yeah. going to be turning water into grange. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got Jesus Christ basically on the on deep space station Gideon with you. I'll be oh, so I'll be quite happy, you know I, apart from the so fact that's your that thing. missing the kids. So you start drinking at eight o'clock every morning. Are you going to ask this a couple of times? Are you going to um, are you going to look through an incredible high powered telescope so you can observe Earth and people you love in the distance, or is that going to be too painful to see? Oof, that's a question without notice, isn't it? Mm. Um, I don't think you could avoid looking in it. 
Yeah, just I be compelled people, to. Some people might be able to avoid it. Mm. But I think but it'd be, many of us, it'd be too difficult. It'd be too hard and it'd be so hard. Sweet yeah. sorrow. Do they know you're coming back? Or well, they, is it? Is this, is this, is well, I mean, you're an intrepid spaceman. Like, I mean, there, there's a degree of risk that comes with it. Obviously, they're they're prepared for the worst. Yeah, um, they're prepared for the worst. Because you know, if Elizabeth knows I'm coming back in four years, I expect her to wait. Oh, however, so it's like that's the prison. However, <laughs> you know, so four years is your cut off. After that, she can. I think so. I think four years. Is she can uh, go off with Rob from accounts. Um, all right. All right. If you're listening, Liz, it's five years. Five years. <laughs> five years. <laughs> or, or, or next year, it's going to be ten years. Um, so, uh, yeah, so that, would, that would be the hardest thing, of course. Yeah. To, being there. But, I, but I, I'm quite happy for periods in, on my own. Do you like sweet science fiction and, um, yeah. and all of that? Yeah, I do. I've yet to see, and this is embarrassing for someone who loves science fiction, but I've yet to see Interstellar. Have you seen that one? Chris, Christopher Nolan. I think Matt, Matthew McConaughey is the lead in it. Yeah, I have seen it. And there's this, yeah. He loses. He he gets a lot. They all get a lot older, don't they? Right. Well, that's, well, that's the, the thing. I mean, that's that it, well, yeah. uh, well. I mean, that's the as you approach light speed, time changes, and all the rest yeah. of it, isn't it? So that's any 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 conceit where we imagine that wicked, we'll travel these distances. It's a wicked concept, isn't it? It's it's, it's and Brian May actually wrote a song about it called Thirty Nine. You know, and Brian May is in Queen's yeah, guitarist yeah. and astrophysicist and all the rest. It's and and this idea that you know, I'm going to see the film tonight. Are you going tonight, are you? You're going yeah. to see it at the IMAX? No, we're going to... Just I've in July. I've got no idea where we're going to see it. I'm going to see it in the IMAX. Got to see it in the IMAX. Um, in fact, First Man is also the, you know, the Neil Armstrong uh, film that's right. out at the moment. Okay. Anyway, but yeah, this idea that a year in, in, in Space Man time, by the time you get back to Earth, your, your children have either died grandma, or their grandparent, uh, their grandparent, you know, all that sort of thing. And that's, that's a wicked, horrible... It's brutal, thought. isn't it? Yeah. Brutal. Again, not one that people without children would have to worry about. Yeah, you know what I mean. Think about too much. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a curse, isn't it? Think too. That'd much. be a good thing, in fact, because you come back with all the technological advance. So you'd, you'd be able to skip a couple of generations of, of wait, your, waiting put, for the new iPad. Just put your brain in a big glass. The new, the new, the new iPhone. Yeah. You know. Yeah, be iPhone ninety eight or whatever. That's yeah. right. Okay. Let me see. Pod. Okay, yeah, so yeah, the other, we, we already touched on this, didn't we? You just happened to pick a tiny Greek island yeah. that, that was uh, Tina's grandfather's uh, island. Amazing. So Astipalia. Yeah. So a tiny little island that you get to by island hopping through the, the Cyclades, I think you get to it. Mm-hmm. And um, the boat goes once a week, or it did when I was, when I went there. Yeah. So we, so I went, um, you know, so I've I've told you before. You know, I didn't travel, so I was mm. in London. Mm. You know, happy in your East End, happy in my bubble. ignorance and stupidity of not travelling anywhere because I didn't need to travel. And um, you know, then all of a sudden, I met Leanne and we 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 travelled. And one of the great, you know, people ask me about, you know, do you regret meeting your first wife and blah blah. And, and do they? Yeah, they do. And you sort of say, well, of course, you know, a the kids. Of course, I can't regret because yeah. I wouldn't have had the kids. But also, it's part but, of your life. But also, I tra- but also, she allowed enabled me to travel for two years, mm-hmm. which I would never ever have been able to. I couldn't have afforded it. You know, I couldn't have had the the um, the discipline of yeah. doing it. Yeah. But we got to the Greek islands. We went. We, what we did was we did a year's travel through. We did Europe and we did a. A Kentucky tour of of what was then the USSR. Ah. So we went to the US through through the. What year um, is this now? 
89. So before the wall wow, fell. Wow, so it was right at that cusp of So we were in East Berlin finishing. the mm. week before the wall came down. Really? Yeah. So we but when, you, know, you huh. go up through through Scandinavia and then you go in through St. Petersburg, yeah. you know, and, and up to Moscow and then and then round through um, Warsaw and, and back out. Yeah, you couldn't just get an easy jet from South End in those days, could you? When, and, and also it was really, um, they, they used to help you with the money. So the problem with visiting the the Soviet Union at the time was that the exchange rate was really crippling, but yep. it was a false exchange rate. So if you could get it changed on the black market, right. you got a much better rate. So you rate. got your rubles from a dodgy fellow down the bush. Yeah, well, I can't say anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> someone there did. Yeah, someone there did. Um, so it was, a, it was a... I'm pretty sure that there's there's some bigger fish than you now in terms of the whole Russian yeah, money so. laundering yeah, situation. <laughs> you know, you know Putin's going to be after yeah, me. Yeah, I, I think you're, I think you're safe. pretty much all right. Anyway, but the um, a horrible way to travel, you know, on a coach with, yeah. with, you know, 30 drunk Australian, New Zealanders and South Africans. Well, let's just stop on a coach. That is a horrible <laughs> yeah, way to <yeah>. travel, <laughs> shall we? Anyway, and... Um, so we did that, but we did, in, we did the Greek islands that that first loop that yeah, year, yeah. and then the, the the second. Then we went back to London and worked for a period to get the money Got back. Got some up. more money, yeah. And then and then did the went out through Turkey, you know, flew to Istanbul, did a tour of Turkey, then mm. went off to the Greek islands mm. again, and and Greece did Greece properly, and then out into into sort of Africa and Asia. So that was yeah. another year, but the leaving the Greek islands that second time and, and knowing you'd never be able to get back because. The thought of going to yeah. there when you've got to get from London to New Zealand or right, Australia right. is so, so difficult. So, and Astipalia is, it's like, you, it's like you've landed in this sort of paradise where, <laughs> you know, it's just, your time stands still yeah. in a nice way. You know, to, And so we stayed for three weeks on this little, little tiny little island. Yeah. While we were there, there was a wedding. And, and Astipalia, have you you've been there? I haven't, no. So there's a, there's, it's a small island and there's a big hill in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And there's a town at the top of the hill and there's a little town at the bottom of the hill. <laughs> okay. And there's a woman who is in her 80s who came down to a wedding. So there's a wedding at the bottom of the hill, one of the weeks that we were there. Mm-hmm. And this woman comes down. It's the first time she'd left the top of the hill in her life. <laughs> no. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, absolutely. Really? It was the first time she'd left the top of the hill. Hmm. So it was a huge thing in the island. What was so good about the top of the hill? Or was she just she just didn't fearful? Travel. Didn't want to travel. <laughs> just like, no, there was something bad going on there. I don't know, but she never had. She'd never come off the top of the hill. Yeah, right. so it was, but it was anyway. But it was just it was just idyllic, you know. Yeah. And then after three weeks, we got back on the ferry. So you, so you, classically, you know, the Greek islands. When I've been to different ones, it's it, you. You have that conversation. Why don't we live like this? It's, yeah. you know, it's all about family, food, you know, yeah. just, just not working the, too hard. They're just exactly yeah. do the things you love with the people you love, right? Yeah. And then look at the economy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter if you've got nothing, oh, who cares? Oh, right? sort of matter. Well, it does. It's, it does matter because they get away with it because they retire at 50 and they draw quite a large state pension. And that's what's now being taken away. And the, mm. the point is that it's hard to it's hard to generate the funds for the state pension without any. And the fish are all disappearing from the sea, you know, so they can't. Sort of stuff. Yeah, they haven't yeah. got any. It's not like you know Norway where they've got the the oil. Let's I'll tell you what. Let's keep the glow yeah. of your of the Greek Astipalia, island. Please. Let's let's yeah. let's not let's yeah, keep it yeah. let's keep it golden in your memory and and because uh, I think I well, think it's it a wonderful so choice. It is, so it's Although you've got a you've got to make a choice about do you want to see such a beautiful thing in your virtual reality pod. Or is it going to be heartbreaking to to see it? Are there people in there? 
Well, you you will so basically you go into the pod. You go into the into you you the put town. the you put the thing on your head and you're looking around, but you can't. No one can see you, obviously. Okay. Um, you but you know, can see them. Is it a real? Is it a live update feed or is it just a loop? Because that would be a nightmare if it was just a loop of the same things. It'd be yeah. like Groundhog Day. Yeah. Now I'm going to say it's like a, a live update that's feed right. of whatever's going. That could be fun. Be Except you might see the big trawlers coming in and just destroying, taking all the fish from the yeah. sea, and then tourism overpopulates. It's only four years. Well, I didn't say four years. I said there's a good chance you would be. That was more like, that was no, more, that, 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 that was a moratorium that, on. That glass on, there's half full. <laughs> no, no, I think we were more talking about when, when Elizabeth can go off and meet new fellas. Yeah, yeah. You said that's four five years. years. Okay, Hang on, five years. Five now. years. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, so I think we already said, so the one, the one, um, if you, any, any song from the ones you picked, you'd go with the Bowie, Friday on my mind. No, didn't say that. Uh, au contraire. One piece of music, Friday no, no, on my no. mind. No, I didn't say that. What well, says it in the email? What would it be? Were you just what you said? Or so you can I'm change your mind. I'm gonna, I'm gonna change my mind. Leonard Cohen. It'll be Leonard. Oh, I thought it might be. Um, or, or Billy Bragg, <laughs> which isn't in your set, <laughs> yeah, which I didn't choose. <laughs> um, quote or proverb. Most people don't come up with one here, but you came up with. I did come up with one. Yeah, I love is, you. I love you. Thanks, mate. I think that the. Oh, I thought you were just saying that to me. I thought it's no. Right. No, you said that was a quote that you used. <laughs> oh, I know. And and the thing I like about about those words is that you know they 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 connect people. They connect people, and they're they're a. Um, I agree. All you need is love. You know, and you don't need that. You know, it works equally as well when you're all pissed in the pub and you go, oh, "I love you, mate," and that's a nice. That's a nice I love you. A heartfelt I love heartfelt, you. But it also works with your kids. It works with your missus. Does it ever? And it's something to say lots and repeat lots, which we do. Yeah. Machine that turns water into Grange. We should say for those of you listening. Oh, red wine. Decent red wine. Decent Sorry, red wine. And, and Grange is a type of expensive, lovely, Shiraz, apparently red wine. Yeah. Um, so basically, we, we can't do we can't do Sartre any deeper than that because that, that, yeah. that is a wormhole. It's not a rabbit hole. Um, I think we are... I think we got to the end. Almost there. I think we're there. I mean, look, the the um, I I, you know, in in wrapping up, I I think that 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 was just a, for me to to sit and hear your thoughts was was a gift. Thank you. That was amazing. Um, it's a pleasure. Yeah. I'm sure, knowing you as well, I'm I'm sure that there's going to be things that you'll have wanted to go into in in great depth, and probably yeah. some things we didn't touch on at all. And and but you know we literally could be talking for yeah. 24 hours, you know, yeah. and um, um, I hope that we've done some justice to what you wanted to recall. Cause I know coming into this part of one of the, apart from it as a favor to a mate, part yeah. of this was you, you were hoping that your story might be recorded for your loved ones yeah. uh, as well. Do you feel like we got some, I think we did. We there. got most of that. We got most of that. Yeah. I thought, I, I feel like, like I feel like we got. Didn't talk about Vietnam or. or, or no, no, I, I, or did, like I did. I did think yeah. about. I did think about. Do yeah, that occurred to me earlier on. But yeah, again, hopefully, you know, it flows as a conversation. Yeah. It's not a conversation. Well, it is, but it's an interview. But it goes where it will. You know, yeah. it goes where it will. Um, and maybe there, maybe there'll be a second one. Maybe there's not. It's not enough depth for a second no. one. <laughs> well, there's no. Of course there is. Of course there is. There's, there's all sorts of things. Yeah. Uh, but anything else you wanted to, apart from talking about, you know, a whole new chapter in yeah, a different no, chapter. No, I yeah. just want to say thank you. It's um, a lovely concept. It's a long hmm. thing for anyone else to listen to. So I, you know, yeah. appreciate 
appreciate that you're in your time in doing these. Oh no, it's a it's a complete for me. It's a it's a it's a complete gift for me yeah. to be able to do it. Absolutely, I love hearing people talk about things that they're passionate about and about their stories. Um, on that, yeah, I mean, what are we? Hey, you just went tick past four hours okay, with so. with half an hour or so of of music, you know. Yeah, then, okay, blimey. But um, you know, yeah. people get the to thing it, 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 or they the don't. thing it does make me think about was um, at Barwon. There's a, a mm. huge volunteer program at mm. Barwon, and mm. it's not just people doing you know flowers and newspapers on mm. wards. It's all sorts of stuff. One of the one of the things that Barwon does. Is, this is Barwon Health, Barwon by the way, Health. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Barwon, Barwon Health is they run a volunteering program that's quite a small program with a group of people who go and interview palliative care patients. Oh, yeah. So people who are dying mm. and they do a similar thing as Chris and I have just done, mm. doing life stories mm. of the person that's dying mm-hmm. for their family. Yeah. And, yeah. and I've always thought what, a, what an absolutely wonderful that's thing great. Yeah. that is. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And doing this today, you know, gives me a yeah. a, a living a living yes yeah yeah opportunity. Yeah. I think, in that. It does, it, it, but it also it, makes you think we we should be volunteering for something like that. Well, you know, yep, altruism. There needs to be more of it in the in the world. I think. Um, I think the obvious difference with that is that we don't have quite the spectre of um, of of uh, the end. Yeah. Uh, any well so we've still got chapters to write yeah there's still there's still something ahead of us rather than most things yeah. being behind us which yeah. is which is powerful but what a wonderful program though I just think that's a lovely definitely is yeah, yeah. this is yeah not my program the other program yeah. they're both, <laughs> both. <laughs> thank you both. thank you no it's been it's um, you, know, you and I talk a lot and yeah. um, I've always felt a strong connection to you and I what I've seen with these uh, inside the heliosphere is that on top of strong connections and strong friendships I had, this gives me an ability to enjoy a mate in a different way and learn things all the time. And even though yeah. we've spoken a lot in the past, so really thanks very much. Thanks, Thank mate. you. Thank Good you very much. Paul. Cheers.